Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com, Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. Welcome to the Pulp MX Show presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Racing, Decal Works. Thanks for listening. Coming to you live from Las Vegas. A little late. I know, we had a little bit of a power problem, all right? I uh, I blame the uh, sheer volume of people trying to load in and get listening to the show at 5 o'clock as the reason why, all right? And that's what we're sticking with. So thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Thank you for watching on Facebook and YouTube. Got a great show for you tonight. Lots to still talk about. We got uh, uh, some riders signing with new teams for 2022. We'll get into that. We got some MXGP talk with uh, MX Vice's Lewis Phillips. Chris Hymas will be on, father of Chance Hymas. Uh, just switching to Honda. That's a big deal. We'll talk to him about that and, uh, you know, get to the bottom of what happened there and why. Jake Weimer will be calling in. Jumping Jake, Jellybean Jake, uh, will be calling in to talk about what he's been up to, what's going on with him. Looking forward to talking to him. Uh, also, uh, Darkside and Chris Kiefer will be on. We have the decision by Darkside on what he's going to do for uh, uh, with his pony that we talked about the last time he was in. So looking forward to talking to him about that. 702-586-7857. If you have a uh, question or a concern, give us a call. Why don't you? The Pulp Mex app will be done uh, uh, Friday. Coming up Friday, right away. Uh, so listen to, uh, follow us on social media for that. And uh, let's get right into it, man. Uh, I don't want to waste up too much time. Thanks to our sponsors. We'll get to them later. We've got the motorsport.com tweeted talent segment. We have the X-Brand Goggle Tariff segment. We have the Race Tech Rant of the Night I may have just changed it from where it was originally. Let's welcome in our uh, our co-host tonight. He is a friend of the show. He's been in uh, a number of times. We're welcoming him back in. Kay Clayson, what's up, buddy? How are you? Oh, wait. There oh, we go. Yeah. Right, there you go. There we are. Hey, all the problems today. I'm good. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, Appreciate dude. it. We uh, Oh, we got Alex Ray coming up, too. Oh. A guy you may know. You couldn't just give me two minutes without mentioning his name. I'm just, I just, I'm talking about the guests coming in. Ah, um, great. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Sorry about the power uh, problem. Oh, but hey, great. we're back. We're it was live. entertaining. Um, taking your calls, holding things down over in the corner there, uh, working the intros. <laughs> Talon Taylor, what's up, Talon? How are you, man? What's up? I did that intro like 10 times right there. Yeah, you, you, you did. Uh, uh, what's happening, man? You good? Yeah, good. Ready for uh, riding season. It's cooling down here finally. Are you going to be able to go with your back and everything? You're all fine? Like, yeah, I'm good. good. I've, ridden, I've ridden a few times since then. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Uh, directing the show, holding things down over there, de- determining the angles that you see everything. The Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Hello. We all good? Another day in paradise here. Oh. Something. That power thing, that really flipped us down a little bit. I- I'm busy. I'm busy. <laughs> now is not the time. <laughs> it's loud, dude. It's loud. Oh, boy. I don't know what that is, but we've got power problems. Promise we're not, I promise we're not killing animals. What is happening? Here. Yeah, is that Eagle Grip? <laughs> is Daniel here? The, the, the nest is downstairs. The, uh, the, um, how's that volume now? <laughs> it's great. 
God damn. <laughs> what is going just on? Just hold him off the ears a little bit. Right. You'll right. be good to go. Dude. Um, oh, my God. That was so loud. I don't know what just happened. Blame you. Goose Wait, Brava, Steve. It's all talent's fault. Goose Brava. Thank you. The Thank power you. goes out for 30 minutes and everything just uh, I, it was, goes It was out when I got here, and I got here at like, I don't know, 3 o'clock. Oh, it's um, all right. So we got big news with you that I was going to get to right off the top. Right um, off the top. But now we got Lewis Phillips on coming in. I'm going to... Um, Lewis is a bigger deal. Let's go to Lewis. Let's talk to him, and we'll get into your deal. I want to talk to you about that. That's some exciting stuff for you uh, to talk about as well. Uh, let's get into Lewis Phillips, though, and talk about the MXGP that just happened. Which uh, uh, Did you watch any highlights or anything? Did you see anything? Oh, yeah, man. I got a lot of questions for Lewis. Okay, perfect. Good, good. I watched some highlights. I, my DVR didn't pick it up, so I don't really know what happened there. But uh, let's get into Lewis Phillips and... Uh, it's 12.30 in the morning, his time over there in jolly old England. And uh, let's get into, you know, talking to Lewis a little bit. If he answers. Cheerio. You all right? Yeah. How are you, buddy? Are you, are you actually all right? It sounds like it's we, absolutely carnage. It is, a, it is a lot of carnage going on here in the <laughs> studio. Uh, and we just went right into you. Just, so just feel lucky that I didn't bump you or anything else, Lewis. I was waiting for the text, to be fair. I was yeah. stuck on my phone. Right. Waiting to be postponed, but here we are. Yeah, we had a little bit of an issue. All right. So welcome to the show. MX Vice's Lewis Phillips. He is our European correspondent. Uh, and Lewis, the MXGP series, of course, is still going strong, uh, as we know. And there's lots to talk about with that. Uh, Lewis Phillips brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Two-stroke, four-stroke pistons. Uh, high compression, GP-style configuration. Whatever you need, two-stroke or four-stroke. Vertex Pistons will have you dialed in. Email sales at pivotworks.com and tell them you listen to Pulp MX and they will give you a deal on a piston. And uh, also, um, two-stroke KTMs, Husqvarna, and gas gases, uh, Cade, come stock with a Vertex Piston. I like that. All right. Uh, all right, Lewis. Um, first of all, was this a new track? Has this held a GP before? What, what, where, t- give me some background on this place. Uh, yeah, new track. Well, new track to MXGP, but like yep. the oldest track you can get. Like, oh, like you talk about old school tracks. This was an old school track. Yeah. Like, I, like when I first walked in and looked at it, I immediately thought of Namur just purely because it kind of snaked around in tight sections and it was in a like, town it was kind of in a town a yeah. little bit yeah yeah like there was a there was a uh, soccer pitch in the middle of the track which i guess the townspeople who have probably never heard of televisions let alone iphones <laughs> i guess that's where they get entertainment from yeah um but yeah like we're talking the oldest town you can get and but like i was in the supermarket on saturday morning um, and you could hear the track announcer inside the supermarket. Oh, like, wow. It was that oh, so, close to the so, town. So yeah. they were all in. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it yeah. like everyone in the town was pitching in as, like, security. And, yeah. Like, yeah, it was a weird deal. Weird deal. Right, right. Um, yeah, it looked a little narrow in spots. It looked a little old school, right? It, it really did, now that you say that. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, pro- no, proper narrow. Like, way, way too narrow. But it was a means to an end. Right, right. Um, and was the crowd good? Was there a lot of people there? Yeah, really good. It was the first GP without restrictions. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah, like really strong crowd. It almost felt, I kept thinking like this is what the nation should have felt like. Like it felt, it had a bit of a nation's vibe because obviously the French riders are doing well at the moment um, and the crowd were like yep. into it. Like going, cr- you could follow like the French riders based on the crowd noise. Right, right. So it was almost like a little replacement for the nations, which was not very good at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. The less said about that, those nations, the more. Cade, you got uh, some questions for Lewis? 
Hey, buddy. How are you? Uh, yeah, I was just wondering, so like, I'm obviously too cheap to buy the MXGP package, but like, do they get, have they ever released how much, like, how, how many people actually buy that package every year? And like, do the teams get a part of that over there? Or is that just strictly GP? Because I know like with the no person, everything, everything over there is a lot different. So I've just was always curious, like how big of a sales do they get out of that, that package? They do, um, they give teams like a little presentation at the start of each year with like how many subscribers they have, how many accounts they have. Um, I can't remember what the number was, but it was a very big number. Whether it was a legitimate big number or not, I don't know. But uh, no, I don't think the money goes back to teams at all. I've never heard of that. So <laughs> if it is going back, everyone's keeping it a very well-kept secret. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, no, I was just curious because like, I, I don't know many people over here that actually pay for it. Because, I mean, I feel like a lot of people over here are like me. They're really cheap no, I, and they can think, watch the highlights. I, I think like JT and, and Parabinos and Truman, yeah. they all pay for it. Yeah, but I mean like the well, average. That's, that's oh, oh, a spectator. Yeah, oh, like the mean, average spectator. Oh. Like like you're too cheap to pay for it. I am. Well, okay. <laughs> that's I am. Different. Well, yeah, and it's not a terrible time for Americans anyway, isn't it? So like, I, uh, like why would you? I watch the CBS highlights uh, mm -hmm. and then that's about it. That's all I do. I'll watch, and I'll watch the online video highlights. Um. Can we talk about the race, though, before yeah. you want to get into the business of the Well, I was curious. Okay. Um, so, red plate. Back to Jeffrey. Uh, 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 my condolences to Paul and JT and Lewis and everybody kind of on the bullet bandwagon to see the bullet get caught and passed must have been heartbreaking for you people. Uh, but Roman Faber certainly rode pretty well. Yeah, um, you know KTM protested that win. What? Because if you if you watch the highlights, um, when Roman made that pass going into that corner, yeah. he was slightly on the inside of the yellow track markers. So technically, he set up the pass by being oh. off the track. Like technically off the track, really, it was like a difference of like three centimeters. But like, okay. yeah. So there was a bit of drama between motos with that. They, like there was a little. Uh, uh, well, then all the all the bullet fans, all the bullet fans can just yeah. Fabric cut the track. Well, it was actually me who protested. I was the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was the yeah. one flying the flag. Right, between right. Though. Um, but no, Roman, like, it isn't a surprise. Roman has been so good this year, like, yeah. so far. Yep. He has been the fastest rider at multiple rounds. Like, hands down, raw speed, the fastest rider. But for some reason, um, kind of including Sunday, but obviously the first moto was great. Yep. He just can't seal the deal. Like, realistically, Roman should have a 20-point lead right now. I strongly believe that. Like, he's right. that, he's been that good. Yeah. But he's just given away so many points. And, like, Sunday should have been a 1-1 for him, and mm -hmm. he should have a red plate right now. But, um, yeah, yeah, not so much. Certainly impressive for him to come back. He's been injured a lot lately. And, and yeah, he's, you know, new team and everything for him. So he – well, it's not new anymore. But, yeah, you know, I, he's been good for sure. And uh, uh, the bullet fell in the second moto? I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Just briefly. I only lost like three seconds. I don't think right. anyone saw it. I don't think it got caught on TV or anything. But, right. Um, I heard him say that. Um, yeah. He literally tipped over like the tiniest little bit. So it wasn't anything massive, but a bit of a statement win. So Jeffrey's got the red plate. Feber went into second. Geyser went from first to third. Bad day for Geyser. And Lewis, I don't know if you got a chance to talk to him or not. Um, was it like still after effects of this collarbone or was it something else? Because I feel like he was better the last GP, fresher off the collarbone. I think it was just put down to starts because, like, again, one-line track, very narrow. No one did anything. Like, 
I think yep. if you look at the lap charts, no one really made passes. There was a lot. It was close racing and it was exciting, but no one really did anything. So he just put it down to starts. But he was um, like just a tad off all day. Yep. Like even qualified, he qualified fifth, which is yeah, like, yeah. okay. Right. But he was two and a half seconds off. So like. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I feel like like obviously hard pack is guys' strength. Everyone knows that. Yep. But I feel like fast hard pack is his true strength, and maybe like a slower track like uh, we had on the weekend, maybe that doesn't play to his strengths as much as everyone would think. Like I think that suits a rider like Roman so much more. So it wasn't really uh, an injury thing. No, it, well that was a month ago now. So like I feel like I feel like we are. Yep. officially pass that sure sure i would say right right i'm right. sure people were shouting me over that but like we've seen so many riders come back from broken collarbones win within three weeks which yep. guys are did and then like that's it so i feel yep. like we're past that now right right did he get his plated did he have to get it plated or is it just yeah crap? he had surgery um the next day so he went in real quick yeah um and so uh yeah it was it's certainly Dude, this thing's like we talked about this. I think the when you came on after Disney Nations, like everybody's had their issues, and now it's set. The field is set, and here we go. Right, um, uh, Prado. Obviously, I I was surprised he was racing. Um, he was feeling it though. Was it? What is the case of it still coming back from the the crash? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there was after Germany. There were some rumors that he'd done nerve damage to his hand um, because the cut was so deep. That's wrong. So it was just a deep cut. Right. But. The cut, it's under his armpit, but um, it was so deep that he needed surgery because the doctors needed to, like, check everything was okay, properly mm-hmm. clean it out and all of that stuff. Um, so he was struggling with that, but he salvaged points. He he is, like, fully focused on the championship still. Like I said to him, mm-hmm. um, like, is second in the championship going to make you happy? Is third, like, going to make you happy? Is that is that even part of your goal? And he basically told me that finishing third in the championship is like, oh, I went riding today. Right. So, right, right. <laughs> so, so definitely not here for that. He's like, he's still thinking championship. Like he's in it, but yep, yep, yep. Not, it's going to be, it's a long shot. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It, it is a real long shot. But hey, the way this series is going, God, who knows? Um, Kate, you saw the finish line collision yeah that's what i was gonna ask is like what what kind of tension or conversations have been had within that pit about that like obviously jeffrey said what he said and everyone's kind of but is there any like inside knowledge as to what has actually happened over there because i can promise you it would have been much more of a catastrophe if that happened to me with a teammate so um jeffrey was like properly very uh politically correct about it but he, like, so Prado's got this reputation, like a lot of riders complain about him for cross-jumping, blocking, blah, blah, blah. I feel like stuff. it's a very Euro thing. Like, they all just cross-jump the hell out of each other. Uh, my stance well, on cross-jumping well, has never changed. JT complaining about Vince and complaining about... Every rider cross-jumps, and not even on purpose. You just, you're flowing the track, and you're going from the outside to the inside, or what? You're, you're cross-jumping. You're technically cross-jumping. It happens all the time. Now, in this section... With with Prado, that was not that cool, no. for sure. But cross jumping, like it's like it's like everybody does it. They all do it, and then everybody wants to pick one guy that does it and complain about it. But but I feel like dude, you guys all do it. Yeah, but I feel like certain people know, like, hey, there's this dude right behind me. I can't just like go from the left side hay bales to the right side hay bales. You know what right, I mean? Yeah. Like, and some guys just don't care. Right. And I feel like that's where the line kind of gets drawn is the dudes who just don't care and they do it no matter what, whether. It's it's kind of it can it can be really dangerous right. with certain people. 
So, um, yeah, go so, ahead. So, yeah, what yeah, happened so over there? Jeffrey, Jeffrey's, um, like, all year, he's the one rider who hasn't complained about Prado. Like, he said, uh, it's racing. He's a smart racer. He knows, like, he's got eyes in the back of his head. Like, he's a smart guy. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, and then I interviewed him this Sunday uh, after it happened in Germany. And same thing. He said, like, he went, he said it was Prado's fault 100%. Right. But he just needs to learn from it and he's only 20 and we forget how young he is and all of that sort of stuff. So he was like, he was actually quite cool with it. Like he laughed it off. Wow. He, yeah. Like we had laughs about it. There were, right. it was a very jolly time. Wow. Like, like Kate said, <laughs> a lot of guys wouldn't have laughs wow. about that. <laughs> and he got well, like, when I watched the video, he got really lucky because you see when he falls, he lands on top of Prado. So he's basically landing on like a pillow. Right. Like, he like tackles like, him. To right. The yeah. But like, he's like on top. So he just gets up and like walks it off and he's like, well, screw this. I'm yeah. just going to leave. Yeah. Um, where Prado but, um, hit the deck. Yeah, so Prado rung him after the second moto in Germany and apologized. Um, so he did that. But I interviewed Prado on uh, Sunday Just Gone, and he kind of let loose a little bit. Like, not what you would think he would say. Like, he didn't take blame for it at really? all. Really? He didn't take any um, blame? No. <laughs> like, none? No, no, zero. Zero well, that's, that's pretty hard to believe that's, if you watch uh, that. It, it, gets, it, gets, it gets bolder. Um, so he didn't take any blame. He said that he had a lot of upsetting messages and any fans who like commented on it, they think they know motocross, but they don't. So that was interesting as well. Wow. Yeah. And then um, he said that, so his reasons for it were he took a different route um, and he didn't really like it. It had a bit of a kink in it and he didn't expect it and all of that sort of normal stuff. Um, he said that you exited the track from the right side anyway. So when he shot off to the right, he thought, Ah, like convenient. This is. I'll just. Um, and then third, but the reason is threefold. Third, um, he said that he, like, um, when so normally in a normal race, like there's a race for the win going into the last corner. Normally, the guy in second would make a like attempt in the last corner, realize they failed, and then kind of just cruise over the finish. Yeah, I feel like that's typical. So Prado says that he thought Jeffrey was going to do that. So he thought at that point Jeffrey was nowhere near him and he had it won and he was like very happy and excited. Oh boy. So he was saying like, I don't know why Jeffrey raced me to the finish like that. <laughs> All of those sound like terrible excuses. I mean, well, okay, you don't got to come out and be like, hey man, I'm in, that, I take 100%. Like that's my, like you don't got to come out and like totally take blame, but you have to take some blame there. Yeah, you have to take a you, little you bit more than to, some. Yeah, Jesus. Wow. I mean, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he said he just put it down to a racing incident, basically, which I guess it, like, no one, like, I'm pretty sure no one thinks that he was purposely trying to hit Jeffrey in the air oh, after wow. the checkered flag. Wow. But, like, so yeah, okay, it was a bit of a racing incident, but also, like, yeah, you. I, I feel like the guy just, who landed on Anderson has better excuses for what happened than Prado. He does. does. Actually, I. I Anderson checked up. That yeah. guy was right. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand. Yeah, it's it, eventful. Apparently, wow. apparently, he is very young. He's got very poor takes on what happened. <laughs> Jesus. Um. But hey, uh, Lewis, this thing is going uh, down to the wire. What is Spain like? What kind of track? What are we looking at? Uh, man-made. Uh, it's next to a shopping mall, so okay. it's very modern. <laughs> it's kind of like Indonesia, but in Spain. Um, but it's got a bit of elevation. It's like in a natural. I wouldn't say valley because it's not that like extreme, but it's on a natural slope. Right. <laughs> so it's got that going for it. Um, some big jumps, like 
boots and booters and it's it's just very man-made and it's very like yeah just uh, everyone hears that and just immediately wants to give up so yeah it's just a man-made track uh <laughs> hey uh, can vl i didn't look at the points if vl runs the table and gets a little bit of help can he do this thing no no no, no. He'd, okay. he'd need a lot of help but he okay. can finish second you can get second yeah to renault yeah finishing yep. second is no problem right. but see i was talking to someone about this um at a weekend. This is where it gets interesting. So I think I said it last time I was on. Renault has a clause in his contract where if he wins the title, he gets a 450 ride. Oh. So Yamaha have already made way for that. They've told Watson that he's not going to be on the factory team next year. Uh-huh. I'm interested. If something happens to Renault and he doesn't win the title, therefore nullifying this clause... They will Very c- interested to see how Yamaha play this because that technically ruins their entire plan for 2022. Oh, how old is Renault? Can he he can stay down? I assume. Yeah, he can yeah. stay down. I, so, I don't get it. Like he could stay down with the number one player. Yeah, why wouldn't you do that? Right? Yeah, especially yeah. with how young yeah. they have to k- kick down um, that class. Watson hasn't had the best year, but I mean, come on, man, give him a little bit of a break. He's had some moments, um, but yeah. Yeah, like he's run top two, top three. Top five. He's had top five finishes. Like, yeah, yeah terrible. I feel like a lot of riders. A lot of riders have actually started saying this to me. Like, they feel like they're getting screwed a little bit because at this point in the season, there are normally a lot more injuries. So, like, the lesser guys get a chance to get a fourth, get a fifth, get a sixth. Mm-hmm. Whereas this year, it's basically just as deep as round one. So, like, the results aren't really changing. No one's really advancing, and like, teams are kind of not like kind of looking at it as a failure in a sense whereas like a fifth in a weak field is just as good as a tenth in a strong field but no one's really looking at it like that right um, um all right so we are what do we got six races left five races left or something uh six what's the jvh beta how's that look how, how are we looking i i think it's i think it's a success and i think he likes it i think he thinks it's i think he likes the situation i think he likes the role he plays, he definitely likes the money he's getting paid. Yeah, you told me uh, beginning of the year that he thought the motor was better than his Honda, right? Yeah, and yep. the, uh, uh, yeah, and uh, the chassis as well. He basically said that the bike was uh, all around. Like, basically, he liked the whole thing better than his Honda. Talon, um, Talon, are you excited about this beta talk? Yeah, I love it. I love betas. We uh, should have a uh... Lewis Talon works at a beta dealership, so this is you know very exciting for Talon. Oh, I'll watch what I say then because um. I don't have the community after me. Right. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, Van Horbeek has an option on his side for next year. So it's okay. like nothing to do with a team. If he wants to do another year, he basically yep. just say, says, yeah, I'm in. And then right. he gets paid a shitload of money again and happy days. Uh, um, Talon, are we going to see Beta like that bike over here? What's the story? Do you know? Uh, production keeps getting pushed back. I think they're still fine tuning like the final production. Okay. But hopefully like spring next year. Maybe a little Do later. Do they want to go depending. racing? Have you heard in Supercross Motocross? Have you heard? I think they want to, but I we're probably yeah. we're probably a year or two out right. on that. And then uh, Lewis, have you heard about US stuff for Beta at all? No, nothing at all. Okay. But it's weird. Like, don't you think it's weird? Like, this is kind of a big deal. I think. Like, it's a new bike, yeah. it's a new manufacturer. Yeah. No one cares anymore. Like, <laughs> they basically we went to round one. Everyone was interested. They did okay, and everyone went ah okay. They're good. Right. Like, yeah. And it moved on. Like, I feel like this beta hype has to come back at some point. So, like, as, I feel like as a sport, we need to work on that. Because right now, they're getting basically no attention for being a new manufacturer in MXG. Well, they're, they're doing a lot more than Suzuki. 
Well, well yeah, and uh, yeah. yeah, there's no doubt about that. They will yeah. do next year as well. Right, right. Had you not heard about the Carlin Gardner beta thing? Yeah, he's the team manager. Yeah, yeah. But that's not happening. I don't know. I don't know if Carlin's developing. I mean, I heard about <laughs> it, but I, he's been riding the bike. But which bike? The bike the Talon sells the or JVH? But JVH's bike. I don't know. Oh. What's the difference? I don't think they have any of the. Yeah. I don't think they There's have any of difference. the Van Horbeek bikes in the states yet. Right. I don't know how different they are. Oh, they're totally different. Oh, well then that's stupid. <laughs> uh, speaking of hype, Lewis, what is the hype for Dylan Wright right now? Like, what level from one to like a hundred? <clears> where are we at? Um, everyone knows his name now, which is an improvement over the start of the year because okay. when I was pitching him to teams, no one knew who I was talking about. Right. Okay. So that we we can strike that as a success. That Ag- goes in Agent a success Lewis? column. Agent Lewis. Yeah. Agent Lewis. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, like HRC were looking for a fill-in rider, and I was like, well, there's this Honda guy in Canada who would probably be quite good, and no one seemed to really, like, know mm-hmm. what I was talking about. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I think um, you, heard about that you Cade, right? and yeah. I are yeah. the only people with hype. Okay, so this is very – Cade's got hype, I've got hype, and Lewis has hype. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. about it. Okay, all right, well, fair enough. Well, Dylan White and Beta just – screwed in the hype category right right lewis do, do, <clears throat> i feel like it gets overlooked at how fit jeffrey is and I, I don't feel like i've ever heard anybody talk about it oh my god I'm, no i'm serious though because like if you watch the end <laughs> oh, of the races oh how, oh like how many times last oh, year oh, no, did jeffrey pass somebody on like the last lap and this year you know he put a charge in to catch um fevra and then he obviously won the second moto like i, I feel like he's super fit but I, I don't hear anything about like who th- most of those guys train with or like what they actually do. Um, do you have any insight on that? Because like over here, we obviously have the uh, um, Baker's factory and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, a huge part of the sport where I feel like a lot of those dudes just do their own thing or am I wrong? Yeah, no, a lot of them do just do their own thing. But um, Jeffrey trained with Baker for a week or two when he did um, Ironman and, uh, what was the USGP? WW that year. So when he came back from America that time, he basically modeled his entire program off of, based off of what Alden does. Uh, okay. But, but also, by himself. I think went a bit... Yeah, by himself, but he also took that to the very extreme. Like 2018, the year when he won basically everything, he pushed himself to the point where I'm pretty sure like one more week would have broken him. So I think he's, he's a little lesser than that now. Because that was ridiculous. Like he even said, like I can do this for one more year, and then I'm a broken man. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, like his fitness does get overlooked. Like even like you'd expect him to be able to make the difference on a sand track, obviously. Um, but on a track like La Capelle, which like slick, hard pack, there's not really anything out there that a rider can use to make a difference. He basically sat back, got a pit board that said "time to go." And then suddenly found two seconds a lap and like did basically went to work. Like actually, when you put like, when you think about it, it was really impressive. But you're right, like no one really. It's almost like everyone considers it's normal and just moves on. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely pretty <clears throat> good. Does he have a riding coach? Or do any of those uh, guys? Like not, we know, Koldenoff um, worked with Rhino, but that's that's all I know of. You know, I don't know who those guys over no, there work got, with. He hasn't got like a riding coach. Per se, but like Smets works with KTM, kind of like watching lines, filming stuff. Um, he's got a man friend called Ruben who is like everywhere with him. So that's probably the closest he gets. But like, yeah, like it's 
it's not like America where there's like five extras, like nutritionist, training coach, like riding coach, all of that sort of stuff. Like it's quite, um, it's all kind of like in-house with Jeffrey. Uh, okay. Lewis Phillips on the show brought to you by the folks at Vertex Pistons. Please uh, email sales at pivotworks.com and ask them uh, for a deal on a piston, four-stroke or two-stroke piston, and tell them you listen to Pulp MX. Uh, Lewis, before we let you go, I want to, again, wonder why I keep seeing your post-race podcast. I keep seeing uh, MX Vice. I keep seeing your work and reading it, and I see nothing on the man who was top 10 this weekend, an Italian rider, the next great Italian rider following Caroli, following Puzar, um, and name Alberto Ferrato. Yeah, I probably should um, I probably should get on that, shouldn't I? He's starting to do quite well. Do you not think that that's pretty good? It, he is exceeding all expectations I had because I pegged him to basically roll around outside the points all year. So Okay, so all right. So you you admit that you're, you know. I was very wrong. I was I on I bet a lot of people money that he wouldn't be in the top 10 at all. Yeah. So, okay. Um, I've lost out on that. And yep. maybe I'm a bit bitter because of that. Maybe that's, maybe well, I'm letting my money woes now get in the way of my feelings for him. You are not a Ferrado fan. And I'm glad that he's slowly making you one. I just, I can't for the life of me, get on board with the whole image. Dude, I just can't Dude, He, he's the real deal. He's backing it up with these rides. But, like, pick, this is my example to everyone. Picture this, right? Like, it's a Red Bull KTM photo shoot. The bike's on the stand, and then he stood next to it. Like, you just can't. Like, I just feel like like, there's, like that's just never going to happen, and therefore your career is hindered. Cade? Nothing. How do you feel on Ferrato? I don't know anything about him. Oh. Well, he's <laughs> the next great rider. That's great. All right. He's I, in, I don't know anything about him. I mean, you, you look at Caroli and Geyser and Febra. They're getting up there in age. JVH, Koldenhoff, they're all getting up there. We'll get there. We'll get there when it's time. Is this is this like saying, you know, I'm next in line when Tomac moves out, or is this like saying someone legit is the next? I'm someone, very confused. Okay, someone legit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and know. Lewis, I've seen no interviews, nothing from you. Yeah, I've never, I've never even spoken to the guy. Do you not like him, like for real? No, I, I like him. I'm, I, I just. Well, to be fair, I thought about interviewing him for a few weeks now, but I never see him. Okay. So that's right. like one part. But yeah, Who? I just, I can't get on board. Who's the guy, who's the guy in, in that you talk to or the, in, the, in the pits? Like, and this isn't even necessarily, like Anderson and I don't really get along, but he is also a ghost in the pits, right? Like he's just gone uh, almost no matter what. I mean, if he podiums, he has to do a press conference. Is there a guy like that for you that's just like, I'm just here to race and I'm really getting out of here as soon as I'm done? Yeah, Hurlings has that program, but we have an arrangement for interviews so that I always get them. Okay, all right. Um, but for the most part, he's gone to everybody yeah, he else. Go, he goes yeah. like as quickly as possible. But basically, the, like obviously, he has to do the press conference after the, straight after the race. I walk with him from the press conference to the team truck, interviewing him because then he can get there quicker because fans can't like bombard him because he's doing an interview, and then wow. I give my interview. Okay, uh, so it's all very sophisticated. Yeah, I see here. that. We've got yeah. a real system. That's a very good deal. I bet Steve it's, could it's work clever. that out. Somebody. I was, I'm quite proud of my system. It's very clever for yeah. me to get my hurlings interviews. I like it. Uh, Malcolm's another one. Malcolm is just out of there, like just gone. You know what I mean? You mm -hmm. go by the team truck ten minutes after the main event, he's gone. 
you're just like, oh, okay, all right, well, cool. Hmm. So yeah, most are... guys hang out though. Like most guys really hang out at GPs, and I don't really know why, other than right. we're in such strange places that it's impossible to get flights out on the same night. Yeah, that's probably a big part of it too. Do these guys like yeah. this new schedule? Yeah, they all do. Yeah. I think I think when we go back to two days, which is going to be um, next year, I think everyone's going to kick off basically. Because it's like... so they are going to go back then. <clears throat> Like that's what yeah, the plan is for next yep. year to be normal, like right. February to September, right. uh, finish with the nations and two-day format. Right. Hmm. Do you have a date but for all of the riders are pushing for one day? I, I, I mean, as a media guy, uh, one day is better in some ways, and in some ways it's worse. Uh, you get to learn a lot more, and if you hang out there for a couple of days and talk to riders, and you know, helps your job a little bit. But one day for the media is you're in on Friday night, you're out Sunday morning. It's great. Like it's yeah, you know. Yeah, but this is a weird thing, like. We're doing one day format for the pro guys, but all of the riders are still there like Friday midday for what? some reason. I don't, oh, they don't. And just hanging like so Saturday is just basically a day of talking. Yeah. Like because everyone's bored and got nothing to do. Okay, you're not old enough to do the remember the nationals for two days. No, no you, you went around then. Yeah. That was and I've always thought it'd be cool because I get more comfortable on a track. You know, if I ride Monday and then I ride Tuesday, same track. Yeah. My Tuesday is always better because I'm more comfortable. You know, I've always thought that those guys have that weird of an advantage when they go racing because they rode a little bit, they slept, they got comfortable, they had a good night's sleep because they rode that day, so they're obviously slightly tired. Um, I've always thought that format was really cool, but then again, that's another two, another day you're away from home because yep. you have to be there a day earlier. Um, have they thought about doing like a mixed schedule, like doing some two days, some one day, anything like that? I think they're just set on two days. Like yeah. that's, I think... Partly because they think two days, like it's a world championship. So just going in and out for one day isn't very world championship like, mm -hmm. which I kind of agree with. Um, and Geyser actually, Geyser is the one MXGP rider who has stood up and said, we're a world championship. We need to be racing for two days because one day isn't enough for fans, media, oh, wow. like anything. Mm -hmm. You don't hear anybody over here calling for two days. No. Nobody. No. But he's the only one. Like, every other yeah. MXGP rider has said, like, why are we risking stuff on a Saturday? Yeah. We don't need to do three hours of riding a weekend. Yeah, like, it's a ton blah, of riding. Blah, blah. Yeah. It's a ton. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. All right, Lewis, <laughs> uh, who's who's the MXGP champion right now, if you had to call it? I've got to go with Jeffrey. I've got to. Oh, you get out. You get but kicked for out. for truthful reasons. For truthful reasons. No, you're right. I, I I would agree. He's gonna. He's the best guy. He'll get the momentum. He should get the momentum, anyways. There is a high chance that he turns this into a runaway by the in the next six rounds. I think I, so. I love his. Uh, I love his thing about feeling like an airport. That's awesome. That was great. That was yeah, great. that was that was. Um, see, that's what I mean. Like he'd just gotten basically like I don't know rugby tackled out of the air. Yeah like and he was just having a great time laughing away like yeah, actually quite that was i was expecting like the most aggressive interview ever but instead we just had laughs cool man well hey lewis thanks for coming on man thanks for updating us uh from the latest gp we may call on you again here uh as well to uh give us some no more updates as the... i'm always here I'm always i mean here. i know it's 12 30 in the morning where you are so i appreciate that uh, it's 2 a.m 2 a.m yeah sorry. i was gonna say i think you're off yeah. but yeah 2 a.m yeah. What a guy staying up for us. Staying up for the Pulse Show, man. It's amazing. Uh, thanks, Lewis. Cool. Appreciate it, man. And we'll talk soon. Yeah, cheers. Thanks for having me. All right. See you later. That's Lewis Phillips uh, brought to you by VertexPistons.com. Um, coming up with Chris Hymas on the show.
Kay Clayson here, brought to you by the folks at Decal Works. Uh, these guys have been a, a big part of our program all this year. We really appreciate that. DecalMX.com, promo code PulpMX to get 20% off your custom graphics. They're a proud sponsor of the Rockstar uh, Energy Husqvarna off-road team, as well as the Red Bull KTM factory team. The expert staff will go above and beyond to make your questions, make sure your questions are answered. Chris Kiefer has a bunch of custom stuff coming from Decal Works. Oh. So that should be great. Like the gear? Like the gear he did with FXR, full custom? Well, custom graphics, yeah. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Right. But are they going to be all white as well? Just normal? Uh, nope. There may or may not be an image on them. Oh. Uh, yeah. It's your face. Uh, not my face. My <laughs> face is on his butt, and I don't want that. Uh, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics around. Fishy licensed with all the OEMs. And again, decalmx.com. Promo code PulpMX to get 20% off your custom graphics. Thank you to those guys for coming on board and giving us Cade Clayson, who flew in all the way from Charlotte. Why are you in Charlotte? We're going to get to that. We're, We're going to get to that. Because I have a thought on that, too. You have a thought on it. I have a thought on you being based in Charlotte. I'm not based in Charlotte, but okay. Club MX. Well, you just gave it away, but I'm not in Charlotte. Well, Sorry, bud. You're an hour away. I'm yep. a, my bad. You're good. Uh, my bad. Uh, also, Cade Clayson, you want to talk about privateer power. Cade Clayson, firepower guys. You've been on board with the firepower guys for a couple of years now, probably? Yeah, man. I feel It annoys me that you always leave me out of your ads. You're like, A-Ray uses them. This person uses them. You never say me. I, I've used them for a long time. All their stuff. Chains, batteries, shifters, uh, air, or radiator caps. It's very angry. It's upsetting. Kay Clayson, using Firepower products, uh, committed to offering superior products with a 50 years experience in the industry. Don't waste money when replacing OEM batteries or chains when you can do what Cade Clayson did and just get a chain from the heavy-duty roller to O&X ring, all made in Japan. Or Cade went and got a featherweight lithium battery backed by a two-year warranty, firepowerparts.com. And uh, they're continuing with Cade for 2022 even. Oh, yes. So firepowerparts.com. Cade Clayson using them. Everybody, please check that out. Uh, Let's bring in our next guest on the show. Uh, This man is brought to you by the folks at Vortex Racing, Dylan Ferrandez, using Vortex Racing to win an outdoor title this year. I want to talk to you later, Cade, about Dylan's chances indoors because there seems to be a wide variety of opinions on that. So I want to get your thoughts on that. Uh, Chad Reed, James Stewart, they've won championships using Vortex Racing Sprockets. They've got the steel sprockets that are long-lasting laser cut. They've got the aluminum ones as well, Cat 5 F5 hard coat. Uh, they've got bars 29% stronger than the, com- uh, the competitors. Uh, they put years of R&D and testing into the super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. The best part of it, the whole deal is that if you want a deal from the folks at Vortex, email Kyle at VortexRacing.com. Tell him you're listening to Pulp MX, and uh, he'll give you a deal, all right? So please check out Kyle at VortexRacing.com. Ask uh, about a deal, and uh, get some sprockets, get some bars. All right, let's get to our next guest. This man is the father of one of the up-and-coming hot amateur riders in the country, soon to be uh, riding pro and doing very well as well. Uh, they've switched brands from uh, Kawas- longtime Kawasaki riders to Honda recently, and so I thought we'd uh, not talk to the rider, Cade, Talk to the dad and find out how this deal came together. Chris Hymas, man, what's up? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We're good. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. You um, bet. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I know you're back east too, so I appreciate that. You guys are doing. You did the uh, the Emil at Three Palms. Uh, good guy. We did our live show there. You were there last weekend racing. This past weekend. Yep. Yep. There on Saturday. What was it? It was the qualifier for the Supercross Futures. Ah, okay. How did you not so, know about that? 
About what? The, the Supercross Futures I know qualifier. about Supercross Futures. but the qualifier. I, sorry, Kate. I don't follow the amateur qualifiers for the Supercross <laughs> it's Futures. It's a big deal. I apologize. It's the first one. Uh, Chris, how is this working then? So you qualify to ride the Futures, and then when you do the Futures race, you then qualify for the end of the year to ride at night? Is that Am, am I, am I <laughs> yeah. off here, or what's the deal? From what I understand so far is this qualifier we did qualifies us to race qualifies chance to race at the Arlington round of Supercross, uh, part of the night show. And top four from, there's six qualifiers, and so top four of those qualify to race the finale in Salt Lake. Okay. All right. what I understand. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the top four from the, the rounds throughout the year at the actual Supercrosses get to go to Salt Lake. Right. Okay. That's that's. I like that idea. That's a real idea. It is a real idea, but okay. So, uh, I guess we can get into this now, Chris. Um, the from what I hear, the uh, the outdoor races with the amateur all stars, you know, five six guys were really really good, and then the rest of the guys weren't as good as the top level amateurs in mm-hmm. the USA, and they were pretty far off the pace, which is fine. They're amateurs, whatever. I'm not worried about Chance Hymas or or uh, uh, Ryder D or any of these dudes. At Super, I'm, but I'm worried about the guys further back racing a full blown Supercross track. Well, how many guys from each qualifier get into the, like the Arlington Supercross round? Twenty two. So tw- the top twenty two from the race that you guys just did at Three Palms get to go to the race in Arlington, or are there more qualifiers? Correct. Correct. That. So there's there's a qualifier for each round. Okay. So they took, you know, the top 22 from the race we raced on Saturday are qualified to race at Arlington in, okay. I guess, late February. All right. I feel like that's the whole main event. I feel like. That was at, that was at will, the three-point will they, will they Will they hit the whoops, Kate? I would assume so. Okay. I mean, we jump through the whoops every weekend anyway. I guess, so yeah. What difference does I it guess. Make? You're right. You're right. They can figure it out. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Chris Hymas on the show brought to you by the folks at Vortex Racing. Um, so, Chris, big news. Uh, you guys made the switch from green to red. Uh, you're going to enter that factory ha- amateur uh, Honda program, and I imagine it ta- will take you right into pros at some point like we see with Hunter and Jet Lawrence. I guess take us back, Chris. Obviously, Chance, late bloomer, a lot of hype on him. A lot of people really like uh, his chances. Uh, nice kid and all of that. Take us back to honda calling you guys and being like are you interested and and, and what the sort of the uh process was so you decided to, to ride red well um it it didn't start out with honda calling us it started out with lucas calling me okay <laughs> lucas you, Myrtle? you yeah. know Mertz. <laughs> so um he uh i met him a year well loretta's 2020 mm-hmm. and uh we just started talking i at the time i said i don't think we need a we don't need an agent. Chance's got a lot of racing to do. Got to prove himself before any of that becomes important. And he just kept reaching out to me. And that uh, was probably after the Supercross started earlier this year, mm-hmm. January, February time frame. He called me and asked me if I uh, if I care if he speaks to Honda on Chance's behalf. I'm like, nope, sure, go yeah. have a chat with him. Right. And you know that. So he start, kind of started that. And. uh he just kept keeping in touch with me. Said mm-hmm. Honda's open to the open to the idea of of uh, bringing Chance and running him as an amateur for a little over a year. Um, 
And and at that point, I said, "Well, if you can bring us an HRC deal, you're our guy." You know, I <laughs> right. I I would do. I would be the same thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seemed like the right thing to do. So, um, yeah. And then it just kind of uh, kept. You know, he kept working it, and it it was a it was a long long time coming. But uh, we did after spring nationals. Chance did really well at spring nationals. Um, him and Levi kind of battled, and he ended up not beating Levi as much as Levi beat him, but mm-hmm. put him in a pretty good situation. I think, you know, showed that he has potential and um, we ended up getting, you know, an offer from team green, but kind of held out work. Lucas kept working the Honda deal. We went and met with uh, Brandon and Joe and talked with them and it uh, just kind of proceeded from there. Yeah. But uh, um it was yeah, it was it, it was a roller coaster, but they put it all together and I mean so really I guess it's Lucas Lucas, I gotta give him credit. He mm-hmm. started it, believed in chance, believed that he could put it together with Honda and got it done. So Right. I, I uh I get it. Um as far as from your end of things, you look at Jet and Hunter, you look at the dedicated resources that Honda has. They've got a new bike coming out. Um Team Green is one of a number of guys. There's no clear path also to Mitch Payton's team, as we've seen with other uh, Team Green guys. So I think <clears> – and, and and let's not forget, everybody, you can make some money off the gear. Uh, you're wearing fly racing. You're sticking with those guys. I understand 100%. I mean, Team Green's a great program. They've done a lot for you. But I, I can't sit here and put myself in your shoes and be like, nah, HRC's interested in it. We're not – we don't want to go there. <laughs> like, I get it, you know? Yeah, and, and I, I mean – I own a Honda dealership. I've been a Honda guy since I was a kid. I mean, so I start factoring in a handful of those things, and yeah, it. Mm-hmm. But you're right on the the deal structure with the Honda deal is just it's it, it's just more opportunities for the rider. Yep. Yeah. So absolutely. So before we get too far away from it, uh, when you said you had talked, you had gotten an offer from Team Green. Obviously, we know Chance is quite a good rider. Um, when they talk to you, do they obviously include Mitch in that conversation, or is it strictly with Ryan Holiday? Because obviously you're looking further past in the next year, maybe two, as an amateur, which is as far as Team Green goes. Um, do they include Mitch in that conversation, or is it strictly just Team Green? Um, I guess I can't speak to conversations I wasn't involved in, but uh, my conversations were always with Ryan Holiday. Okay. Um, not not with Mitch, so. Okay. And uh, I feel like that's a major deciding point for, you know, not just you, but so many amateur parents who have to make that decision. Like, you yeah. want to be connected with the people as high up as possible. And, you know, not that Ryan Holiday isn't a big deal, but, you know, you want to know that there's a future for wherever your kid's going. And working, you know, with Ryan Holiday and maybe Mitch would help them have a better connection where obviously right now you're working with straight with factory Honda, which is quite yeah. fantastic. There, yeah. There's right. definitely been some team green kids that have thought they were going to graduate the pro circuit and then Mitch is full or injuries or whatever. And then they're just like, Oh, I'm not here. I'm thinking of Sanai or Epstein or Zach Cummins. You know, Zach Cummins. Yeah. Some guys that thought they were going to Freeberg move into that role and then just, you know, crap happens. And they're mm-hmm. just like, Oh wait, you know what I mean? Where this is more yeah. directly. So yeah, exactly. Um, well, one thing I've learned through this is timing is a is a big thing. You know, being as a rider, being ready and being available, and then there being a spot in the team. 
that's available. And I mean, to Honda's credit, they they don't have. I mean, HRC doesn't have an amateur program, so they kind of put this together. And that was kind of the a little bit of the the juggle to make it happen. Is they didn't they didn't have a clear plan on how they were going to handle the amateur portion because you know yeah, yeah. in previous years they've right. had Geico or whoever handle the amateur part of it, and there was no. 250 HRC program so right yeah absolutely I, and you know what and I was I was under the impression like when this whole thing with the Lawrences started I'm like look Honda they're going to want to farm this out right away they don't want the expenses and the staff and they're taking the Lawrences in because they're so special and they don't want to lose them but Honda's going to look to you know find somebody and I was told no like they're no this is great they're in-house Honda loves it the bikes are great um you know a little bit more dedicated attention for the Lawrences resulted in a great year for them i think um and so honda's all in right chris on amateur stuff and 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 sort of developing this program yeah from what i understand yeah chris going back um to like last year i thought it was really interesting that you guys would race so many i think you did like two works races um is that your idea or is that something that he wanted to do? I would assume it's not something Team Green is like, hey, I want you guys I, to go race these. I thought that was awesome when I yeah. heard that, that Chance was going to do works races. I yeah. thought it was cool. And it's like they're they're not crazy long, you know, and plenty of moto guys have gone over and done them like Surratt did them and a few other guys. So, like, what's the motive behind going to do that? Do you have a background in that or? Well, my Talon, his Talon, he raced with my oldest son uh, at works races. So, my older son, CJ, he did a lot of works racing, and I just, I mean, I think it's good for him. I, you know, and for for Chance, for honestly, I think one of the biggest things he can learn from it is, man, you learn how to suffer. Like, you yeah. don't go race two hours at a high level and not have something that hurts or, you know, whether it's a blister or you're tired or whatever, and you got to learn to work, you know, work through that stuff. And so I just, and it's, we ride off-road at home a lot, and and he enjoys it, so it's kind of mixed things up a little bit. And but yeah, on the the team part of it, I had to do a little arm twisting <laughs> on I holiday bet. to to get some support behind it. But yeah, but we it we had our own motorcycle. Like I bought our own off road bike. We set it up. Um, mm-hmm. So that was right. Yeah, it, I like that. No, like that's it. awesome. Yeah. I, I think that's really cool, and I agree. I think it's really smart to be able to have a you know Osborne has said it multiple times. He thinks GNCC stuff has helped him in moto and uh, same with Plessinger. Yep. So I think that's really cool to have a good diverse set of skills that you can take over because yep. I've ridden like on the works track at Canyon in Phoenix mm-hmm. and holy Jesus is that. In yeah. The when I went to Mesquite, the guys there were telling me where it was going, Chris. And I'm like, down that wash. They're like, yeah, it goes right down that wash. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it seemed, it seemed gnarly. Um, uh, hey, so obviously um, the plan for you guys, 2022, Chris, and things could change, of course, but the plan is amateur 2022, after Loretta's 2023, go into the truck. Is that the plan? Or the... Um, right now the plan is, you know, amateur through Loretta's, um, race the outdoor nationals after, and do a supercross prep, but the plan on going to, going pro for him is 2023 outdoors. Okay, yeah. All right, so, interesting. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I think that's a great idea because the prep, you know, he gets a full, like a full off-season of prep, which yeah. is like, I don't know, five months, four or five months right. probably. 
and he'll get to do that and then take a bunch of time off, go back to something he's comfortable at, and then when he comes back for prep the next year, he's really far ahead. To, to me, doing the outdoor – coming in outdoors is way better. You just – you get, you know, and then you don't show up at Anaheim one peeing your pants in the mm-hmm. lights and supercross. Yeah. And I, 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 I really think the 12 rounds of outdoors gets you right in there, mix, and, and you get used to it. It's something that you know, and then go into supercross. I, I love that plan. I agree. I you think know? it's, I think that's yep. the best way to do it nowadays, especially if you're on a team. Right, right. Uh, Chris also stoked, as I mentioned earlier, stoked you guys stayed with Fly. I imagine there were some, uh, Good offers and some uh, a lot of gear companies wanting to keep uh, keep you guys uh, clothed up for the next couple of years or whatever. But uh, that's cool that you're stuck with Fly Racing. They're they're a big part of everything we do at Pulp. Yeah, they've. I mean, they've supported all my boys through racing, and uh, so we've dealt with them for a long time. And and yeah, they those guys stepped up, and it's it's going to be good. It's going to be a real good relationship. I think you'll see some new stuff that. Fly hasn't done before doing things with Chance, and yep. uh, it's going to be good. Max was was great working with, and awesome. It, yeah, it's going to be good. Does that stuff like obviously like you know Chance is is uh, is a little bit of a late bloomer from what I know, and he's really come on lately. And so you guys were you know you had your dealership, you were you were doing you were under the radar a little bit, kind of supporting the amateur stuff, and then his his speed has really ramped up here. For a father like yourself, does all that stuff get a bit overwhelming? I mean, you're in the industry with the dealership, and you know that, you know, you've known Max, and you, you know these guys for a long time. But when you have these companies just going at you for your services, does it get a little overwhelming as as a father? And you start thinking about what what's the right thing to do? What's a good thing for, to do for him, for me, for the family? Like, what's that take us through that a little bit? Yeah, it's uh, a little overwhelming, I would say, but. Uh... You know, we've had a long relationship with Fly, and mm-hmm. we've had conversations about, you know, when Chance turns pro. Depending on, you know, you asked me a year ago if this Honda deal would have happened, I would have never even considered this. So right. you, you look at situations like a year ago, if you had asked me, our goal would have been to race with Mitch, you know, right. and right. that you don't have a gear option there. So you just go into the team, do your thing. So as this started coming about, the the opportunity to stay with Fly, and you know, this puts Chance in an opportunity to be with Fly for his career, pretty right, much. Right. And uh, so, yeah, that that's that's pretty. It's pretty surreal, mm-hmm. you know, watching watching the the interest change and and the one thing that's that is not really surprising, but once you get that HRC association, yeah, there's. You, you almost don't have to. The others, there, there's just interest that comes with that. Right. You know, right. companies oh, yeah. that want to be associated with the Honda HRC team is it, it makes a lot of those other relationships start out pretty easily. So, when do you get the new bike, or do you have it? Well, I I bought one. At okay. Two right now he's <laughs> <laughs> so we've had he's had one for a little while and and um the the guys at Kawasaki were good enough to let him practice ride it but not race it till the end of his contract which was the end of september yep so he's ridden it a little bit and then this last week he's going to be on the 21s until basically until they have the 22s ready with parts and pieces probably another i don't know month or two something like that but uh, the 21s obviously are have been proven to be good so yeah and and it's a it's so far it's been great for him he likes the bike and Mm -hmm. uh seems to be adjusting to it good so 
what was that what was that conversation like um with uh Ryan Holiday telling him that you're going you're going to go in that direction how was that was that tough Oh, it was hard. I dreaded that. I, I really like Ryan. He's been great to deal with for us. Actually, all the guys at Team Green have been great, you know. So it was hard. It was a lot harder than I thought. But he, I'm, I guess, took it well. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that, you know, I once I told him that we were going to make the switch, it was, you know, they they handled it really professionally. They Our, our plan, I told him, I want to race through the end of our contract, honor our contract. And yep. And you know they treated us good. We got to do the those couple combines, mm-hmm. um, which were great. And uh, so yeah, it was it, it was all good. The experience with them was great. So uh, going over to the combine, did I don't know if you guys raced the second one or not. I was at the first one. Um, what was your thoughts on that? And how did Chance like the whole coaching thing? You know, um, they contacted me about maybe helping out with it next year and. I was kind of interested to see what those kids think of it because I thought it was really cool. I wish they would do more of them. You know, it doesn't need to be, you know, like a giant school form every time, but I think it's really cool that they get to race on the same track in front of all those team managers because at an amateur event, most of those guys aren't even there. So then, you know, you really only hear about, you know, Chance or Ryder or whoever's in the top three. Um, I think it was cool that they got to see a lot of the 125 kids as well. Yeah. Um, I think the – I think he enjoyed the the coaching and the you know the media part of it. They went through a lot of the dealing with media, that kind of thing. The the nice thing about it is going through the day. The day is still slower than what the pro national day will be for them, but they at least get a taste of running a long moto, having to recover, go out and run another long moto. Um, so yeah, I, I think all that was great, and the, like what you said about those guys racing in front of the teams, I think that that um, the Indiana round was probably the first time a lot of those guys at Honda ever saw a chance race a dirt bike. Yeah, maybe they right. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't if you don't follow amateur stuff or pay really close attention to it, I mean, what you what you see is what you see on social media. You don't really see what really happens at a dirt bike race unless you're there. So. And and obviously a lot of those guys don't. Well, most of them don't even attend amateur races. So, mm-hmm. so I think for that reason, it's 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 really good. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like that too. And the track's rough, right? I like all that. The national prep and everything that definitely gets you guys ready a little bit more. Um, how's dealership life, Chris? How's business? I know, you know, the pandemic's been really shitty for a lot of people, for a lot of industries, but not so much ours. Um, how's it been for you? Um, it's been, it's, it's different, you know, the units getting, getting parts and pieces kind of crazy for a little while. It seems to be better on parts like replacement parts and repair parts. Units are still hard to get. Most of them are pre-sold before they get to the store. So it's, it's, I mean, it's good and it's kind of bad if you're, if you ever thought you know, a few years back that you could go into go into a dealership and not being able to buy what you wanted, yeah. even as simple as a CRF 110 or something for your kid. Right. It's crazy. Like, that's yeah. almost, you know, that that thought's just kind of, well, it's normal now. But, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't a few years ago. So. No, absolutely, right? Um, and, yeah, Yamaha guys, same thing. Yamaha TTRs, like, forget it. 
Yep, just forget it. Oh, well, my neighbor, yeah. he's like, you know, he, he the only reason he watches moto is because he's friends with me, and he's like, dude, I just want a pit bike. I can't yeah. even find one. <laughs> yes. He just wants yeah. to go buy a pit bike, yeah. and yeah, he can't even find one well, anymore. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's been crappy for a lot of industries and a lot of people out there, but for the power sports stuff, it's it's pretty good. Um, yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, Chris. I really appreciate it. I know it's back east where you are, so I appreciate you uh, sticking around for us and doing this. Congratulations on the HRC deal. Uh, I know you. Chance. We'll get Chance on this show soon enough. I have no doubt about that. Um, and, uh, um, yeah, thanks uh, Thanks for again, and, and we'll talk soon, man. Thank you for the time. All right. Thanks for having me on. All right. Thank you. That's Chris Hymas, everybody, and Chance is a real deal, uh, right? Dude's Kate, fast. I don't know how much you watch him or know, but, yeah. His first moto at Ironman was unreal. Yeah. He was going so fast and it was so fun to watch. Right. He was a very he looked really good. You know, the track wasn't that rough. Right. But just like their flow, you could tell like what he was doing, he looked really good. He looked yep. a step above everybody else. You know, right. he obviously made some mistakes here and there, but you know, he's what is he, two years younger than most of those kids? I don't know. I don't know much about the amateurs. I just know people who know Chance say he's a good kid. Your dad's cool. Is uh, his dad he, the one that listens to the show? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Because I thought you were saying some amateur kid's dad listens uh, to the well, show. Well, Mumphy, Mumphy listened. Uh, exactly. Ryder D Maybe listened. Maybe it was Ryder yeah, D. Yeah, Ryder D listened. I don't know. I, I don't know. You know They're just so. trying to get you to like him. Yeah, we raised Ryder D. We'll get there. We raised him when it's time. Okay, Clayson brought to you by Decal Works. Speaking of Decal Works, motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Vortex Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, X-Brand Goggles, Vertex Pistons, Maxima USA, ORW, Skosh, Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Art of Sport, Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA, Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Cycles all on board with us. Kate, I thought you were coming in early enough that we could head out there, but not not so. But uh, I tried to do the, the cool guy route. In and out. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, by the way, the folks at Michelin are on board with us, of course. Uh, <clears throat> Randy was on the other day, uh, other show talking about this, but I want to pump it up again. The Michelin fall promotion received up to 150 bucks back on a combined purchases, purchases of new Michelin motorcycle tires, Michelin scooter tires, or select Michelin bicycle tires by purchasing qualifying tires from a participating dealer or online retailer between the dates of October 1st and October 31st. So you have 21 days from now. You buy a set of tires, uh, select ones, get 150 bucks back. For complete details, visit, visit michelinman.com. Click on the Promotions tab to learn how to save money on Michelin motorcycle tires, bicycle tires, scooter tires. Uh, so thanks to those guys for coming on board. And save 150 bucks by buying a set of tires for anything, almost. Even bicycle tires. Bicycle tires. Sounds pretty rad, right? Mm -hmm. Um I have some of their tires on one of my bicycles that I just sold. Oh, nice. They, they were great. Uh, Cade, um, before we get our next couple of guests on, let's let's talk about your deal a little bit. Talk um, about now? Yeah, we, we can. Okay. So this is interesting. Uh, we heard we saw today that uh, our buddy Alex Ray uh, will be on a uh, SGB team next year that he was on this year. And the year uh, before that. They're switching for Hondas, though. Mm -hmm. He's going to ride Hondas next year, ride red. He is going to. Um, and so that's interesting for Alex and everybody else at SGB. Of course, uh, Stormlike Honda, big supporter of that team, big helping supporter. with the Honda stuff. And uh, for 2022, you have decided to take your talents over, over to SGB Honda. I have, and I'm rather excited about wow. it. Wow. Teammates. Teammates. The 78 and the 87. Together. What marks? This, is, this could be the greatest thing for Pulp MX show ever. Uh, I mean, if you just look at what went down last year between them and they weren't even on the same team. And now they're on the same team. This is great. And 78 and 87, 
O'Neill Gear, team sponsor. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy One the of ride. you will not be enjoying the ride. No. At some point. We already have plans to have a winners and losers trophy every weekend. Okay. And it's going to be great. Well, I, I go with the belt. I was trying to do the belt nah, that one no, year. We've, we've said no uh, on the belt. What made you want to do this? What happened? Did he get you the ride? Did he? Yeah. No. Okay. All right. No. Good, good. I've talked to Jason. I talked to Jason last year. Yep. Um, and I stayed where I was. Um, he didn't really have anything to offer me. He contacted me right after Supercross. Um, we talked basically. This year. Yep. This year, yep. yeah. Um, we talked basically all of outdoors. Um, he made me a pretty good offer. And there were just certain things at uh, the other team that I just wasn't super stoked on that mm-hmm. I didn't really see changing. And, you know, they were great. You know, they had yeah. a lot of really good hey, sponsors. Hey, you rode well this year, the bike? Yeah, yeah no, yeah. my bike was yep. great. I, I had I had no complaints about, you know, things that happened at the races, stuff like that. Like, I had a great program. Um, I was stoked on it. But um, there were some things moving forward that, um, you know, I didn't really want to be a part of and played a big decision into it. And, yeah, I'm stoked. Jason made me a really good offer. And... I'm happy to be over there. Um, you know, we have a good group of people around yep. us. And, yeah, I mean, you I be- like Jason. I've been there, been to the shop three times now. Okay. And hung out with them and just seen what it was all about. I did all that before I even signed with them because yep. I wanted to make sure I was making the right decision. And, yeah, it's been good so far. I just picked up my bike uh, Saturday. Oh, so you haven't ridden it much? No, I haven't yep. ridden it at okay. all. Okay, yeah. Not once. Yeah. So are you uh, worried about that switch from Cowie to Honda? I mean, I used to like the old Honda really yep. good. Obviously, it's totally different, but um, I think it's more geared towards Supercross, the the way the bike setup is, um, which I'm fine with. You know, that's, the I would say, 70% of our year is based off of how we do in that aspect of racing. Yeah. So that's where I feel like my main focus is at least going to be for the the majority of the time being. Right. And no, I'm super stoked on the bike. That's, that's cool. Indoors yeah. and out. Indoors, Indoors and, and out. out, man. Yeah. I'm doing 29 races. Yeah. That's awesome. You, you know what? Uh, I'm really stoked for you. Um, you were garbage last year. Didn't look good. Right. I mean, garbage is hard. No, no, no. You were garbage. Um, no, didn't look good. You know, you know, wouldn't make any mains, all of that stuff. You won the privateer money. You told us many times you invested it in Club MX. You got better, got your bike better, and and this year was a whole new Cade. And you made a lot of main events. Got yourself back a national number. You were suspended from the sport for a couple of years. Like, this is a cool story for you. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. nothing against your old team and everything else. Uh, they did a good job for you. I think this is a step up. I think this is, you know, by, by all accounts. And so that's awesome for you. I think it's a step up. Uh, you know, I think they're making strides to grow as well. Um, there's going to be a lot of cool new things happening over there with us. So um, there's going to be, I believe, four of us there. Um, every, I think everyone's locked in, but I don't know what I'm allowed to say. So Rod Bell? I think so. You? Me? A-Ray? A-Ray. A-Ray's doing Supercross only, which I'm going to get to when we call him later. Yeah, but, We're mean, calling A-Ray later. A-Ray, A-Ray's on the injured wagon. I think he's just like, he wants to be the dude doing the stuff that he likes. Okay. And then who's the fourth guy? Cat. Oh, the cat, right. The yeah. cat, man. Cat. Cat moves some product and some suspension. Dude, for Jason, move some right? product. Yeah, that yeah, dude yeah. has right, right. it made right now. Right. Um, so that's cool. That's really, really exciting yeah, for I'm, you. Yeah, you gotta I'm be stoked. Super, I'm super stoked. You gonna um, make some money? Like, are you getting like? Yeah, I'm is gonna, this a financially I'm, better deal for you too? Never oh, mind the team and mm-hmm. like I also so. that stuff. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So it was definitely a step in the right direction. And right. I, like, like I said, I'm stoked with Jason and everyone so far. Um, I think we're still kind of locking down who's gonna be my guy. Yep. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, even though. Oh, you and A Ray just. I this is gonna be. I get the I get terrific. the back of the tent, and he gets the front of the tent. And this is gonna be terrific. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It all started from a privateer podcast we did it years did. ago, and, and well, it started it, before that because yeah, we're friends. Yeah, but him and I have always talked about the idea of doing something together. Yeah. Um. So I think that that's a cool thing. Yeah. You know, for fans, they can come over. We're gonna have Team K, Team A Ray shirts. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, like that. There's a little. I don't. I don't know what's coming he, out he's, today. He's got his social media following, though. You know? Oh, he's yeah, got. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. got his gang. Right, right. But right. it's okay. Uh, well, that's really cool. Absolutely. Uh, that's awesome. We're gonna talk more about it. Talk about when you're based at. Uh, a Ray's gonna call in later. Uh, Jake Weimer's coming up also uh, on the show. And again, I want to thank the folks at MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. The job of the week this week is. Upload your resume for free, by the way, Sweet. at MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Job of the week, uh, full-time job, sponsorship coordinator, customer service at ODI. Uh, this is based in Southern California, and it's a full-time job. Uh, and at ODI, create and administer athlete sponsorship programs that facilitate brand growth in key markets. Guess That's I need a new contact number. Yeah, you do. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so thanks to the folks at MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Again, upload your resume for free today. And uh, check out the job of the week, ODI, California. You want to get in the industry? Great place to start at MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. All right, so a couple weeks ago, or the last show we had, uh, we had Darkside in here, our buddy, this Mr. Side, and uh, and Kiefer were in here. And actually, Darkside did a pretty good job, didn't he? He did do a good job, yes. Talent, he was actually, like, normal and stuff. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. Having Kiefer in probably helped relax yeah, him pro- a little probably, bit. Yeah, probably, right? So we've been after – is your phone okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, trying to, phone? Put, I'm trying to put my video up. Oh. I, got it on, I had a draft. It's just I didn't want it to play. So we – Kiefer mm-hmm. approached. We've been trying to cut the pony. Cut the pony for a long time. Stimped it. He, he's been fighting us. He's been he's been holding up, you know, holding back on us. We all want him to cut the pony just because we feel like, well, we feel it's like it's twenty twenty one. And yeah. Kiefer offered Mister Side him a motorcycle, a motorcycle if he cuts it. his pony, like clean title and everything. Yeah, yeah, clean title. Kiefer gets to pick the haircut though. It's not just to clip the pony. And walk. Yeah, but I feel like Kiefer wants him to look good. He's no, not. No, gonna, he's yeah. not going to give no, him a no, faux no, no, hawk. No, 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 no. So we've got the. We told him to think about it. Mm-hmm. Let us know what he wants to do. He's come up with a decision. We've got, the, we've got them both on the line. They're right? here right now. No, they're not. Well, they're on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. First up, it's Chris Kiefer. What's up, buddy? How are you? Hey guys, how are you? Hey, so Cade's going from a Cowie to a Honda. Uh, he just announced his deal, right, with SGB Honda, Storm Lake Honda. Yep. Uh, how's his, uh, how's he going to adapt to the, to the Honda? I know this is the first time you're hearing this, Kiefer. Right? Yeah, yeah, pretend this is the first time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, publicly now, uh, what, what, what did you tell him privately a month ago? What, 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 what do you uh, think? I didn't really tell him much. I told him a little bit about the bike. Um, A-Ray asked me about the bike as well. I think, I think both, both guys have more upside with this bike. I think, especially in Supercross. Um, Cade's going to ride outdoors, so I think he will find it more of a struggle to have setup on the Honda versus the Cowie outdoors. But for sure, indoors, they will, I think, like it a lot more. Okay. All right. I'm all about it. This should be a great – we need to get a, a vlog over there. Team vlog? Team vlog. Team vlog. Yeah. I mean, there was like six vloggers in that pit That's last true. year. So. Yeah, they're big on vloggers. They're big right, on the vloggers. Right, right. Uh, this should be great, though, uh, Kiefer, between these two. Yeah, I mean, those two guys, I mean, let's face it, they're going to run into each other at some point, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be great. Uh, also, and okay. I feel like A-Ray, hold on, I feel like yeah. going to, uh, might have a little bit bigger crashes with the Honda. You really, really? think so? 
Um, the Hondas, dude, it's fast. So if you get a little whiskey throttle, the shit's not as forgiving. What? I don't like A-Ray not doing outdoors. He's calling in later, but I don't like it. I don't like it either. Right. Why? Because they need to do the whole thing. Yeah, do the whole th- Men race the outdoors. That's that's what Something. men do. Yeah, but A-Ray has said Or if you're a little bitch. He wants to tune it back a little bit. <laughs> tune it back. Tune it he's back. 28. He's just, that's it. He's beginning the second know, stage of his life. Back. Tune it back, you bro. He's going for it. Right. Bro, old boy's got two stubs for arms. He'll fix it. He'll get it better. Uh, also on the line from the uh, Pony Pod, he was in studio a couple weeks ago. It's Mr. Side. Dark, how are you? <laughs> oh shit, that's David Bradshaw's bike. I just fucked up. What's up, Dark Side? Wow. Depending on my decision, does that intro go away? No. Absolutely that, not. That non-negoti- is, non-negotiable. That intro is never going away. Um and huh. so uh Kiefer, Cade had that very uh, uh good question. When we cut if we cut Mr. Darkside's hair. Yeah, uh, it will be a a quote unquote nice looking haircut. You are not going to do him dirty if he decides to do this. Well, I think I'm going to give him a cut that I would like, right? So I don't think I'm going to give him a mohawk or anything like that. I just want him to look presentable when he goes to these post race interviews. You know, right, right, okay, fair enough. Also, by the way, Kiefer and. Darkside brought to you by Skosh Industries, innovators of award-winning consumer technology, power sports, car audio products, and accessories. We have a, uh, a base mount charging system right here in front of the desk, and Kiefer has one at his house that he uses as well. Uh, celebrating over 40 years in business, visit Skosh.com to get a 20% discount on phone mounts, chargers, cables, power sports, clamps, mounts, power jumpers, and more. Discount code PULP2021. PULP2021 at Skosh, S-C-O-S-C-H-E-H-E. S C O S C H E dot com. Unlock your discount uh, using that code. Bringing you uh, Chris Kiefer and Darkside. And what about John Gruden, uh, Kiefer? Breaking news. Boy, I know I was a Gruden grinder too. I really liked him as a coach, but uh, seems like they keep finding these emails. Right? That's horrible. So I'm I'm live on the air. Like I, I read the first story. Has there been something else horrible going on since then? Yeah, I guess uh, from what I just saw on on Monday Night Football was that. Um, they uncovered more oh boy. racist and uh, anti-gay jokes on, oh through email. Oh boy. Right. Uh, Doesn't he have a gay player on his team? Yeah, he does. Let's just hope no one goes into our text groups at any time. <laughs> or anybody's group text, right? I mean, Jesus. Um, all right. Uh, thanks to the coach guys for coming on board. And Kiefer and Darkside. So, Darkside, um, Yo. you've had the pony – Forever. Long time. How hard of a... Oh, what's how, a long time? We talked... Maybe you don't even remember what we talked about. 95. Okay, 95. Can you imagine having a yeah. pony since 1995? I mean, I've had a shitty haircut since 94. <laughs> um, what's up, Kate? How are you, buddy? <laughs> oh, you know, just living here, waiting to see if I got to jump through the phone or not. Dark side. So how... How hard did you think about this before you give us your Still decision? Still thinking about it. I'm not sold yet. I don't. I don't even know what I'm going to get. Okay. So, did you talk to your chick about this? No, no. She doesn't get, she doesn't get a say. You, you didn't even talk to her about it. Nope. Didn't bring it up. Oh wow. Okay. Well, you know, we didn't get into the relationship stuff when I was in there. That thing's kind of like peaks and valleys. We're in a valley right now. I really feel like you should have 
said something? Because uh, Darkseid, you've told us over and over that, you know, she loves it. Yeah. Yeah, she does. But like I told you, we didn't talk that. We ran out of showtime when I was in studio. We were going to get into it, I think. We're in one of those valleys right now. So relationships, what, what, you know, wishy-washy anyway. So we're not worried about that. Oh, he's in a valley. Okay. So, so let me, yeah, let me here's what you. I feel like. Here's, here, it's like if it's in a valley right now, oh, no, hey, and, he, and let's say he agrees to this and he gets his hair cut, it's done. Could I, be. Could if, be. If this that is, could be the, yeah, that could is, be the nail in the coffin, right? As, as Mark's just said on our inner Slack, this is a terrible idea, Darkseid, for you not to mention this. But, hey, it's your, it's your <laughs> life. I mean, uh, how... I just I don't even know why it matters. If she leaves you because you get your freaking haircut, she's shallow. Yeah. And you shouldn't be with her anyways. It's <laughs> a great point. Sure. That's not that wouldn't happen. It's not like that. And we're just uh, yeah, we're just in the and, valley. Let's just and, go with that, man. We don't and, need to talk about my relationship. And how long, if you decide to do this, would it take you to grow that thing back? Like to full length, or just whatever? Yeah, whatever. A decent length. Uh probably a man bun. Couple years. Couple years. Couple years. Yeah. It's, it grows, I don't know, I cut it in February, cut 18 inches off, and it's probably grown six or eight inches since then. Uh, man, this is a big decision. I mean, look, uh, Talon, if you were in Dark Side's position and you had this hideous pony, would you do it? I would bust out that uh, <laughs> that razor over there and just pick it. Okay, Marks? I would do it live on the air with a Manscaped. Okay. It would be gone. Yeah. Uh Cade, you have weighed in as well? I would, yes, for sure, 100% do so, it. Question, though. Yeah. Okay. If you cut it, when are you cutting it? And B, Kiefer, when does he get the motorcycle? Because I'm assuming you won't give him the motorcycle until it's snipped. I think the plan, we didn't, as typical pulp stuff, we didn't really plan this that well. But Kiefer, we did talk about this, and I, I like this idea, and I don't know if you ran it by Mr. Side or not. But I like the idea of on a live show. At a race. We yeah. have a barber. Okay. And he's cutting it in the background, giving, you know, giving Dark Side the, the, the cut of choice while we carry on our live show. Dark Side, I'm going to negotiate here for you. Um, if, you know, you get your live shows picked out, which yeah. one Kiefer can bring the motorcycle to, you have to fly Dark Side to the event to, Easy on to that. be on the live show. Easy it is a that. pulp show thing. What? He's going to be on the live show. You you guys act like he's not getting anything out of this. Like he's cutting his hair. Yeah, big for... deal. Right. I'm right. just saying. So, okay. So, Kiefer, what do you think of that idea? Is that, was yeah, that... so that's, a, that's, that's what I right. wanted to pitch to Darkseid. We haven't really discussed it, like you said. But live show, a barber in the back. Darkseid will not know the cut he will be getting. Right. He will be getting that cut as we're doing the show in the background. And he will then get his motorcycle following the show. And, and, and Darkseid, how do you feel about that? Well, again, we're still, if, if we go this route, then yeah, that's fine. Now I'm down with that, like A1 or, you know, race, wherever there's a live show right. that I'm coming to, we'll, we'll make that happen. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, here's I'm down with that. I, here's if, what I want from this. Here's what I want from this. I didn't mention this, and this is a kicker that I just thought about recently that you, Steve and Darkseid, you do not know about. I would like uh -oh. to I would like for Darkseid to trust me enough. I would love to surprise Darkseid with the bike that night after the show without him knowing what he's going to get. I would love for him to trust me enough if he agrees to this 
say, yes, Chris, I will cut my hair for this bike and then present him with said bike at the end of the show with him not knowing what it is. I thought we were going to tell him tonight, Chris, what kind of bike he was getting. I mean, as long as it's not a Suzuki. Yes, not a Suzuki. I I guess. No, it's not a Suzuki. (laughs) Poor Suzuki. (laughs) There you go, Dark Side. Uh, it's, it's up to you guys what you want to yeah. do. I have the, I already have it there, so it, it's ready and it available. It could be like a WR or a Beta or... I think that's great. Well, I was thinking, since you, since you said it was... An, last time you had a haircut was a 95, I'd get you a 95 motorcycle. <laughs> <three-number year-by. laughs> that's a great idea. Uh, yeah, if you could give me my 93 CR250 back, I, I, I might consider it. Let's. Uh, no, I think we should tell him what it is. I think we should tell him what okay. it is. Because, uh, yeah, I okay. just... But, but not until we got an answer. Dark side. <laughs> the answer is based a little bit off of what no, bike it is. No, you know Chris wouldn't. You do. You know Chris isn't going to get so you. I, you know. You know. Come on. I have to trust in that I'm going to get a bike that's decent, right? I have to trust in that he's not going to give me a fucked up haircut. I got a lot of put a lot of trust in this guy. <laughs> if it was me, I wouldn't trust it. But it's Chris. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I definitely wouldn't trust you. He's right. looking out for your best interest right now. He wants you to cut the pony. To help your lifestyle where, you know, it's right. like me yelling at Especially someone Especially if he's fat. in a valley right now. He's in a valley You're right now. Valley. So he's going to need. The carry. He's going to need new, fresh. Yeah. And pony won't. Right. Come. You're going to need all new tender picks. Yeah. All new. Right. You know, grinder. Here's ass. the real like, reason yeah. why. Here's, here's the real reason why I came up with this and I talked to Steve about this is like, I didn't know dark side, you know, at all. Uh. People that don't know Darkseid have a pre-notion about Darkseid, right? And I had some of that before I met him. I met the guy, great guy, big heart, love the guy, really polite, will do anything for anybody. He's had some hard times. He's has, um, you know, a bike that's really dated. People think it's 40 years old, even though he has a new chain and some new plastic that he shed on his Instagram. That chain, that so chain. So I feel was... like I would like for him to ride more, just like I did with JT, just like I did with Steve. My whole thing is I want people to ride. So yeah, you failed why not get Darkside another bike, let him ride more. He'll, he'll, he'll want to ride more. He doesn't have to pay for it. And then I get something that, or we get something, Steve and I, that we want. What if he does this, gets the haircut, and then, like his life changes. Now, now he's got to, you know, thank thank us, right? He's got an he's got another bike that he can ride. He goes to the track. You could uh, maybe attract another lady that rides a dirt bike. That's an idea. That's what happened to me, Darkside. Mm-hmm. Worked great. Yep. Yep. There's so many possibilities with this. I think it's time. Darkside. Oh, we lost Darkside. Darkside. We, we he hung up, or he. He's gone. Got involved in a horrible accident. <laughs> Look at the the length and the girth on that thing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, don't forget. Yeah, shit show on this show tonight. Well, it could be possible it was his phone. I mean, does it doesn't you know, blame us on us, but it's it's on things you. are fine. I don't know. Um, I like this plan, though, Kiefer, doing it on a live show. Like, just in the background. Just Barber in the background working his magic while, while we do our live show. Yeah, while we do our live show. I like that. And then giving him the bike at the end. I don't know how we can get the bike there, you know? Callum, no, uh, no answer. And it looks like we lost Kiefer now too. Oh, wow! Well, there we go. Things are going, <laughs> things are going great. So, Marks, uh, what is Snowboard saying? 
Uh, we've got some offers coming through for a new bike on snowboard. So pe- uh, people sir- will do more than a haircut. Currently, we have KVA 36, or no, I'm sorry, NRG 781 said, I'll cut my pinky toe off right now for a new bike. Wow. Um, the ghost of Phil's dad said, I'll do a kidney. The ghost of Phil's dad? Yeah, there's a guy on, th- on snowboard th- named Phil. Phil's dad's alive. <laughs> no, oh, oh. Hey, there's a guy. Hunting. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so so right now we have a toe and a kidney uh, up for grabs for a new bike. All right. If dark side is not in for the pony cut. You hear that, Dark Side? We got people on snowboard saying kidneys and toes. Oh, yeah. Trust me. I've been getting those for two weeks. Oh, okay. Um, All right. <laughs> so, yeah, you're aware. Oh. Did it go again? I don't know. Keith, are you there? Hello. Oh, boy. Rough, rough night. <laughs> <laughs> rough night for the phones. Maybe there's something going on with the uh, with the uh, Phone phones line? company, um, also along with the power company. You want to Facetime? Um, yeah, try Facetime. Can I Facetime? You one can three way on Facetime. Look at that. You can three way them. Some oh, people boy. pay extra for that kind of action. Oh boy, that seems a little uh, nah aggressive. They both have iPhones, right? I hope so. I don't know if Mister Side has one. He does. He does. Yeah. All right, we're gonna we're gonna try uh, Facetime here. Marks, did you see the video I just posted? I did not, know. Oh, you should I, watch I'm busy, it. I'm oh, busy. so go to Cade's Instagram oh, and your video, video is up? It's right? up. It's funny. Mr. Side? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry, we uh, we have All some good. phone issues. Uh, yeah, wait, wait, wait on Keeper to pick up. Hey, uh, Chris, we have some phone yeah, issues. So. Yo. Um, okay, so um, Dark Side, so what – you have to – you can't – you got to give us a decision tonight. Yeah, yeah. I have it made. Are we ready? Uh, Is everybody uh, ready? I'm ready now. Are we? Re- do we have a drum roll? Drum roll. Uh, yeah, I think we do somewhere. Okay. Uh, I'm not really sure. Probably where. should have asked you beforehand. So my bad <laughs> on this. Not really sure where it is. It uh, just fits I... in with tonight. Yeah. <laughs> is tonight going wrong? We had a power outage. We had. Yeah. It's been. It's been a rough show. I can't find it right <laughs> it's now. Done All right. This on the Xbox. We don't. We don't have a drum roll. But dark side. Uh... Yeah. You're doing it. I'll do it. I'm in. He's yeah, doing it. Yeah, he's doing it. That pony is going bye-bye. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait for the before and after photo. Yeah, be yeah. Awesome. And so you're going to – and, Kiefer, you're going to tighten up the sides and everything. You're going to – he is going to look like a new man. I'm getting a barber. I'm getting a guy to shave his face. We're doing it all. <laughs> Well, on a barber shave his face? Yeah, I think so. I never had a straight razor. Oh, it's so nice. It feels nice. Um, so, Dark Side, you're you're going to yep. do this. I'm in, and man. I'm telling you, I'm doing it for the love of the show, and I'm doing it because my boys at Team Solitaire said I was banned from the truck if I didn't do it. And so this will be a two-year process to get the – you think you'll grow the pony back immediately? I don't know. We'll see. I just have to play it by ear at this point. Life's just fucking changing. I'm getting old. <laughs> oh we're getting old i gotta shave my i gotta cut my hair hey, hey steve yeah uh so i'm watching dark because we're on facetime and there's not one fucking time this guy is smiling no he's, <laughs> he is he is angry he is angry for i'm sure. not angry i just don't know what i'm getting yet i don't want it to be like fucking a roach i don't know i just don't <laughs> yet. don't you feel like Kiefer will make sure that you, you know you, you you look good Honestly, yeah, I think he. Well, I think he will. Uh, in his opinion, he can do that. Yes. 
You're gonna look so hot, Dark Side. So uh, everybody's asking what kind Sounds of bike good. it is. Everybody's asking what kind of bike it is. Chris, do you want to uh, share the bike uh, that you will be uh, giving Mr. Side for said haircut? It's been a long thought. You know, a lot of I've been in the think tank for this for a while. So we need the year as well. I found I found yeah. a Cannondale. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations! I like, no, I don't want to give him the Cannondale. So. I I picked up a Christini and then I was like <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not gonna do that. So I'm giving my guy, he comes from the two stroke era. He uh-huh. was high des for a little bit a while, so we're gonna come through for a twenty two YZ two fifty two stroke. Wow, nice. Man, I haven't been on two strokes since before I started growing the pony out. How do you feel, Dark Side, about a two two fifty two stroke? That'll be interesting. I'll have to, uh, you know, I'm an old, slow. I have a lot of like a lack of talent, so it's gonna take it's gonna take some getting used to. It. Blue crew, and you'll be blue crew though. I will be blue crew, man. I can't wait to get the berm lords on that. Uh, easy on that. There'll be a no berm lord clause <laughs> yeah. in the deal. There'll be no, no berm, berm lord. Yeah, no berm lord. Silence. Silence. Uh, <laughs> Kiefer, will this bike be new, or will it be like a, a, a one of yours? 20, uh, I'm going to give you a – it's going to be ni- – I would say 90% yes, new. There is a slight chance that he might get one of my test bikes, but I think I'm just – if he's doing this, I'm just going to get him a new bike. Okay, all right. But even a test bike has low hours. It'll have stuff yeah. on it, so that's why That's why I asked. Yes, you, right. You, you could give him a bike with suspension and bars and pipe and sound. You know what I mean? That's why I was kind of wondering. So. Yeah, so yeah. – and here's the thing. Like like I said, I want, I want this guy to ride his dirt bike. I want him to have a good time. I want him to – if this relationship doesn't work out, I want him to meet new people. And I think this could, just like you said, the way he said it wasn't great. He was like, fucking getting old. I'm starting, you know, like this could bump start something new for him, you know? Hey, I have been riding a bunch. I rode a whole bunch, more this weekend than I've rode in like months. So oh, good. That's, that's what's, that's what's important. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I'd already made my decision. I'm like, I better start riding to get in shape so that I can ride whatever I'm getting from you. <clears throat> Well, we gotta schedule a live show. We gotta figure this yeah. out. We gotta get a barber and wherever we're doing this, it's gonna a lot of ins and outs to this deal. Does Chris get to, to pick the barber? Because I have someone in mind. No. no, you don't get to pick anything anymore. No. You're done. Does, does Chris? Thing. Does Chris get the pony though for the garage wall? Yes. So that is what I'm going to keep the pony. I, so <laughs> I'm going to cut the pony myself. So I get to to snip it off, right? Uh-huh. Yep. And then I'm going to hold it with me the whole show. <laughs> and then I'm going to put it in a glass jar sealed and put it up on my mantle in my house. <laughs> That's super creepy, but I like it. <laughs> I like it, too. I like it. I would I like almost it. like it That's if you like. Than the Bradshaw bottle of water. You could pin it to a plaque with Darkseid's face on it. Ooh. Pin the tail. There's the going to be a little shrine of Darkseid. Yeah. Yeah, like- yeah, like Jobu. Like Jobu. Like Jobu, yes. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be. <laughs> wow. I like That's all great. of this. Yeah. Well, Dark Side, I mean, you're going to get a YZ250. I mean, come on. Nice. Yeah, nice. fuck you, Jobu. <laughs> it's not really what I had in mind, but I'm actually pretty fucking excited. Oh, now he's complaining, Kate, about God, this. God, like, <laughs> I, you can't get this guy happy. No, fuck you. I said, I'm <laughs> Look, man, I've been kick-starting bikes for years. I want to e-start, but I'm not complaining. I'm stoked. These, th- I mean, they're easy to start. They're fine. Yeah, I know. I-, I just want everybody to know that I have Darkside on Facetime, and behind him, he has a picture of a stormtrooper on his wall. 
that's a painting, dude. Oh, a painting. He's got a painting of a stormtrooper on, on his wall. That's yeah. kind of cool. All right, I'm just just this guy lives it. Is what I'm saying. His he name's Dark Side, and he lives it. So <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, don't let me show you the rest of the house. It's way worse. Okay. All right. Is that where it came from? What? Dark Side? Yeah. Because he's like Star Wars. Yeah. Really. Yeah, well, I guess you, I guess I never thought never, about yeah, why put it together. Right? <laughs> why we call him Dark Side? What else would it be? I'm not like, you know. Well, like, honestly, I thought for the longest time since you're a you know a metal guy, I thought it was something yeah. to do with metal. You know. Oh, I got you. I guess that could make sense. No, I'm a Star Wars nerd, man. This is riveting. You, uh, it's 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 incredible. It's 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 going to be great. The live show, I guarantee you, wherever we do this live show, it will sell out. Yes, you know, Keeper, sure. are you going to pay for the shipping? Uh, dark side, uh, if, if when we did this, I said, Hey, if you, you end up agreeing to this, you have to physically come get your motorcycle. So he's going to have to venture out here. Yeah. I already got that lined up too. I got buddies that have said, if I do it, they'll drive out. We'll, we'll make a trip of it. We'll come ride with Chris. Look at that. Yeah. Bringing people together. Yeah. Wow. What a, what an incredible thing we've done here tonight. How amazing. Yeah. I feel like we're starting something new for him. Um, this is could it, he's reborn. He's yep, reborn. Yep. Should we call Darkside's chick and let her know? <laughs> I think we're going to steer clear from that one. It's in a yeah. valley. It's in a valley. Yeah. It's in a valley, bro. Yep. Send me your number, Darkside. I'll, I'll he's got it. valley fever right now. It's not good, dude. Right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I may have to hang out with Logan Carnow a little bit this year and play the field. How's Logan Carnow's ex chick? What's she doing? I don't know, dude. Uh, she's wild. She's, she's in awesome. her right now. She we need to find her. out about that more about that chick because I really liked her. She's pretty rad. Um, what? Do you, yeah, Marks, you have a good question. What? Yeah. What do we call the pony pod now, or when he cuts it? I don't know. Do you call it the no pony. How about pod? the Moto X Pod show. The oh. Moto X Pod show. Yeah. That's Moto- not as fun though, never, is it? Never Gosh, heard of it. Damn, I forgot about that. Ah, maybe you should leave the pony on. Yeah, we're out. I'm out. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, cool. Dark side. Yeah. That's. Uh, I mean, I think honestly, Pulp Nation really, really would have came after you hard if you said no for this. Oh, thing. You know what we should do, Steve? We should start like some kind of like poll or something to, to see which which city would love this live show to happen in, like in the most votes yeah. or some kind of giveaway and well, see if we can. I've been talking know? to some cities now to try to get some shows done, and I don't have any locked in right now, so we got to wait a little bit. That's my that I, was my next question. Uh, what happens if your live shows get canceled? I hope it will be good. I don't know. Things seem to be okay in some parts of the country, right? The fly racing yeah. show in the pits well, at A1? I don't feel like that thing's long enough to get the whole cut done. I mean, a haircut takes right. like 15 Worst minutes. Worst case, you wait till you come to Texas because we're going to have places for people to hang out without fucking masks. Right, right. Good old Easy Texas. dark side. Easy dark side. Tread dark side. Easy dark side. I just want to hit a motocross. Um, and so, yeah, uh, Kiefer, I think, yes. like, what about getting him, like, one of those kid and play haircuts? Yeah. You know, where you it's just, just straight up and square? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Hmm. Or I was thinking, like, maybe, like, a little bit of just shaving around the sides and leaving a little bit of like a mullet on the back mm, yeah i like yeah. all of that i yeah. like the mullet idea uh, that's a good one yeah. business in the front party in the uh back. dark side mullets you, are making yeah. them way back dude mullets are coming back dark side will you be getting a team cade shirt or a team a ray shirt for the sgb dude. honda team uh, who's cade wow <laughs> oh wow you know what's <laughs> fucked up this guy every time i'd see him at the races for the longest time he wouldn't recognize me and i'd be like 
he'd like <laughs> sit next to me in the stands. I'd be like, hey, dark side. And he'd be like, oh, hey, man, I didn't even see you there right. all the time. So rude. Terrible media guy. I, li- <laughs> I literally could not pick Avery and Cade. I love both those guys. No way I can pick. He's going to make a Team Cade Ray shirt. <laughs> Cade Ray. <laughs> I can't wait for the news uh, that just dropped. Cade on SGB Storm Lake Honda. Oh, my God. This would be great. This is going to be fantastic. Let me just tell you what you're dealing with, Cade. So, A. Ray rode my Honda last week at Glen Helen. I, he said, hey, man, I feel like I'm missing out. I want to ride. I'm like, I'll bring you a Honda. So, I bring him a Honda to ride. I'm busy with, with doing stuff. I just said, here, if you pick it up, I'm busy. He brings it back. I go, he talks talk, talk to me. He didn't check sag. He didn't check tire pressure. He doesn't do anything. He just went out and rode it. And I'm like, dude, you got to do something for yourself. Uh, Kiefer knows like I'm I'm yeah. kind of meticulous we had a long chat about I have a journal now yep. with like everything I do every day all my tire pressures all my clicker adjustments what yep. I did for riding how I felt it's like a journal and I wanted to sell it and Kiefer shot it down I didn't shoot it down I just feel like we, we talked about this we, why so and it, it I kind of started this like with my stuff like with testing every time I ride Back in the day, Paul Seed had a book where you wrote down everything. Yeah, I remember that, yep. And uh, I kind of used that to for testing. And I just, you know, Cade was having some issues with some things. I go, hey, man, you need to write all your stuff down so you can kind of go back and look at where you're at. So Yeah, yeah good idea. Um, yeah. I just think it's such a niche thing that it wouldn't sell. Right, right, right. Um, People who want to be good. Wow, okay. Um, wow. All right. Okay. So sounds good. Uh, we're gonna let you guys go. Brought to you by Skosh, of course. Pulp twenty twenty one is a code to save. Uh, Dark side. Congratulations. Uh, enjoy the pony for the next little right. while. Run your hands through it. Take some pictures of it because yeah, it yeah like do three. whatever people with ponies do for when you have it because uh, it's coming off. Three hey months. man, you beaten off? Hey, wrap-up show Wednesday night real quick. Mason Mill from Seal Savers and Austin Watterson, who is Max Boland's mechanic. He's a listener of the show. Oh, wow. The kid. Yeah, he sure. looks like he's 12. Yeah. Hey, Boland's guy? Buck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they call him Young Buck. He's a young kid, but uh, he's a big Pulp fan. He was really, really stoked to come on. So, wow. Uh, That's awesome. Yep. Yeah, thank you to Michelin Bicycle Tires. Again, $150 rebate. Uh, if you uh, buy a set of Michelin, select the Michelin bicycle tires, which sponsor the wrap-up show as the Guts Racing and the folks at Seal Savers, of course. Did you announce that you're racing vets, Steve? Uh, no, I didn't think that was announcement worthy. Is it? That's announcement worthy. Steve is racing vet nationals again. I am racing the world vets, and uh, I'm going to regret every minute of it. All right. Practice. And we start, you start your prep. This I'm coming up. We're riding this week. Yep. So. Yep. Kiefer, you got a 125 I could race in that thing? I do not have 125 right now. No. Why why are you racing a 125? There's a 125 class at it that has a big purse. I'd fly out and race at the World Vets. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know anything about. Yeah, I just just saw it today. Did it normally have that key for? But I think it's only 30. I think it's only 30 plus. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Okay. You're out. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. No, I I didn't even. I just saw it and I was like, oh, that sounds like fun, but I didn't read it because my I have a 150, not a 125. All right. Well, dark side. I hope you have no regrets. Is there? Can you back out of this, Kiefer? No. No, it's, it's Is there a contract day? binding. Okay. Yep. Yep. Binding. So, verbal. The, the, I'm in. I said I'm in. I'm in. All right. Well, Pulp MX just making dreams happen one week at a time. Here. That's what Your we do. Dreams. Congratulations, Dark Side. I'm very proud of uh, you for your thanks, good life decisions. Congratulations, <laughs> Dark Side. You're going to have a new bike, and you're going to have a new look and a new lease on life. 
this all thanks to you and Steve. <laughs> he looks so happy. Wow. This is this is why Dang. this is why we need to have it linked up so that the listeners can see when people call in on their. I've FaceTime. been asking Marks for that over and over. It's a great idea, uh, Marks. Yeah, and what Marks, the heck? You have? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. It'll be in the Dude, app. You don't look happy. He It'll be done Friday. Yeah, Friday. It's Friday. Friday. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Yeah, Friday. I'm happy, bro. I'm gonna get a new bike. I'm stoked. I'm a little traumatized that the hair's going, but it'll be good. <laughs> Jesus, it's hair. It's gonna grow back. Okay, I know. All right. Well, c- c- thanks, Kiefer. Thanks, Darkside, and I uh, look forward to doing this at a live show near you in 2022. The pony is gone. Thanks, buddies. Yeah. Hey, so if this thing, if we don't get a live show until the finals at Salt Lake City, I gotta wait that fucking long for my bike. Yep. No, no, we'll make it. We'll we'll make something happen. This has to happen. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm and in. also, yeah, uh, life swap with Kiefer and I is happening uh, yeah. in 2022. So that should be a great thing. That, I feel like that's indoors way bigger than this. That's that's going to be so much bigger than the pony. Indoors or outdoors? Uh, indoors. Indoors. Yeah. So, so he's, he has to go to a supercar. He has to go to a supercar. God, you should have made him go to an outdoor. I, I should have. Yeah. He's going to interview all the guys that don't make the main. Hey, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Heather. Yes. How excited are you that Steve's going to be your, your partner for a week? Yep. I'm super excited. Yep. Things are going to shape up over there, that's for sure. Things will, there's nothing phone. to shape up <laughs> I don't like the kid's attitude. I don't like that kid's attitude at all. That kid will be walking a straight and narrow by the time I'm done. So. Oh all right, guys. Have all a right. good show. Thank you. See you guys. All right. Uh, that's Dark Side. That's key for everybody. Uh, I guess our phones aren't working. Maybe the weather. Uh, nobody can call in. So now we have to FaceTime. A-Ray and FaceTime Jake Weimer later tonight. So, Kay Clayson brought to you by the folks at Decal Works. SGB Honda. SGB, bro. SGB Honda's Kay Clayson. Enjoy the ride. God, you guys. That is the line for O'Neill, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, shit. Uh, yeah. I really think I should be wearing fly, but that's just me. Uh, yeah. Jason Thomas coming up here shortly, too. Um, talk to him about it. And uh, I'm going to talk with Justin Bogle, news uh, I found out this week. Justin Bogle to HEP is a done deal, so I want to ask done. him about that. Ask get your opinion on that as well as some MXGP stuff and, and, and fly racing stuff, I wanted of course. to talk about the Tomac deal because I think your what guys' takes deal? are all terrible. Okay, can you can you remember well, that? or, or I, what, Like what? you guys all are – like I haven't heard one person say, oh, I don't think this is a very good idea. I don't think it's a very good idea. Me. You don't think it's a good idea? No. Why? Because I, he already has struggled in Supercross in the past to begin with, like not being his lead thing. And I don't think that bike is the best in Supercross. And I just I think it's going to have too much power for the way he rides. Really? Yeah. Wow, Kate coming in hot with some takes. I don't, I don't think it's going to go great. Okay. That's my take. All right, fair enough. Uh, I want to thank the folks at Maxima for coming on board the show. 927. It was just 927 uh, a few days ago. Thank you to those guys. I also had uh, some uh, Maxima two-stroke oil used in the Mighty CR500 project bike. Uh, that thing is gorgeous, by the thank way. Thank you. Thank you. I got an offer to sell it. Really? For a lot of money. A lot of money. Turned it down. Before or after I get to ride it? Uh, you want to ride it? Kind of. Yeah, you can ride it. Okay. Dude, it wasn't... Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It... it uh, yeah, it wasn't that great um, for me. Was it faster than your 450? Um, no. See, that's the problem. Like, I think I've just been riding 450s for so long. I'm used to that, you know? So then when we talk about guys racing 500s back in the day and they say how gnarly they were, are we gnarlier because we ride 450s? 
Um, I can't wait for you to ride and let me know what you think. Yeah, we'll, we'll make this happen somehow, some I way. Like this idea. Yeah. Did any actual riders besides Kiefer ride it? Uh, no, just Kiefer. And Aiden. And Aiden, yeah. Which was that's a whole other deal. <laughs> Maxima USA Pulp Twenty is the code to save. Uh, get some SC One. Get some uh, developed uh, new four stroke oil with the uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki, Monster Energy Pro Circuit, of course. Then Peak System on it, performance enhancing additive chemistry, unique and exclusive to the Maxima. So whether it's two stroke mixing oil, four stroke motor oil, filter oil, SC One, the grease is fantastic. Uh, contact cleaner, of course, suspension clean. It's all great. Thanks to the folks at MaximaUSA.com for coming on board. And, uh, yeah, really good company supporting the sport. And Pulp 20 at checkout, profilter.com. Uh, get your uh, air and oil filter for dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, and everything in between. Sold through Power Sports dealers nationwide. Pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use premium air filter or oil filter for your next service, profilter.com. Uh, an alternative way that eliminates the time and chemicals required to clean and oil your filters. Maxima USA. Profilter.com. Pulp 20 is the code to save. Uh, we're going to go to commercial break right now and uh, we'll come back with Jumpin' Jellybean Jake Weimer. Al- Alex Ray, your new teammate, will be calling in as well. God, that's we'll scary. see about JT and try to get him in as well. And uh, so lots, lots more to talk about on the show. Uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com, Decal Works, and the folks at Fly Racing. Stay tuned. Be right back after this. God bless. Uh, they're just as passionate and as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So uh, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work. Or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt Bushings. In, your fork, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here. You guys have some of that on your bike? It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. 
Racetech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified service with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will be. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp Nation. Andy from Guts Racing. We are the leaders in seat technology. We feel like for any need that you have with your seat, we've got you covered. For 2021, we're going to be adding more colors to our, our product line, and we're going to be adding more merchandise to our product line. Also new for 2021, we've expanded our distribution through motorsportoutlet.com. So please support the people that support Pulp, support Guts Racing, and also support motorsport.com. Hope to see you guys at the track soon. Once again, this is Andy Gregg from Guts Racing. Thanks again to Pulp Nation for all the support. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin Motorcycle Tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. 
For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com. Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba championships in my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then while the competition has been trying to catch up. Grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys that wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the Pulp MX show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate and as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and privateers alike. The best part of this deal is Pulp MX20 code saves you money at worksconnection.com. Stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of Works Connection products for 2021. I've got the perch on my bike. I've got the engine plugs. I absolutely love it. Great product. I've got the uh, start device as well, which helped me in one moto at the World Vet Championships and one moto. Not so much. Worksconnection.com. Pulp MX20 is the code to save. Please check them out. All new. 2021 products now available. Thanks for listening. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. 
Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Welcome back, everybody. Paul Mitchell, presented by Motorsport.com. Decal Works, Fly Racing, all on board with us tonight, as are is uh, as is Chris Hymas. We already had him on. Lewis Phillips, Jake Weimer coming up. Hey, I should mention that we had Seth Rarick planned for uh, uh, coming on tonight, and Seth had to bail. Um, I don't think the team is quite ready to announce all the plans yet, but um, hey, that's that that that's what happens. We were going to talk about how Seth's new job is at uh, Rocky Mountain KTM as a team trainer. For Max Anstey, Joey Savacci, and uh, Shane McElrath. So uh, we'll get to Seth probably, I don't know, maybe three weeks or something. But um, also trying to get a few other riders, and the uh, team's put the kibosh on that as well. So that's what happens now, folks. It's silly season, and this is the stuff that goes on. Hey, if you're going to go to Amazon, go through the widget on pulpamex.com and uh, go through the Amazon banner. Help us out, and that would be great. And uh, also, um, uh, please check out the sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. You can save with the uh, Art of Sport, Karcher, uh, grillyourassoff.com seasoning. I uh, really appreciate that. Oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Uh, Kay Clayson uh, presenting me with a, a fresh cup of coffee here. Uh, thank you. Thank him for that. Brought to you by Decal Works, by the way, Kay Clayson. Uh, Atlas Neck Brace, the Vision Brace is out. And uh, our own buddy, Phil Nicoletti, wearing the Vision Brace. Uh, so use the code pulpamex to save at Atlas, atlas.com. Uh, AliceBrace.com, Works Connection, Pulpamex 20 is the code to save with those guys. Guts Racing, Get Data, OGO Power Sports, MotorcycleJobs.com, Intense Cycles, Ride Engineering, WUSA. I got some wheels coming for my uh, Blue Crew Cade for the World Vets from the folks at W. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Pull oh. that mic a little closer. Oh, Thank you. I'm sorry. Did you guys watch my video? Oh, my God. With this guy in his video. I still didn't watch it. Dude. Why? It's so good. Uh, I'll do it right now. Okay. Okay, go to Kay Clayson's back. Instagram, and uh, please check that out. Uh, look, we don't have a ton of time for our buddy JT because we went long uh, with the intro, with the power tower stuff. I mean, we that. can go late. Let's, uh, 
Long show. No, Absolutely we can't. Not. We can't do that to these guys. Uh, they're they're not going to be happy. But so let's. We'll quickly get to Fly Racing's Jason Thomas here. We'll do the X Brand goggles, then we'll go right in, right into Jake Weimer. Still got Alex Ray coming up too. That's going to be great. That's going to be fantastic. Hello. Hey, JT, what's up? How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Well, our phones don't work. Besides not having power, our phones don't work too. So that's why we're facing. All right. Uh, what is going on with Fly Racing's social? Can you please fill me in on that? I cannot. I don't really know what's happening. Uh, I what, feel do you, like, what do you mean you don't know I, what's happening? I feel like somebody took over took over the social like we were hacked. Uh, I'm not, that I'm is, not really sure. Yeah, that is bullshit. So, <clears throat> that is. That actually is. You're right. <clears throat> what do you think of Kay Clayson uh, announcing his team tonight, the SGB uh, Storm Lake Honda team, teammates with it Alex It seemed very Ray. dramatic. It seemed very dramatic. Am I, uh, not, there was a, <clears throat> am I not good enough oh, to be dramatic? A lot of uh, theatrics involved. But uh, I like the teaming up with A-Ray. Can we put some of the drama between you and A-Ray behind you? Like your your teammates now, not rivals? No. <laughs> okay. That's like, the, that's like the highlight of it, man. All right, Cade. You said and you're you... also inverted. You're, what, 87 and 78? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I'm better. Yeah. Uh, JT, Bogle, <clears throat> HEP, that's a done deal. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? What's your early take on, on Bogle uh, going back to uh, Suzuki? Uh, I think it's a good fit. You know, um, I mean, Justin has a, a really good name and uh, reputation, and I think his image is really strong. And uh, I think with uh, the departure of ANSI, it kind of fills a hole that they needed. And you know, obviously with the you know career number nineteen, that's really marketable. And you know, the twisted T thing, they've kind of taken on a little bit of an edgier feel. So uh, I'm I'm into it. I, I think he's done he's done well in the Suzuki in the past, right? So he has a yep. history there, and. Um, just seems like it's the right fit for kind of everybody. Uh, Twisted T and Billy Grotto and Bogle are a match made in heaven. That's going to be it is. great. Yeah, yeah, it is. I, I yeah. think it, it fits on so many levels, right? right? Like um, necessity kind of meets opportunity, and then the marketing all makes sense. So yeah, yeah, it just seems like it was the right time and the right place. Cade, what's your take on it? I mean, I think it's the best he was going to get. Um, you know, I think it's a yep. good situation for him. I'm curious to see where his results fall. Not fall, but like where they land. It's a worse bike. He had a factory KTM. Well, that's what I'm so saying. That's a good bike. That right. that bike over there is fantastic. The Rocky Mountain bike, right? And like that's basically a factory KTM. So you know he's stepping to a Hep Suzuki, which isn't a bad bike, right? But it's not a factory KTM yep. by any means. So it's like, is he or his results going to fall off from where they were? Because I feel like they were already subpar for a guy who is because he's great like he has great riding abilities and i feel like he's just been subpar I, for his abilities in the last i think he'll years. do the same okay jt you know i think the biggest variable is more his health than anything i mean you can you can have the best bike in the world but if you're not healthy and you can't ride to your the best of your ability it's kind of all for naught so um i, I do think the bike is a step backwards um that's just reality of it where the you know where suzuki's development is and you're not on factory bike anymore um but i think if he's a hundred percent good and can train all off season and, and is the best justin bogle possible maybe mm-hmm. maybe it's enough to overcome the results of last year even on a right. better bike uh Cade, we're gonna do the x-brown goggle terrace with our buddy jt here but you had a tomac point you think we're a little out to lunch i wouldn't say out to lunch okay. but i just feel like you guys are exaggerating the fact that you know he's for sure going to be equal or get better. I haven't heard a single person say they 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 think 
he's not going to be as good in Supercross, which is I didn't say I didn't say that. I thought he'd be. I just think he's going to be the same. I do too. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to be the same at all. He might be the same outdoors, Mm -hmm. but I don't think he'll be the same in Supercross. I think he gets worse. That bike. I I I mean worse than third in the series. There's a high probability. I would say. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow. I think I don't. I don't think he's worse than third in the series. Yeah, he's, and he's, I like Tomac. I'm not trying yeah, to yeah. shit on him. No, no. Uh, yeah, nobody says this is like a personal thing. Right. You sound like me. You sound like me. Back yeah, and back right. and away from it. I'm not backing away from it. I just I I don't want people to think I'm shitting on him or shitting on the team. I just I think. Oh, I know. I'm a pro at this move. I'm a pro at this move. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see. I, I don't see. I don't know if he gets any better. I think he stays the same. I do. I think he wins some races. Yep. T- top three in the points, and we call it a day. You think yeah. he wins? That's, that's a good year. You think he wins year. a Supercross? I mean, I, what? You think he wins a Supercross yeah. this year? Okay. Wins yeah. a race? Absolutely. Yeah. I will take bets. I will take bets on that. No problem. Yeah. Really? He, how many did he win this year? Two. Three. Two. Yeah. Two. And one was because of me. Oh boy. <laughs> oh. Boy. But I think I think a lot <laughs> Which of it I still is, haven't uh, been compensated. I for. think a lot of it's just going to be attitude, right? I think he was really frustrated last year and whether right wrong and different you you know like that's up to him like whether whether the problems he was facing are real or perceived or whatever to him they were real and i don't think his heart was really all that in it this year i really don't and i think if he's motivated and feels like whatever this change is is going to be for the better sometimes that's all all that matters i mean you watch that bike this year it didn't look like people were struggling on that motorcycle that's for sure Fair enough. Do we know who's in as team manager over there for 250? No, I don't think so. Nope, not yet. Seth. <laughs> and then he was out. He's out. Uh, Jason Thomas, Fly Racing. Uh, hey, we had uh, Chris Hymas on earlier tonight. Chance Hymas. Yeah, that guy. that um, That's a good deal for you guys. Multi-year deal. You're going to be in the HRC uh, truck. Five years? Five years. For Fly? Wasn't it? Uh, I thought it was a four-year deal. Maybe okay. it was. Okay, uh, you're going to go in the HRC truck, which is a really big deal for any kind of gear company. Um, yeah, yeah, that was cool for you guys to keep them. Yeah, and and that their family is like family for us. You know, there's there's so many kind of things working together. Um, you know, it, it, he Chris owns a dealership, um, Pocatello Power Sports, which is a, a city in kind of south uh, eastern Idaho, mm-hmm. and uh, really great partner with Western Power Sports, which makes sense on a whole different plane, right? Uh, but then you know to watch Chance kind of evolve you know he he was wearing fly forever but he was just a kid you know like no big deal there was no pressure there were no expectations and then it's just kind of grown into this whole other thing where now he's you know he's going to be one of our premier like marquee athletes which it's just kind of come out of nowhere i mean i when i still think of him i think of chunk like the you know 65 and 85 (laughs) cc rider that you know we were helping out and he was like just a part of our team it wasn't like a big part of our marketing program uh, but I guess that's just the natural evolution of it, and it's right. it's been really really cool to watch. Absolutely, big deal for Fly Racing for sure. Now you guys got to work on getting me to a long term deal. Uh, I mean, we have. I feel like we did a two year deal. I did a two year deal with Fly, fly. Racing. Good we we did do a two year deal. I know. I, I couldn't believe it. A two year deal. Show. What? I was I was show. pushing for it. I for, wanted for to everything get a for, deal for done. all the, everything that they're in now, like the Fly Racing Moto Sixty Show and the the Steve Mathis Show and this show. Wow. I did a two year deal. Wow. Congratulations. Pretty, pretty good. Like, I don't, you know, usually I'm trying to get someone to help me, to sponsor me every year. And yeah. Fly said, ah, we'll do two years. Yeah, we're committed. Yeah. I, I put, I pushed hard on my end right. to uh, to try to get that hap- to happen. Marks, two more years. Um, 
how does this how does this help me well, you're, you're, you've got a job for two more years. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> Will the app be out? What what comes first, the app or the expiration of the fly contract? <laughs> <laughs> Probably the expiration of the fly contract. Oh god. Is Jay- there like was there a problem? Like, do we need to like like get a payment up front or something like with the power? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Please do. Yeah, please wire me the entire <laughs> deal. Uh, <laughs> Got to pay the electric bill around. So, here. Dark Side agreed to cut the pony. Uh, Kiefer will get a haircut, uh, including cutting the pony off, and then Kiefer will get a, hair, a barber to give him the haircut of Kiefer's choice. Something, something stylish, uh, contemporary, contemporary, uh, for for a, in exchange for a 2022 YZ250 JT. I mean, that's the best deal in the history of. He didn't seem that happy, man. He didn't seem that happy. I'm sure he's not, but he's getting a brand new motorcycle for free that he gets to keep. Uh, yeah, he, he, he was not stoked. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot. Cost, what do one of those things cost new? I don't know. Seven grand? Eight grand? Yeah. Eight yeah. grand? Seven? Yeah. yeah, dude. I mean, I mean imagine, I'm, imagine. I'm sure there's a little bit of like coming to America for, for Darkseid in this where they cut the, you know, yeah. the, <laughs> right. hair like for the first time ever. Like, I, I'm right. sure this is a, a, a big moment in history, he, but. He said he's had a pony since 1995 and it takes him two years to grow it that long. I think his, his motorcycle is also in 1995. So yeah. he's. I mean, this is yeah. definitely worth it. No, I know. Yep. All right. X-Brand Goggle tear-off segment. Let's do this. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Is, like, I, is there a thing that's supposed to happen? Oh, yeah. Sorry, you can't hear that stuff. Yeah, we just played the oh, audio okay. intro. So, sorry, this is a FaceTime thing. Oh, by the way, I got a text from a guy. I'm not going to tell you who it is, Cade. His name rhymes with Schmanuel Schmer. He says, tell Cade that A-Ray on a Honda will cover him now. But I'm on a Honda, too, so what's yeah, the difference? but I think A-Ray will get greater. All right, X-Brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. If you don't wear X-Brand, you will not win. It's that simple. Uh, Fast Freddy Norn, Kyle Chisholm, uh, Surratt, Privateer Heroes everywhere, running X-Brand goggles. Josh Strang, one of GNCC with X-Brand goggles. Pulp Show 21 is the code to save with X-Brand goggles. Uh, please check it out. Rapid fire questions. These questions are submitted by Swisscore. Are you familiar with him? Uh, actually, that's the only name I know him by. Oh, okay. All right. Marks, let's do uh, it. It's a group effort. Uh, Swisscore, uh, a, a former team manager, now trainer, and a lyrical genius. So, Rarick? Nope. Who, who would it be? Will. Oh, Will Hahn. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, go fuck him. He can fuck himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happened to the other guy? Who's the lyrical genius? Seven Deuce Deuce. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. What happened to the other guy? We Is Seven know. Deuce Deuce back at uh, HEP? I don't know. I'm not okay. sure. I'm bi- that I'm, seemed uh, I, seems I know. very indecisive. No, I'm trying to dig. I'm not. I'm not hearing that. So I'm trying. He's such a like a cultural. Icon, I know. Though. I don't know, man. I know. I don't see Adam doing like the privateer thing again. I don't know. Do you? We'll see. Maybe they help him out on the side or something, or maybe he's on the team. I don't know. Jason, there you go. There's your third guy. Call him up. My Jason. Oh, not your Jason. My. Jason. Well, what about Sorry. Rod Bell? We could take Rod Bell too. Is Rod Bell not on the team? No, I think he's on the team. You think? I think Rod Bell is an outdoor specialist. (laughs) Then you're banging whores with Rod Bell. Uh, (laughs) Rod Bell should be a 250 supercross guy, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's better. All right, here we go. I think that's what he's going to do. Let's go, Marks. Come on. Sorry, Steve. Yep. Who wins a bare knuckle match between Cade and A Ray? Answer wisely. No, I think A Ray does. Oh, that's fucked up. I, I don't you feel like he's stockier? He's like no, like no, you know, no. He's Tennessee tough. I would have that man in a pretzel. It says uh, bare knuckle. Bare match. knuckle. It's not wrestling. Yeah. Well, so it doesn't let's, matter. Let's say boxing. Okay, that's fine. 
I got an eight inch further reach than he does. You think he won't even get near me? He's just wow in my ass. Wow, not not in. Sorry, JT. What do you think? I don't know. Can either either of them fight? Yeah, probably not. They're motocross. Maybe uh, maybe Cade's Cade's uh, wife beats all of them up. Yeah, that's probably more like it. Um, All right. Cade, uh, will Ferrandis win the Supercross title next season? No. Wow, 1.1. Do I need to time you? Uh, No. Somebody. Yeah, JT, who? Grant Harlan. Grant Harlan. Grant Harlan. Somebody was calling it. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh. He said he's the greatest racer in the history of racing. Well, I think at like, that point like, he was trolling you. No, I don't think so. <laughs> he wasn't. I called him out at the next race. He said he was. He just stuck with it and went. He with stuck it. with it. Is, did he take some headshots at any point? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. He's from Hawaii. Yeah. Good point. All right. Next question. JT, what is A Ray's biggest strength as a racer? Can you repeat that? I can't hear very well. What is A Ray's biggest strength as a racer? A Ray's biggest strength? Yes. Resiliency. The fact that he keeps getting up is unbelievable. Oh. Dark side called it too. Ferrandis, yeah, Supercross champion. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Dark Side called it. On I mean it's possible. Show. I'm just like Harwin's on a whole different like he said he's better than Carmichael. <laughs> All right, next question. Steve, is Cade's progress from twenty to twenty one better than you expected? And has he peaked? It's better than I expected. Do you feel like your like last season was better than pre-suspension, Cade? It's mm, soupy? Yeah, probably. You do? Yeah. Okay. But no, no peak. Steve, do you think he has peaked? No, I don't think he's peaked. I think he's got confidence. I think uh, he'll have a better bike. Like a magnetic visor, no peak? Yeah, yeah. So we're talking about? Oh, that company. They, they're keeping their visor on these days. It is better. Yep. Yeah. All right. Cade, does A-Ray go through less parts budget now that SBG switches to Honda? SBG? SGB, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no, he breaks just as much shit. <laughs> okay, 1.9. Like what, why does he break stuff so much? Is it Does he just rev he, too much? I think he, it's a combination he, he of... He holds the clutch in, he revs it wide open, he drags the rear brake. And he, oh, yeah, and he, he sucks at working too. on his bike. Yeah. But like, does he work on his race bike? No. But he blows that so up. So let's take that out of the equation yeah. then. Yeah, but uh, no, no, he, he, he. I have an Alex Ray clause in my contract for my practice bike. Uh, what do you mean? Which means I, don't know what that means I only get a certain amount of parts because of Alex Ray. Oh, yeah. <laughs> every rider oh, he's just only draining gets... the budget. <laughs> <laughs> every rider he, only gets a certain amount of stuff. I, I tell that is his problem. He pulls a clutch in. He revs the bike wide yeah. open. He drags his rear brake. Mm-hmm. He needs to. He needs to lower his rear brake. Yep. JT, you drag like your brake too. A ton. I, I did. I wasn't as bad as A-Ray, no. but I definitely did it. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I'm surprised. When they, uh, when, when Honda went to the smaller reservoir, yep. like they really, they tried to save weight and they, like it really messed with the me. master like cylinder. I big, yeah. I had, yeah. I had big problems with that. Yep. Did you have to have the fin fan thingy over your rear And the extender, cup? you had the yeah. extender on it, everything. JT was doing everything. Frank was to try to get some more fluid. Yeah, I was a, thing. I was a menace with that thing. <laughs> All right. JT. Do you still have my back for assist in the flip-off game? Is is this Will Hahn asking the yeah, question? Yeah, I'm assuming yeah. yes. Uh, I, of course I do. I, I will help Will, Will Hahn to the end of time because I love how mad Steve gets when he loses. I don't even care. When I lose to a... <laughs> you do care. When I lose for someone getting outside assistance, it doesn't even count. It's stupid. Like, I don't understand how... See, you're getting mad now, which I, I is am. my favorite yeah, part. I am. You're well, right. Who's you on your what? team? I am. 
Nobody's on my team, Cade. I just got to do it through ingenuity and smarts. <laughs> That's how I do it. Maybe you should up your program and get a teammate. That's what Will do. Isn't that part of ingenuity and smarts is getting a teammate? You're fine. Fuck Will Hawk. Okay. You work fine. smarter, not All harder. Right. All right. <laughs> Steve, what's your favorite off-season switch? Rider, mechanic, anyone? That's a good question. I don't know. My favorite. That's not a good answer. What does that mean? When I think it's going to work the best or like personal your favorite? Cade to A-Race team is my favorite. Because oh, that should be fantastic racing. Will there be a fist fight in our pit? No. You don't think no. so? No. Cade, who benefits most this season from their switch? Uh, hopefully AP if he goes where we think he's going. Yeah, where's the PR for that? ATM? There was. Oh, no, where where is is, where's the PR uh, for that? I don't that? know. Where is it? Where's Mookie's PR? No, I dropped. Mookie's came out. Where's Zacho's PR? I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, you guys put out that he was going to race. Yeah. I mean. He's back. He was supposed to no, race, He's racing. So, so there's what? just been nothing official. Yeah. Like, there's, like, it's like KTM and Husky and Gas Gas PR is just like, yeah, we're, we're done here. <laughs> yeah, but why do they need a PR? He was supposed to race. They never announced that he wasn't right, racing. Right, right. Maybe that's it, yeah. I mean, he was done racing. He was he was literally telling no, people. No, we know like, that, but never nothing yeah, came out from them officially to say yeah, he wasn't. from them. So, like, right, he was right. telling people at our national sales meeting he was retiring. Yeah. And I'm like, you sure you want to do that? He's like, nah, dude, I'm done. <laughs> like, Zacco. Okay. Yeah. He was supposed to come on the night, but he couldn't. So. Dad life. Mm -hmm. All right, last one. JT, this one's for you now. What is your favorite off-season switch? Uh, Ryder I like or the uh, I like the what rider rider mechanic anything yeah I like the uh, the Mookie change but not so much because of the bike I think the bikes are kind of sideways I really want to see how this goes with the Alden Baker thing um, I think if anybody in this sport could really unlock potential by like getting down to his you know slimmest fighting weight and on just seeing what talent is there. And I'm not saying it's going to work. I just yeah. want to, I'm, I'm here for the potential of it. Uh, especially, uh, I just want to see how. It, sorry, uh, the the boot camp is now going. It's now starting. Yeah, <laughs> so, is it starting already? I, is I, AP I there? It's usually like November one. Uh, I think it's now. Yeah. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. No, I, I just I just want to see how that looks. Like right. I don't know many people that can go faster on a motorcycle than Mookie can. So I want to see like the best Mookie that there is i really think that's an interesting yeah i just want to see what is possible in that situation a lean and mean mookie yeah that sounds intimidating. yeah it should be should be interesting. like if you, At least if you when he gave you. him if you gave him the confidence to know that he could do 20 plus one no problem like he's going to do it like 500 times between now and january and right. then like the you know the the bike's going to be good and then he has all that confidence from all that work like i don't i don't even know what the ceiling is yeah you're saying like if he rode a main like he rides a heat race yeah like uh, you see the talent right yeah. he just can't sustain that and i'm not saying he can do that for 21 minutes but 98% of that for 21 minutes is pretty mean like mm -hmm. that would yeah. be pretty interesting to watch no absolutely uh all right jt thanks for uh thanks for calling in appreciate it late notice i know we just we had a fire drill over here so yeah all uh, good. Fly we'll, racing. we'll get that check out so the show can go on thank time you next week. i appreciate it thank you and you're coming no in problem. studio right with uh, maximus here shortly so november that, november 8th something like that something like that yeah all right sounds we'll good there. uh all right guys jason thomas Congrats, from fly racing thanks oh thank right, you guys. yep you See forgot ya. you forgot the outro See ya. <laughs>
Well, he couldn't hear it anyways. Uh, all right, let's get to our next guest here. He is uh, one of our favorites, and we love having him on here. Uh, and he is a former factory Kawasaki rider, Good 250 thing. Supercross champion, motocross the nation's champion. What am I missing? The fact that he has an iPhone. Good thing everybody who's on the show tonight does. Yeah, we hope so. Does A-Ray have Fuck him. Do we know? Yeah, he does. Ah, Jelly Bean. Yo. What's up? What's happening? Well, we have no phones. We had no power to start the show. It's just, it's one of those nights. Yeah, it's janky radio, right? Yeah, pretty much. You've been here, right? Cade Clayson in yeah. studio here, by the way. I get it. Mr. Weimer, how are you? What's up, Cade? Oh, he, good, how are you? he has announced his team for next year. He is on the SGB Honda team with A-Ray. So this should okay. be great. This should be great. Um, I mean, I'm not super familiar, but my first question is really like, are we going to get A-Ray back for that that uh, that move? Oh, yeah. At some, well, okay. technically, technically, he was getting me back. It just was oh, okay. on, on TV because <laughs> the week, okay. like the, I don't remember which day it was, but whatever the round was before, he, uh-huh. he hit the deck like third corner in while we were mid-pack. I just annihilated him, and he didn't even have a chance to get up. He was rather nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, nice. yeah. Uh, the, my move on him was much saltier, but. Uh, I got it. I got it. But oh, it, it got the job done because I made the main that night and he didn't. Yeah, no, so. I, I remember. I saw it. Yeah. That would, uh, it should be great all year, all year long, Jake, with fireworks with these guys. Who makes the main first? I can't. Uh, I can't wait. Can't I wait. Go, I got to go you. I got to go you because you were better than him last year. So, Jake? Um. All right, Jake. I guess Weimer. Okay. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Jake Weimer on the show brought to you by Art of Sport, artofsport.com forward slash pulpamex to save. Kenny Roxon's a partner with these guys. Uh, James Harden from NBA. Uh, get the deodorant, get the charcoal body wash. Uh, the products are formulated with natural botanical ingredients to keep you smelling fresh all day. Even better, they leave out the bad stuff like parabens and sulfates. All products under 10 bucks. artofsport.com forward slash pulpamex to save with those guys. Get them at CVS, get them at Walgreens, get them at uh, Target, all sorts of places. Thank you, Art of Sport, bringing you Jelly Bean, Jake Weimer, on the show. Um, still still not a massive fan of that nickname. I know, I know. Um, that's why yeah, I said, it's not like, great. Do you like Jelly Beans? Not particularly, really. So why? where did it come from? Uh, I, said, I don't know. Steve, rolls up, rolls Steve up started time. it. Were, yeah. you, were you a little plump one time when Steve no. came in the rig to give no. you an interview or something? No. I don't know. Anyway. Sorry. Just okay. Curious. Yeah, I don't know. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with uh, Chance Hymas, or do you want to start with Ryan Villapoto? Oh, God. <laughs> Wherever you want to start. Okay. It don't matter. Okay. We'll, we'll go either way. All right. Okay. Sounds fair. You, uh, you've been working with Chance Hymas, of course. Uh, we just had his dad, Chris, on earlier, um, and you've been coaching him and working with him. Um, he made the switch to Honda. Never mind the the bike switch and all that, Jake. What do you see in this kid? What do you? What's the potential? What do you? What do you like about him uh, when you work with him? Well, I, I've been asked this question before, right? And it's always like, well, I don't want to say too much because it's like I'm trying to sell the kid, right? But I don't feel that way now because like yeah. he's good to go. He's fine. I'm not selling him, but. When I, I mean, I've been helped him for a few years and like not too much in the past, like just here and there, I'd ride with him, spend some time with him. But then this year I've been spending a lot more time with him. And honestly, I, I don't know. He's just good. And I think that 
there's a lot of people that are good, but just his mm-hmm. family, his family, where their head is, like just kind of how they go about it, like mentally and like his dad's really mellow. I mean, I didn't hear what he said on this, or you know, yeah. I, he said he was on earlier, but he, I think his dad does a really good job. Um, just his good family life. I think their values are in place. And the kid's just good on a motorcycle. And I can talk to him and I can, you know, we've been messing around on a supercross track a little bit. And I can tell him certain things Mm -hmm. that it's almost a feeling. Like that's when someone asks you like, oh, how do I jump? Well, I don't really know how to answer that because it's kind of a feeling thing. And I can explain something to him like, hey, don't like to triple in the middle middle of a rhythm or something in the the supercross track we have is brand new. So the transitions aren't real good, you know? And so I'm like, don't sit into that too early. Like you got to wait till the last minute to sit. Mm-hmm. And he knows what I'm talking about. So he's just, he's a good motorcycle rider. He, he's hungry. Like this is, you know, like all of us, but this is truly what he wants to do. He works hard. He mm-hmm. takes care of, you know, his motorcycles and he truly is, you know, an, an avid, you know, motorcycle racer. Right. Like he wants to do it. His dad's not telling him, Hey, you need to go do a 20 minute moto. Hey, you need to work on your bike. Hey, no, he, he does it himself. He takes care of stuff. He shows up on time. He, right. and he just, he just, he just understands he gets it. So, uh, I, I think he's got truly, I, and I've told his dad this, and I think he's got a massive ceiling in the sport. I really do. Uh, Kate and I were talking about how much we love the fact that he went and did some works races. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I, and I, I went to one of them with him this summer and went and hung out and watched him. And to me, just everything they do, it's just, they're true enthusiasts of the sport. And I don't know that that's important for everybody, but I think that in a lot of cases, I think that's really important mm-hmm. to, to really, truly like it, love it. You know, you hear all this cliche stuff. You, you got to eat, sleep, breathe, you know, motocross. And I think as you get older, I think that, you know, there, I think it's important to, to have a little bit of separation. But as a young kid, to me, when I watch, I think it's really important for a young kid to truly, truly love it and to like writing. And, you know, I, I help some kids here and there, you know, a little mm-hmm. bit, whatever, you know, I'm still around motorcycles a lot. And it, you know, say I'm at a track on a, on a Wednesday, he rides more than anybody else there. And I just, to me that, yeah. that it just says something that he really, really likes it. And I think that's important. Yeah, absolutely. So do you use a lot of the positive affirmation that from your dad? Same kind of stuff? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, right. Kate. Yeah. Oh, um, well, you said you had questions for Jake about I did. I was opening my phone because I don't remember what they are. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh-oh. So how mad was Peyton at you when the kid switches to Honda? I don't know. I hope he's not mad because that, <laughs> that, that has nothing to do with me. Right. I, I, I kind of, I'm not the agent. So I purposely stayed out of that because I, that was, that is something that crossed my mind. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like, you know, I'm, yeah. 
I'm tight with Mitch and you know, he's like a, he's like a second dad to me. And I remember the day that the Honda contract came through cause I had heard about it right. and it was supposed to come. It was supposed to come, but it took a while. And the day that it came and then, I mean, I don't know, it was later that day and my phone rings and it's Mitch Payton and I'm like, Oh no. <laughs> oh. oh boy. But yeah. I mean, he was just like, what, you know, what do you yeah. know? And, and I shot him straight. I'm like, well, I don't know. I mean, you know, I met them probably, well, I met him a long time ago, but I've kind of been around him for a while. And, you know, he was a team green kid. And that was kind of the plan was, well, not kind of, that was the plan for him to go to pro circuit. And, you know, in my, you know, just because I was there and my, and I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That would, that'll work. That'd right. be great. And then, you know, circumstances and things change and the Honda deal was coming through and it was a really good deal. And so I was like, well, I mean, I'm not the agent. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> leave me out of this. I don't. <laughs> so no, he, you know, either way, I think he would have been a hundred percent fine, but yeah. you know, he got a really good deal. And I went with him to California last week when he got on the bikes and spent a couple days with him and, you know, with the Honda guys and, you know, everything I saw, it was positive. Like right. it, it's, he's in a good spot. So, um, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for the whole family. It, as you know, that's a lot of work. That's a big commitment. That's a lot of money spent. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of travel. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think he's very deserving. I think he's going to be just fine. And yeah, I just think it's a great time for the family and something, something they should be proud of for sure. Are you going to have a full-time role with him? Like, are you going to go to the amateur events and stuff like that? Or are you strictly like, you know, when it's convenient for everyone, you're going to just do some stuff with him? Well, I guess the plan, as far as I know, and I we sat down, I don't know, maybe a month ago. I think as far as I'm understanding it, the plan is, is that I'm going to be full-time with him and, you know, go to the races with him. And, and I've told him like, Hey, there's certain things, you know, like for example, I'm not with him right now. He just right. raced in Texas. And I told, you know, when it's really important and I feel like I need to be there, I'll be there. And, and as this thing goes on, it gets more serious. You know, once he jumps into outdoors or supercross or whatever it may be, like mm -hmm. I'll, I'll be there for sure. Uh, Jake Weimer on the show brought to you by the folks at art of sport, art sport.com forward slash pulp uh, working with Chance Hymas, that, uh, that'll be good. You know what? I told Chris this, and, and Kate and I discussed this too. If I'm in their shoes and HRC is calling and they're giving me a direct path to the factory team, which Kawasaki doesn't always do with everybody because mm -hmm. it's Mitch's call, it's Team Green pushes, but they don't ultimately have the say, blah, blah, blah. Right. You can keep your gear money. You can, yep. you can have a dedicated, you know, dual – I imagine two guys would be the most that Honda has. You have the focus of factory Honda. on This is a no-brainer. It really is. Ryan Holiday and Team Green are great people. Uh, they've done a lot yeah. of things, but this is a no-brainer. And in my eyes, to, to do to do this if HRC is selects you to be the one. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I that's where it kind of was. You know, not to focus on this too much, but where it kind of. I don't want to say put me in an awkward spot, but I was kind of like, Hey, leave. I don't like, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not the agent. That's what I kept saying. I'm not the agent. <laughs> like I like, but yeah, I mean, you're, you know, it for a long time, you know, jet Reynolds and 
he was, you know, he's been their guy, like their top kid. And Chance was kind of in this weird spot where he was kind of in the middle. And, you know, I think ultimately, like he had an offer and I, and, and I think it was good. But like you said, with Honda and it's a small team, you know, with only two lights riders and there's a lot of focus there. And, you know, not to mention the gear money and, and everything that comes along with that, like, Either way he would have went, I wouldn't have been worried that, mm-hmm. you know, he was going to be just fine. But, yeah, I mean, I I financially and everything else, like, yeah, I, yep. I understand the decisions that were made for sure. Well, I asked Chance's dad this. Um, when you obviously – did you – you turned pro with Mitch, right? No. I spent three years at Factory Connection or Geico. You he, know. he actually it turned was, pro in Canada. He raced up in Canada, got his doors blown off by yeah, Dusty Clapp. Yeah, that's, that's and true. And then went that to Geico. Right. Oh, yeah, and my, yeah, and my questions are relevant. Then okay. Never mind. All right. Well, you should do your research more, Cade. Sorry, bro. I wasn't alive. He was <laughs> Don't you remember Jake, Jake Weimer on a Geico Honda won one night at the U.S. Open? One night. Yes. Beat all yeah, the 450s. True. Wait, what year? Oh, seven, Steve? No. You just yeah. did the story on this. I did, this. yeah. Was it, it was 07. Yeah, it was 07. Yeah. Yeah. I raced it on a 65. Okay, well, I mean, just saying. Nice. Um, hey, uh, Jake, so what else have you been doing? You been riding at all, or, or what's happening? What's going on with you? Uh, not not too much, really, to be honest. Like, I was riding a little bit this spring, and then with Chance, like, getting ready for – we got a little more serious, and so I was spending a lot of time with him getting ready for mammoth and Loretta's and all that. So it's, it's hard for me to ride and then, you know, help him. So, mm-hmm. um, I didn't really ride this summer. I rode with him a couple of weeks ago when he started riding supercross. Cause I was like, Oh, that looks kind of fun. And I don't have supercross suspension, but I went out there and played <laughs> around a little bit and was like, yeah, I better not jump that. Cause I'll probably do a front flip. But, um, does he still have I his mean, own yeah, supercross I, track? It's it's here in Rupert where I live. So we, um, I I partnered up with uh, the guys at Let's Ride. It's the local dealership, and and they're younger guys. They're younger than I am actually. But they, yeah, they they I partnered up with them, and they wanted to get it because we don't have anywhere to ride here. So it's not like there's practice here Tuesday, practice here Wednesday. You can go here. Th- like there's not really anything around. So they. It, and they're close to my house, probably 10, 15, 15 minutes probably. But they got property, and, yeah, we, you know, ma- figured it all out. And we got they got sprinkler system put in that we can push a button and water it from the phone. And there's a two-minute outdoor track, supercross track, pit-by track. So it's it's pretty it's pretty legit. It's cool. Mm. Taco factory. Taco factory. Taco factory. What do you mean? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a joke because – we were riding there every Tuesday. The kind of the plan was because there's a handful of us, and we're like, all right, we need to make it a deal that every Tuesday afternoon, like all the boys ride, and then all the wives hang out, and they and they were cooking dinner for us, so we'd ride, and then we'd eat dinner, and it was always on Tuesdays. Oh, so okay. Turned in turned into the taco factory. Nice. Oh, I like it. I like yeah. it. Tuesday. Yeah. Um, yep. So uh, you and RV, uh, you you. You guys called me the other day. I, we don't need to give it yeah. away, but th- there's lots of yeah. business, uh, lots of business potentials going on with you two. Right, right, right. But now, yeah. but We're, now he's playing guitar, or he's learning how to play guitar, and then he was doing some stunt work, and then he was still doing construction. 
I I think he's taken a break from construction. <laughs> okay. He's he was working on his movie star status. Yep. yep. And that that's when these talks started coming up. Right. And then but then I got a random text that he's has guitar lessons. <laughs> And I haven't heard anything about our business venture since. <laughs> it's, I haven't heard a word. The guitar lessons went that way. They just took that he, place. He he texted me this morning. Hey, I got guitar lessons again. Right on, man. Like, <laughs> he can't stick with anything, and he thinks that this – he truly thinks he's going to be able to figure this one out. And I'm like, dude, yeah, you that is probably the h- hardest thing you've picked up that you think you're going to learn. And I can't. He's like, no. Yeah. He's, he says his coach, He, I don't remember the words he used, but I, I think I have a future here. <laughs> yeah. I hey, don't know. I took one guitar lesson because I also wanted to learn it. And I want. My, I tried. Yeah, I tried. My wife got me an acoustic guitar. It's over sitting over there in the studio here. And I took mm-hmm. one lesson, and of course, my instructor, whose name was Wally, he's like, "Oh, I can tell you're going to be real good at this." Meaning, right, come right, keep paying right. me money, keep paying me money, right. and I'll teach you. And meanwhile, I could, I physically could not get my sausage fingers to like to like reach right. to reach the proper. Right. That's my problem. Chords. Yep. And I was I've like, been there. I'm like Wally. Like, how am I going to go from here to there <laughs> on the on the on the on the uh, arm chords? On the no, what is the thing called? The, the, the I don't know. What, whatever. Don't know what so anyway, yeah. so but Wally was like, no, no, no. You sound good. Like keep coming. You know, like. Yeah, See, I want to play the neck, was, the neck, the neck of the guitar. Thank yeah, you. there you go. That, I think that was the first question I asked RV. I'm like, he's like, yeah, dude. He told me like, this is what he told me. He says, my instructor tells me that in two months. I'm going to be playing songs from the radio. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like not a chance. And I no said way. To him, I go, how much are you paying this guy? Yeah. <laughs> and he kind of sm- laughed and he's like, oh, I don't know. It's like $80 or something. And I'm like, okay, yep, yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Here comes Ryan Villapoto from Newport Dunes coming down. The instructor saw him coming a mile away. Yeah, yeah. not I, – I – out of all the things that he tries to get into, right? I truly think this is maybe the hardest one because he was, he was super into. He was doing flight lessons and everything, like flying planes, and yep. he wanted to get his license. And I'm like, all right, yeah, like that makes sense. I get it. Like he's yeah. sending me planes he's gonna buy, and I'm looking at him like, all right, cool, yeah, all right, yeah, yep, yep. And then he calls me one day, and he's like. I'm like, what, have you been flying? Or And he's like, no, I, I kind of stopped or whatever he said. And I'm like, well, what happened there? And he's like, he goes, I don't know if I can pass the written test. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I laugh. He, he throws me a business venture at Paris. We were at Paris last week or two weeks ago. Uh, riding, mm-hmm. He was riding the YZ250. I was riding my new yeah. bike. And he's thrown yeah. me this business venture of this ranch. And then he's like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, good idea. Like, he's like, he's like, he's focusing on the smallest details about what kind of food they would serve, right, at the right. ranch. Right. And I'm like, right. hey, man, you got a lot more things to do for this ranch than just, like, don't worry about smoking the ribs right now for yeah. the ranch. Like, you have- yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I've been in these conversations about, about this property and all that. Yeah. And actually, when we were in California, me and, 
behind us. It was Chance and his dad, Chris. And I'm like, hey, you guys want to go to dinner? RVs, like, because we had to go to Cali to drop his mm-hmm. his bikes off. Um, so we were close. So we go to dinner, and he starts talking. And I'd already talked to him about it. And he's telling Chris about this whole idea about him starting this this ranch, and he wants to have a western town. And he starts yeah. it off by saying, this is how he started off. He goes, I want to have the church, like the church at one end of, you know, like Main Street. Yeah. And then across the street is the brothel. And I'm like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so you you want a church at the end with the bell and the whole deal. And then it, the next words out of his mouth was then like, yeah, you know, you'll you'll have a brothel over here. And he's like, you know, they're all makeshift buildings with basically a bedroom and a bathroom for all the homies to sleep in. Right. But I'm just like, wow, man, he, you're off in left field. Yeah, he wants to build a western town on a ranch and smoke mm-hmm. some ribs. And I thought you didn't want to give it away. Uh, I, uh, right. Well, Weimer kind of did. So, uh. Well, there's one in Tucson. Tell him to go look at oh, it. Oh, there is? Yeah. Old Tucson, man. It's great. Like, I, I thought you were talking about our other venture. Oh, we're uh, gonna be big, big no, podcasters. I, I said at Paris, it was it was about the ranch at Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think any of this is secret. We're we're open to feedback. Oh uh, yeah, you guys, you put it on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, so they no, want to start no a podcast. Research. Uh, they want to start a podcast. Yeah, I, I see that. It was actually his idea. I, but I don't think it's a terrible idea. I'm concerned about his commitment, just like you are. But right. I don't think it's a terrible idea. You really like for that for that uh, kind of stuff. You have to really like, yeah. You got to be there weekly. You got to be. You got to get guests. You got to call people. Yeah, it's a lot of yeah. work. Yeah, it, I can see that. Your competition, my competition. Yeah, these two guys. But they don't. But he's, help, he's he's helping us though, which I, is cool. I, I'm going to be involved, but they don't want to do just kinda, moto people. They want to have. They want to be she- Joe Rogan. Chefs, uh, gun people, riders, hunters, hunters, yeah, Joe Rogan. fishers, whatever. Right, right. Yeah. Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, yep. my name for it. Should I tell him my name? Yeah, that's fine. We, I mean, we can. We'll get feedback. We're open to feedback. The twelve two podcast. Twelve. I thought you said two twelve. Two twelve. Whatever. What? Which either one? Two twelve. Twelve to two. Two twelve. So then you have the you have T W O. And then one two two twelve podcast. What if you did twelve to two and it's a two hour podcast? Mm, Not bad. I also said if you did the two twelve at two p.m. and twelve minutes, you do a shot. Or you just do it. That's just that's just what we need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twelve to twelve to two. I like that. Twelve to two. Right, right. Um, So yeah, you guys may do this. Who knows? We don't know. It could be after the guitar lessons, maybe. Right. I'm I'm doubtful. To, to be honest, but I'm open to it. After the guitar lessons. Yeah, see, yeah. that's my concern, is that the guitar got picked up, and I haven't heard anything about it since. <laughs> so, Jake, Jake Weimer on the show, brought to you by the folks at Art of Sport. I want to, uh, before we get too far into this thing, Alex Ray's coming up next, by the way. Kate Clayson's teammate. Uh-huh. Great. Uh, uh-huh. Let me get your take on a couple of things here, Jake, that are going on in, 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 in the industry right now. Uh, Aaron Plessinger to Red Bull KTM. What's your take? What's your thoughts initially? Uh, someone asked me this the other day. Okay. I guess my initial thought is I think that if the environment is good and that he's happy and he can laugh and run the mullet and do I think I think he'll be fine on any motorcycle he rides as long as 
he can have fun and enjoy it. You know, like I know he puts in the work. I, I know that. Um, I think as long as he's happy and he's liking it, I think he'll be fine. Okay. As long as you can. Well, yeah. I do have one other. I do know because I've ridden both. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting because I know like he's a taller guy. The Yamaha definitely is a big, bigger feeling bike. And the KTM is definitely a smaller feeling motorcycle. So it'll be interesting to, to see how that plays out. Like, I don't doubt that he can't figure it out, but right. he's definitely one of the taller guys. So I don't, does that have an effect? I don't know. Right, right. Yep. It's uh, definitely something to think about for sure because that bike is a smaller, smaller yeah. bike, KTM. Yep. Which worked yep. for Cooper Webb, right? Um, speaking, right. Of, speaking of Cooper Webb, uh, doing something that you did. He's left the Baker's factory. He's going over to the old 2-2 compound to train and ride. Uh, this, to me, is the number one story in 2022, like how this is going to go. The same, better, worse. I'll, I'll take any of those. You know what I mean? I, I could see scenarios yeah. for all of those working. But what do, you, what do you take from this? He talked about having more fun. He talked about, you know, not getting away from the grind a little bit um, and all of this stuff. Yeah. You know he's going to do the work. But uh, what's your yeah. take, Jake? Man, I don't, that's that's I'm going to give you an opinion, but that's just that's a really difficult question to answer and maybe one that he has as well. But I do think that as guys get older in their career, like nobody is going to doubt Cooper Webb's work ethic, right? Like he'll do the work. He knows where he needs to be to be in shape and and all that. Um better or worse i don't know no one does he might not know but he did it for a reason you know he obviously feels that this is and having gone through it you know i had reasons for why i left and didn't, mm-hmm. you know and it's it's not a slam on eldon and i i think he's gonna be fine i don't it's i think eldon is really really good for certain people and I think Cooper Webb is going to be okay. You do? Okay. All right. Yeah. I think yeah. the biggest issue is being self-governed and, like, holding yourself accountable for everything all year long. Like, yep. there's a lot of times when you're like, man, I really don't want to go do that. And it's a lot easier yeah. to say, I'm not going to go do that. When there's Well, no- I guess, yeah, fair, fair statement i guess my question would be is he gonna have a trainer is he gonna have somebody burner. that's burner. going burner okay. i get i mean if you have somebody that is there to hold you accountable and and i completely understand that um and i think that's where eldon really really shines is that it's really structured and there is a schedule so I think that's very, very good for some people. But I, it's kind of, to me, the same thing like Jason Anderson, you know, a little, little more of a, I, I don't know what you want to call it, but for him, it's, you know, he shine. same thing as AP. Like I said, you know, I think if he's happy, I think AP is going to be fast. Um, and I think it's the same thing for Anderson and maybe you're seeing that from Cooper, you know, he's getting older, you know, for the sport Mm -hmm. and he's been around for a while and guys are looking for longevity. And I think, I think there is to add to that. I think it's pretty tough and I don't know that this is going to change or not, but I think it's really difficult 
to pull into the same driveway and the same motorcycle track Mm -hmm. every single day. I think that's, I think if you're looking for longevity and you want a few more years out of your career, I think it's important. People need change. You can't, I think it's really, really difficult to do the same thing every single day. Yep. And I think that that works to an extent. Like if you look at a Villapoto or a Carmichael, like, I'm going to get in here. This is a job. I'm going to get it done. I'm going to be fit. I'm going to be fast. I'm going to race and I'm going to retire at 26, 27 years old. Yeah. There's, there's different ways to look at it. So if you're looking for longevity and you want to race a couple more years and you need a change, I don't think that's a slam on Eldon. I don't think it's a slam. You know, it's just people need change once in a while to get excited again. You know, Tomac, I, it you know he was at Cowie a long time, and I don't know what the reason is, but you can't tell me that that didn't play a part at all. You know that's exciting to get on a new team, a different bike. Uh, you know, for better or worse, yeah. like changes later on in your career. I think change can be good. Right. I, uh, I, I that's the stuff I've been saying about Forkner. Like I know he's with Renard. Things aren't mm-hmm. working that well. I'm just like, look, R- Robbie Renard could be awesome. Just. Change it up if you're Austin Forkner. Just change it up. Bogle did it, right? It happens. Yep. And, and I never understood Alden, and I like Alden a lot, and I've, and I've said this to him. I've never Same. understood Alden. Like, hey, you can't go to Paris Supercross in uh, the beginning of November. That'll just ruin your Anaheim 1 prep. Yeah, but Alden, I can make right. $100,000. Too bad. Right. Well, what, what's right. better than racing? You know, like, I, like yeah. nothing is better than racing. Two, hey, Alden, uh, can we go ride uh, at the, the 83 compound this day, or can we go to the Nest? No. Like, what? Yep. Why? Like, I, what? What is that? Like, yeah. I don't. That, I don't understand the mentality of a I, trainer saying no to these things to to help freshen things up and keep the energy high among your clients. I just don't get it. I feel that um, the no, the Paris Supercross thing is I, Alden's program breaks you down. So basically, you break yourself all the way down and then you build all the way back up. And I'm assuming he wants those guys to peak, like. Almost. But you don't have to go to Paris to dominate. You just go race. Go yeah, get your money and race. I, I don't know. I just I feel like I mean Jake, you could probably speak on it more. Are you pr- those guys are probably pretty beat down, you know, end of boot camp, and you know they're not going at their max speed because they've just been doing laps after laps after laps. You know, in October you're not doing sprints and stuff. You're doing thirties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you know that's a valid point, and I I think that's part of it. But I didn't. That because I went through that literal example one year that I, you know, was yeah. supposed to go to Paris and there was money on the table. And I was like, I I'm going. <laughs> and, you know, I got a little bit of not not bad, but definitely was, you know, that corner was not pumped on it. And I'm like, look, like my my training and what I'm paying you and this like I can go and pay for that in a weekend right. and you're telling me no i can't do it you know and and the excuse you get a lot you know and it, the team i was riding for at that time and all those things like well you could get hurt you could get hurt and it's like well so then i guess i shouldn't practice next week because yeah. i could get yeah. hurt doing that too like i'm never gonna buy that excuse like well i don't want you to go because you could get hurt well then 
we shouldn't even be in this business anyway, because <laughs> right. as soon as I start that motorcycle, there is a, a potential of me getting hurt. So I will, that was, that's the easiest one that they want to use. And I'll never buy that one. Cause that's just, if you get on a motorcycle, whether it's on a Monday or a Saturday, that possibility is there. Yeah. So I'm not going to buy that one. And you know, that's one thing not to, not to backtrack, but that's one thing that I really, really appreciate about the Hymas program is that, you know, it's works racing, it's, it's amateur events, Mm -hmm. it's, we ride supercross, we do. And that's, you know, he's, that's been part of the conversation. Well, you could get hurt. What, what's, you know, what, what, what are we trying to do here? What's the goal? And I'm like, if you want to ride your, anything you do and you're on your motorcycle, I'm a fan. Right. Like, let's do it. Let's do it. You're just getting better. And it's a racing environment. So the Bercy thing, <clears throat> I, you can't, like, you're not going to talk me out of it. it. You know, you can make good money. It's You're getting a gate drop in the middle of off-season prep. I, I see no downside. I mean, yeah, that would suck to go over there and get hurt. But that's part of the sport. Like, yeah. that's, yep. you got to be smart. You got to make good decisions. And that's that's my stance on that. Yeah, I think it all makes sense to me anyways. Uh, Jake Weimer on the show brought to you by Artisport.com. Of course, check them out. Uh, great deodorant. Great. I got you some Artisport, didn't I? Oh, love it, dude. All my right. wife told me to get more while I was here, but I can't fly home with it. You can't, yeah. It's I'll too- take some deodorant, though. All right, okay. Uh, I don't think I have any for you. Oh, I think I'm all out. Uh, Jake, are, what, so are we getting you an RV in studio? What's happening? Are we going to try to do that, but like a little bit? We want to do that, right? Yeah, I'm in. All right. Whenever. Okay, we got to figure that I'm out. Down. Yeah, we got to we got to get that in. We got to figure that out. I've been trying to get a couple of big name factory riders to come up here too and and you know like you guys are hard to deal with, you guys, you know? Oh, stop. It's just, Not it's so- me. You can No, stop. You can throw the rest in that category. Don't throw me in that category. Okay, it's probably a good point. You're right. All right. Yeah, I I don't want to do that. Can we drop the name of those big name factory guys that are too cool? They're not too cool. It, they just said, yeah, let's do it. Like, I want to do it. Okay, you want to do it? I want to do it. All right, let's do it. And then when it comes time to like, hey, guys, I got this state and this state. Ah, okay, I got this state and this state. Oh, like, okay. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll buy the tickets tomorrow. I'll buy. The, you give me the date. I will buy the tickets. Give me your birthdays. I'll put them in the, you know, I'll get you two tickets coming up. So Very. I just need guys to deal with like you, Kate. Easy. You, we literally put this deal together in five minutes. Mm-hmm. On a text. Mm-hmm. Right. Great guy. Great guy. Great guy. Uh, great, guy. Great, guy. great guy. Uh, <laughs> podcast host, uh, ranch helper, uh, right. a guitar uh, groupie, Jake Weimer on the show. Right. Right. <laughs> right. I, can, I can be a good ranch hand. Yeah. Just let him, just right. let him know. <laughs> we may need some help. And I, I can run a dozer. So when he builds a track at his ranch, Perfect. just let me know. There we go. Uh, Perfect. All right. All right, Jake. Well, thanks for coming on. Say hi to Nicole for us. And, uh, yeah, yeah, appreciate your time. And uh, good luck with everything. And, let, yeah, let's get you in studio and figure that out. We got we to gotta make it happen. I'm, I'm starting to feel like you're more of one of those top factory guys because we've talked about this for a while. But don't we so want to get the other of, goofball in, though? I mean, we can, yeah, for sure. But that's that's not don't that's what I'm saying. Right. Like I've already told you. Like I'll I'll be there. I'll well, go. actually, what we should do is just you and I work out a date and then just tell the goofball this is the date. No right. shit, asshole. No, yeah, all no, you have to right. do for him for him because we you know the last couple of years we've been doing some hunting stuff. Mm-hmm. He's not going to plan. 
like because right, right. he like my brother my brother-in-law met him last year and he's like all right yeah let's plan this alaska trip and you know let's you know get this sorted out and i'm like buddy you're not gonna know if you're going until a week before you're right. not gonna know right did so you, did you guys yeah, do an elk hunt just, this year uh i have an elk hunt that i just got back from deer hunting last night um where'd you and go and then i haven't uh, just right by my house, like an hour from my house. Oh, okay. Um, I was, I was and I got back all week night. in Ohio. Yeah. So I go, my elk hunts like the middle of November to the middle of December. Are you rifle hunting then? Yeah. Yep. Are you yep. in Colorado or where are you going? Idaho. He's, oh, in, Idaho, he's an hour yeah. from his house. No, when he oh. goes on his elk hunt. I mean, oh, okay. I was confused. Yeah. I, uh, it's, yeah, it's Idaho. Uh, um, this intrigues me. It does? Yeah. Cause it's, I got my first elk good. last year. It's great. Congratulations, oh, yeah. guys. Great work. It's, it's great. Good I just stuff. want to hit a motor cross. Great work. Just looking great. down a scope of a rifle and shooting an animal from 100 yards away. Great work, guys. Listen, if, if that's how you feel, because that's how, you know, that's how the anti-hunters feel, I'm going to tell you, you need to come with me okay. in November, and, you, and you'll change your... You'll I'm change not anti-hunting. Like, I'm not anti-hunting. In oh, fact, you, you have such an advantage with a rifle. All right, you better put on your boots, because we're going to walk. <laughs> It's, it ain't very easy. I'm not anti-hunting. You're eating the meat. I hope you're eating it right. You're you, so you're. Yeah, yep. I, I like all that part of it. But yep. I mean, look at look at these things with the scopes and the guns. Hey, I, mean, I took you know. I took my wife on a bow hunt this week. Yeah, her first bow hunt, and oh, yeah. she she missed a buck her first night. And I was like, I don't think you realize how lucky you are, because the next two times we went, we didn't see shit. And yep. she's like, please she, don't shoot an e-biker. I will not okay, shoot right, any thank biker. You. Thank, thank you. <laughs> don't worry, honey. I see some rustling. I hear a whirl. I hear a whirl. Don't wear antlers. No antlers. No Christmas okay. attire. Right. I could just see like I hear some rustling. I hear a whirring. Like it's it's purring. It's a it's a yeah. jungle cat. Oh my god. You know. So yeah, that that's all. Um, but all yeah, right, yeah. We'll uh, we got to figure it out. We'll, we'll we'll get it going. Um, I've actually. Yeah, you need you need to come with me. Uh, I don't think I've if, never. If Steve I've won't never, take the invite, I will. I've never camped in my life. Yeah, are you, you serious? Never. Oh my hell! Like, oh do you guys mean sleeping in a tent? Yeah, yeah. I've never me. done that. No, I don't. I have it pretty lucky on that end. Like my my deer hunt that I just went on. Like I take my trailer up there. Like, okay, I'm so you, good to oh, go. And yeah. then okay. my elk hunt. It's actually pretty cool because we stay in like a hundred plus year old cabin, like with a wood stove, and like it's pretty cool. Right. I've never done a backpacking hunt okay. out of like a tent. And okay. Everything. I, I would I, love to. Right. I think that'd be so cool to go Steve, on a backpack. Steve does not want to talk about this. <laughs> I just, yeah. Gosh, dude. That's like one of my. That's like one of my. You know, dreams is to go on a big backpack hunt. Wow. Like get a hold of, of me, Clay. What a, what get a, a hold of me. Well, I'll take you. We'll uh, I like this idea. Okay, here we go. Great. Bringing people Fan, together, fantastic, Steve. Fantastic, guys. Great, That's right. Go. That's right. Um, Thanks, Steve. All right. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Uh, all right, Jake. Thanks for the time, man, and we'll talk soon. Thank no you. No problem. All right. All right. Thanks. Sounds See, good. That's, yep. uh, that's Jumpin' Jake Warm, everybody. You're lucky. I like you. Brought to you by Artisport.com. Hey, I want to thank the, thank the folks at ORW for coming on board. I've had... Uh, a couple people reach out to me and use the code lately. Pulpamex is the code to save at offroadwarehouse.com. Uh, get your bike to the track with style and performance from Offroad Warehouse. They've got uh, locations in Temecula and San Diego, Corona, Vegas, uh, Arizona, Georgia. Uh, so please check it out. Offroad Warehouse are staffed by a knowledgeable, experienced team. Plus, they install everything they sell from suspension kits, tires, and wheels to steps, bed accessories, and more. Marks, you have a truck? 
I do, yes. Talon, you have a truck? I do. I have a truck. Offer kind warehouse.com. Of. Can we do something with the van? Mid-sized truck of the year. Truckish. Yeah. We could? Yeah. You sprint a van? Yeah. Yeah. What do we got to do? Offer warehouse.com. Let's figure it out. Uh, so thanks to those guys. They help out Carson Mumford, Cody Shock this past year. Also the uh, Club of Mex guys, Filthy Phil Nicoletti. He's making his return to Supercross. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm going to tell him you said that. Fair enough. Filthy Phil Nicoletti, coming in the Supercross ORW, offroadwarehouse.com. Use the code PULPMX to save. Thank you to those guys for coming on board. And also, thank you to all of our sponsors. Uh, appreciate that. Sponsor deals on pulpmxshow.com to save. We still have the Race Tech rant coming up. You decided which one you're going to go with? Yeah, I have. And we have the motorsport.com tweet a talent segment. You got your, uh, your questions picked over there? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, fantastic. Tats. What? Oh yeah. Uh, so let's get to our next guest here. Uh, do our phones are still down. Do we? Do we know? Have we tried lately? I tried a few minutes ago. Okay. They were still down. All right. Well, let's just uh, put this guy on. Uh, Rant's gonna go on great. Facebook again. Honestly, did you hear the wind though? Right, like maybe Dude, was that thunder? Ago? What was that? What was that? I think it was. Yeah. Damn. Getting wild out there. All right, we're gonna bring in our next guest here. He is a member of the SGB Honda team, and he is teammates with our co-host here, Kate Clayson. He's brought to you by CTI. Since 1983, CTI knee braces have been remained the trusted choice of professional athletes and leading physicians around the world. Its rigid carbon fiber frame is streamlined and lightweight, helping to provide functional ligament support and stabilization of the knee. I have a set of these. I absolutely love them. They got Phil's face on them. Uh, with its adoptable subshell, CTI provides a custom-like fit that c- conforms perfectly to your leg, providing excellent balance, comfort, and support. Go to store.oser.com, store.oser.com, or contact your physician for CTI Custom. Alex Ray, what's up, buddy? Uh, not too much. Just uh, just hanging out here in California. So, before we get too far into this, Swap Moto Live. Like, I get it. I get it. You do a podcast with them. I get it. Your buddies with Don and Anton. No problem. On their Instagram today, it says R Alex Ray. Well, what, what's what's your issue with it? I don't, I don't understand. Like, like he's. Are you mad that he's like claiming me or something? That's bullshit. Thank you. That's bullshit. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's R Alex Ray. I, I like I liked your t- I liked your tweet or your uh, your post too. Yeah, I claimed it. I claimed you also. So I just feel like I don't get claimed. I just feel Sounds like gay. I just feel like you know we had right? an idea. You know? We had an idea on the Swap Moto Live show actually this morning. Oh, uh, me doing a, a helmet paint job with like half Swap Moto Live, half Pulp Max. That was my idea, and you got the Swap helmet, and I got the Pulp helmet. What are you talking about? I gave you that idea like months ago. I don't know, man. It's a whole thing. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's what A-Ray yeah. always says when he just, like, wants to avoid the topic. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I, I remember I asked him something, like, something controversial about his team at some point. He was like, I don't know, man. That's what he always just says. That's going to be his line yeah, when he's yeah. the crew chief. Uh, A-Ray, so the new Honda, um, who's – so you, Jason, uh, the owner of SGB, you've ridden for him for a couple of years, been on Kawasaki's. Did he come to you and be like – you know, I know you guys are tight. Um, hey, I'm thinking about Honda. Or did you say, hey, we should get on Honda? Like, how does the, how does the team switch go from Cowie to Honda for as far as your end of things? Uh, I mean, pretty much he sort of came to me and he's like, hey, he asked me what I thought about Hondas. And I told him, I was like, man, I, 
you know, I've gelled really well with Hondas. You know, I rode them for several years. Um, you know, I told him that I, I felt a little bit better on a Honda than I did on a Kawasaki. Um, and then, uh, you know, things, you know, just sort of fell into place. You know, we got super lucky with, uh, Jeff from storm, like Honda, just being so nice and just being a genuine dude and like loving the sport. You know what I mean? I mean, these guys, they don't have to go out of their way to help, you know, yeah, you know, small teams like this, you know, they do it because they want to, and they love the sport. And, uh, you know, the opportunity came about to work with, uh, with the guys at storm like Honda and, uh, it all just sort of fell into place and everything, Honestly, once that happened, everything just started getting a little bit better. You know, I mean, we are on a Honda this year. Um, We've been, you know, talking to Cade a little, like a lot during the off season. And, uh, and that worked out, which is amazing. So I think it's, I think it's going to be good. You know, I think it's going to be very entertaining to say the least. This is going to be great. This is fantastic. Oh yeah. You know, we got a lot more points in you this year. Anyway. Yeah, you know, I, I'm coming for redemption. You know, it, it took pretty much two broken wrists to freaking for him to beat me. So, uh, no, he's got, got, got those fixed. He's got, got a point. Fixed. He had a jacked up wrist all year. You he know, so I, everyone else got their stuff fixed. Right. How do you feel? Uh, so you just, you, you I mean, start, you get the he hundred. had two years. He had two years to get all his shit fixed. What have I been doing? I've been racing. Yeah. Good point. You got your work you know done during your suspension time. You got your shoulder done, right? I did. I also took two years off. Right. Um. You imagine how much worse A Ray would be if he took two years off. Oh, oof. hey, A Ray, let me call you right back. We got a little bit of a crappy signal. Call you right back. Okay. All right. Got a little crappy signal. Oh, yeah. I don't know what was going on there. Wow. Do you think it could be his phone or our phone? It's his. You're on FaceTime. How could you have a crappy signal? Nobody knows. Hey. Yeah, what's up? Uh, maybe that's better. Is that better? No. Okay. I don't know. All right. Um, Hey, so uh, how was your wrist? You got the hardware taken out of the – you got the obviously the surgery done on both of them in Denver, and then you went back and got the hardware taken out. How are we, how are we doing? Uh, we're doing good. Um, it's almost time to start riding. Uh, I'm probably going to try and get an x-ray tomorrow uh, on my left wrist. So pretty much I got a partial fusion on my right wrist, and it, my right wrist is ready to go. Uh, left wrist is healing um, but, uh, it's just needs a little bit more obviously to start riding. So, uh, that's what I'm sort of waiting on to get back on the bike. But I mean, my right wrist feels a hell of a lot better than it used to. I mean, the thing ain't going nowhere. So that's, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm excited. It's, it's weird to me too, because like my right wrist has been my bad one, like the whole time. And now I feel like it's maybe the stronger one. Oh, okay. So that yeah, so like it's yep. it's kind of weird, you know. It looks like it's been put through a meat grinder, but at the same time, like it feels like I I haven't had this feeling in my right wrist and since yeah, I don't know 2017. Right. So yeah, I'm excited. By the way, I don't want to interrupt the show, but I have to make a mention at this moment. I just won the fantasy football matchup against Daniel Blair with that touchdown. And beat him by like two points. That's Just, great. That's awesome. That's epic. Thank you. Suck it down. Good, good, good to know where your head's at during your show, Steve. <sighs> sorry, know. sorry. Um, hey, so uh, so it's Rod Bell. What's what's? I got a question. Cade is okay. being really weird about Rod Bell. Hey, Ray. Yeah, uh, I think Rob Bell might still be up in the air. You know, um, you know, I, I think I think he just needs to check his inbox and his email. So I saw on Jace Kessler's Instagram on new Honda. Okay. Does this have anything to do with SGB Honda? Enjoy the ride. 
What, what, what do you mean, enjoy the ride? That's O'Neill's saying. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Okay, this, that's perfect. That's what you need to say. I don't know, man. Yeah, 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 that's perfect. Right, thank you. Thank you. So A-Rays just confirmed that something is up by saying, I don't know, man. Okay, so, well, Rod Bell, I mean, he is, this is his guy, Maryland. Like, does he have a better deal? Um, I don't know about a, a, I don't know. I think, I think there's a few deals out there. Okay. I think he's just sort of. Okay. I think he's just sort of, you know, waiting it out a little bit. Right, right, I right. mean, okay. All right. I don't, I, 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 I'm not in his shoes, so I have absolutely no idea. Um, so I really don't know. All right. But, uh, yeah, everything's up in there, but I think everyone else, everyone else is, uh, pretty much confirmed. Right, right. I'm interested to hear what you guys say about getting on Hondas for sure. Because Cade, you're coming from Cowie, as is uh, A Ray and everybody else. <laughs> you know, no, but I just like you're going to have one thought well, I mean, and feeling, and then A Ray's going to have another thought and feeling. You know, yeah, so. but A Ray's thoughts and feelings suck. Okay, all right. Because have you ever hopped on one of A Ray's bikes before? No, I haven't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't like it. How's the rear brake and the clutch? Do they hold up? A Ray, the only thing I can remember is when I got on your Husky and the forks didn't move and the shock was bottoming out. Um, oh yeah, that was yeah. the worst possible setup I think you could ever ride. Was it on my Was it on my race bike or my practice bike? It was. Uh, it was like preseason. I think I was still riding the KTM at that point. You were at club. I don't know if we, we maybe you had moved in, but I had. Yeah, I had Honda like yet. three different sets. I had three different sets of suspension. One on my race bike, practice bike, <laughs> and then and then one just sort of floated around, and like they were all different. So it was a whole thing. Steve, you even worked on that bike. The bars were bent, so I mean, it was a whole thing. That is the bike that you worked on. Uh, he, oh, yeah. I was a factory mechanic. The last time I'd worked on a bike was on a factory Yamaha team. And then I, the, I come out of retirement with my Yamaha fanny pack and my wrenches, and my rider says to me, hey, I got to go ride my bike around the parking lot because it's bent in a different direction than my, race, than my practice bike, and I got to get used to it. And at that moment, Kate, I'm like, what the fuck am I got myself into? <laughs> yeah, the whole night show. The whole night show, all he just tells me, hey, just just do whips. Yeah. Yeah, just do whips. Hey, hey, just do whips and and pick your gate next to Eli so I can get on TV. That's how far off the pace you were. Just do whips. Oh, man. Um, well, no, listen, that'll be great. So you guys, he, Cade mentioned you guys are going to have a trophy, perhaps, for the uh, highest scoring guy. Yeah, I think we're going to do a, a few fun okay. things with SGP. Yeah. Uh, I think we, we might even have uh, some. Uh, we're gonna. We're definitely going to be continuing the vlog content uh, mm -hmm. with the team, and then um, I think we're going to do. I think throughout the the Supercross season, I think we might be doing some golf tournaments oh, as okay. well. All right, well, that'd be fun. Team was yeah, it just, was team fun last year. We Wygan and I yes. we liked going over there. It was team fun. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, we, we keep uh, – I mean, we all want to do good, right. obviously. I mean, Cade and myself and everyone else on the team, we all want to do good. But at the same time, you know, the reason why we started racing is to have fun, and that's that's the main thing. And, we want to keep it a little bit light. You and know? Then, I feel uh, like we perform better if we're having fun. Sure. And then uh, I didn't realize this, but last year, you know, last couple of years, it started. you started with O'Neill because of the Duke, A-Ray. And, uh, oh, yeah. and then you got Jeremy Smith and uh, O'Neill deal. You got Rod Bell and O'Neill deal. And now O'Neill's on the team as a sponsor. So, yeah. Yeah, enjoy the yeah, ride. Enjoy the ride, man. Right. Team deal. Yeah, the new 2022 O'Neill gears. Absolutely. Uh, it's going to look great. They have they have like an all red kit and it's going to go it's going to go great. Did you it. did you did Andy White try to get you an FXR? I don't know if I'm um, going to speak on that. Why? 
No, he's I, pointing at me while he's saying this. He wouldn't get you an FXR. No, he's that. not going to get you. You were the worst guy for FXR, Ray. But Kate, I, I, I tried to pull some strings. And <laughs> you they, did. They had some communications. Okay, but never so worked out. But I, yeah, uh, I would, think honestly, I think he looked at the roster and seen my name on there. He's like, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's like, not yeah. this guy. He goes, he goes. I, <laughs> yeah. I got to call the boss, and this the boss is, is like, I'm not going back. This down is the that rider road. that calls me on Thursday <laughs> that needs gear for Friday because he <laughs> forgot to bring gear. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. man. So, um, no, it should be good, man. I'm looking forward to seeing 78 and 87 too. Oh, that's going to be just fantastic. Is it out on the oh, track? Man. Oh, I love it. I hope you guys oh, are going to so be much. high because right. last year we, I mean, he was a lot of the supercross rounds. He was pitted like across the way from me. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, so we would both come back either. I would be pissed or he would be pissed. I would be happy. He would be mad. Like, if I was mad, he, he would like look over the semi and I'd just middle finger it in that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Every time. And it was, just, it was the same way with him. Yeah, it was the same thing with him. So this year, I we're going to be right next to each other. So I'm sure we're going to be exchanging words every now and then because I'm sure he's going to get in my way in qualifying. I'm sure I'm going to get in his way in qualifying. And we're going to freaking clean each other out. It's just going to happen. So The best was when in Salt Lake, when I was so mad at you, you came over to our rig because you could hear me yelling fuck A-Ray so loud <laughs> because I slammed my helmet down on the table because I was so mad at you. Oh, because you thought, oh. When you cross-jumped me and I jumped <laughs> yeah. off the side I of the finish up, line. Jumped I off mean, the track, I did, yeah. Gr- yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was some Prado-type stuff right, right there. Yeah, how about Prado? But did you die? No. That's because I hit the brakes. <laughs> he said he would have if he hadn't <laughs> hit the brakes. I remember that. You know, I, I, my brakes were, were fading at that point. JT said I freaking dragged my brakes so much. So that, I, that's my story. Um, are you, are you, we, you know, you were in studio with Randy a few a month ago or so. The fall oh, of a, God. the fall of a Ray. You made me delete a photo of you I don't, I don't in like my this, pool. I don't like this fall of a Ray. I'm, I'm on. I don't like that. Yeah. What do you mean? I don't like it. I don't like it. It's just like the, f- the wording of it oh, is okay. just poor. All right. Well, the fall the, of A-Ray. The winter of A-Ray? What were we calling it? We had another name for it. I don't know. All right. A-Ray. So the point is, when do we get with the Duke and just get in the get in the Hurt Locker? When does that happen? Oh, I've, uh, we are we already in the You're Hurt in it? Locker okay. with Duke. All yeah. Right. It, started, uh, it started October 1, uh, or the week before October. Um so I haven't been riding, so pretty much just been, you know, cycling two hours a day. Yeah, that's why I was wondering if it had started yet, if you could even get serious with your training. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I've started – I mean, I'm able to do, like, burpees and stuff now, like on my fists. So um, it's pretty much three gym workouts a week, uh, bike ride every day right now. Um, wow. Doing all that. And then, uh, and then hopefully once I start riding – there's going to be a lot of laps because I, I mean, I remember whenever I was, whenever I first started training with Davey, whenever it was Supercross, it was, it was a good 70, 80 laps a day. It was a lot. Did so, did you beat my skyline time yet? What is your skyline time? I don't know. Look, you go up the damn thing every day. Uh, hold no, on, though. Well, like, like I got. Hold on. Like, okay, I am not an elite athlete on the bicycle, right? I'm not uh, that way. All right, we know this. And I'm not a super trainer. And I get that Skyline is just a climb up, like 40 minutes. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Something like that. But then it's all the way down, downhill. Yeah. Like 40 yeah. minutes of work is not doing anything, you guys. That's not doing anything. Yeah, but you got to do a lot only, more than that. It's only 40. It depends on what you're doing, though. Like the Skyline. I've done it. 
I've done it three times in one day, yeah. like up, down, up, down, up, down. Like the top yeah. of Skyline isn't the top. Like you can go to the no. top of Skyline and then you can literally, so you can ride from the basically the bottom of Skyline, up Skyline, and then all the way to Temecula I, on the I top of the ridge. I, I don't care. Like I'm just, 40 minutes up is not a, that's not something for you guys. You need to do more than that. Okay. I'll tell you what. You go pedal up Skyline on your acoustic. Love. I'm not well, a professional athlete. But I'm okay, just, but at the same time, Steve, Steve, listen to me. We we race at a high heart rate, super high heart rate for twenty minutes plus. Uh, what a lap! So some days that yes. we're trying to to duplicate that, and sometimes we can't duplicate that, like in the gym or anything like that. So we do it on the bicycle, and we go up a hill, and it's like a huge, like it's a big block interval. I mean, I guess if you're really pushing and spiking that thing, then I see the point of it. But I don't know if you guys are spiking it for 40 minutes. You know, that, that's pretty gnarly. But okay. I mean, right. I can send you my heart rate. It all right, send it, send it to me and I will analyze it. And I mean, right now okay. it's basically all base stuff anyways. And the nice thing about a climb is that it's a lot easier to have a higher base heart rate than if I was pedaling on a flat road. Because pedaling on a flat road sucks because you have to pedal so fast to be able to get your heart rate high where if you just climb it's like you can hold a conversation you can pedal you can make the ride enjoyable i love climbing is there any flat spots or it's a straight up climb skyline it's it's climbing yeah it's all it's it's it's, straight climb and it's relatively i need to come out and do skyline skyline's fun el carizio's fun um i'm gonna do it on eco i'll do skyline uh, on eco i'm not doing i'm not doing on my acoustic what's the other one it's like trail something all right, so so you're in you're in it with Davey, you're in it with Mumford Drake, you're in it. Aaron. Yes, hey, and uh, props to Derek Drake. He came out of heart surgery today alive, so that was good. All right. He had another heart surgery. <laughs> yeah, another one. It didn't quite yes. work, right? Yeah, he had one today. And did they, everything was good. I mean, I don't want to get too much into it, but did they think they knew why it didn't? Do they think they know why it didn't work and they fixed it? Yeah. That? Yeah, I just don't. I think that they thought that they did enough the first time, but I okay. don't think they did. And yeah, well, dude, if, and, if, it, if, and it worked. And it worked for like a, a good month and a half, two months, right. and then it sort of came back. So, right. well, I hope that for, I hope it works for Drake's sake for sure. He's a good kid. Seems like a good kid. I don't know him, but certainly talented. He's certainly talented on a bike. That's for sure. Um. Well, okay, because yeah. Anyway, we gotta we gotta get back to the Tennessee A Ray, as as Kiefer likes to call it. Uh, okay, well, tell Cade to come out here. He'll freaking uh, we can train together since we're freaking you know California? teammates now. To California? Oh yeah. Did you take up my yeah. offer on me flying out and being able to drive your truck for the month? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you're done. That's gonna happen. Did you ask Kenny about me staying in the house? Uh, I have not asked him. Well, that, you no, need to but figure I'm sure that out. Fine. You're fine. It's Kenny Taco Bell. He's fine. Well, I was yeah, like, I just didn't want to drive out right. there again. Kenny is, you know, he's cash. Yeah. If not, I'll be yeah, no, yeah, you're right. done. So. All right. This is going to be a fantastic Supercross season with you two idiots. Yeah. I can't wait. Maybe we, maybe we bring back the privateer show, like the weekly privateer show. Just me and him? Yeah. Just you guys go to dinner on Friday nights, and this happened. And this I mean, happened. everyone everyone's starting a podcast. Maybe Kate and I should just start our own podcast. Again, Again, I told A-Ray yeah. that a year ago. I was yep. like, bro, you and I should start a podcast and just talk shit, talk to somebody. Right. And he was like the po- Villapoto. Like, yeah, man, sounds like a great idea. And then nothing happened? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> That's it. Hey, Ray's yeah, busy, man. He's busy. Yeah, he's busy. Um, what hey. else, Ray? Hey, uh, what do you think of Bogle to HEP? Uh, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be good. Um, you know, I think they're getting. I mean, from what I'm hearing, they're getting the bike a lot better. Yep. 
uh, right now. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm friends with Hart Raft. I talk to him a lot. They're trying a lot of new things. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be good there. I yep. mean, he was good on the Suzuki last time. I mean, he was the last guy on a Suzuki to win a race. So, I think, you know, I think he'll be. Really? Yeah. Oh, Buds? I think he'll be good. Buds Don't Creek. you feel like, uh, yeah, Buds? Was that on RCH or was it Lakewood? Uh, Colorado, I thought. I don't know. And Buds, I don't remember which one it was. It was um, do you. Uh... Oh, Twisted T and Billy Grotto and Bogle? That's going to be great, eh, Ray? Oh, it's gonna be good. Yeah, Billy Billy Grotto is a real deal. I like Billy. Them yeah. twisted T's, man, they do go down smooth. Dude, you know, they I did do. learn that. Twisted T could jump over that SGP team in no time. Like that's a great sponsor. Yeah, it's great. They could sponsor more than one team. Right, Monster right. does. Yeah, uh, dude, I love Twisted T's. Oh wow. And I mean, at least you'd catch Ava and I drinking them. No, no, yeah. those guys are. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're a bit sugary. They're a bit sugary. I, I don't think they're in my diet anymore, but they were for a good two months. <laughs> I'll let them slide so. down. How was your uh, vacation there, to Dominican? Oh man. Yeah. I had some. I we had some fun, man. We did. We had a. Lot you work on fun. your cardio awesome. much? Did you work on your cardio much? Oh yeah, he did a lot of late night cardio. Yeah, late night cardio, cardio, late night car- cardio. cardio. Oh yeah, uh, late night cardio Kay, was good. Kate takes his lovely wife out bow hunting, and they, uh, you know, that's their vacation. And then you go to Dominican and just late night cardio sessions. I mean, yeah, I mean, dude, Kate's wife. I don't know how she feels about me. You know? Well, we'll find out. Oh, she isn't exactly thrilled on the situation. Well, you guys had an incident, did you not? When you were. We've had. We've had many incidents. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) It's more than just one. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. When you share a hotel room with me at a Supercross and you have a wife, like, I mean. It's not always good. No. You know what's funny? When we went to Finland, I was, it was my first time. I'm like, hey, man, like, I don't really know any other guys coming. You know, they pair riders and put them in rooms. I'm like, can you just put me in a room with A Ray so my wife's a little more comfortable with someone I know? And he's like, oh, you're bringing your wife? I'll just get you your own room, man. You don't want to stay with A-Ray. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, Finland was Bubba, Paul, Bubba Pauly was sleeping in the hallway. Oh, you you actually kicked Bubba out of the room? No, he just went out on his own. I, I mean, I told him he could stay, but he told I, him he I could needed, join. I needed help. I needed help. I had two chicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I was getting yeah. I was getting live updates whatever time of the day it was. <laughs> all, all hours. Yeah. What, what do you know? What do you know? Kate gets home from dinner at one or after the or gets home from the race one night and he sees freaking uh, Bubba Polly sleeping outside of the hotel room. It wasn't even that late either. Oh, and we came back from the bar and they were already back and yeah. they're freaking Bubba lays in the hallway. Hey, poor Bubba. Pray. Hashtag pray for Bubba. Pray for uh, speaking of that, you see Carnell is doing his own thing. You guys see he's, that? Uh, I don't think he's doing his own thing. Well, he's not on international team. Yeah. He broke away. Oh, uh, yeah. Cartwright yeah. took the spot. Oh, Cartwright did. Cartwright's in. Yeah. Wasn't he in before? No, he was on my team. Yeah, yeah, but wasn't he with the Baba Polly before? No. He never was? No. Okay. All right. Moving on. I don't know where Carnell's going, though. I don't know. I'm, uh, ass- I don't know. You're going to assume what? I would assume it's like an AJE, someone like that, giving him an opportunity. SGB? No. SGB T fifty team? No. No? Okay. No. Hey, Ray, what do you think of my puppy? It's a cute puppy, man. Oh, isn't it? I don't know. She is a fantastic. She's she's like Moto's twin, and she listens just as well. Uh, Well, I've been trying to teach my dog to freaking... Your dog don't know shit. Johnny. Nope. Yeah, he's just a dumbass. Just carry a laser pointer in your pocket and point it where you want him to go, and he'd be good. 
I don't well, feel like radio my dog's getting older now, so all he does is just like lay around. You know what I mean? And until like you open the front door and he just wants to run away. So I don't know what's going on with him. Well, we all, we've all, you don't ever take him out. Right. Look after him a little bit. Took him to the track the other day. I took him to Glen Helen. Uh, CTI bringing you uh, Alex Ray on the show. Uh, p- p- purchase CTI off the shelf now. Store.osur.com. O-S-S-U-R.com. You got CTIs? Hey, Ray? Uh, I do not know. Okay, well, you need to get some CTIs. I've I've sold two pairs of CTIs this year. Really? Yeah. How? Um, two of my friends bought knee surgery, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hey, CTI does a thing where if you tell your doctor to write you a prescription for after you got knee surgery, that their insurance will pay for your knee braces." And twice that has happened this year. Nice work. Also, A-Ray brought to you by the folks at OGO. Uh, traveling sucks. We know that. But certainly it's a little easier with the folks at OGO, whether it's an old trusty 9800, of which I probably owned, I don't know, 25 9800s. You want to give one away? Like one of mine? Oh, yeah. I think I think I throw them away after Why a while. Why would you do that? They because last forever. They hey, do last forever. Hey, but I guess, what? Go ahead. Props to those 9800s because the airport absolutely treats your bags like crap, right? Yeah. And – my 9800s have made it like the past three years flying on American. I don't know how, but I just got they, my, they're still going. I just got my first new one this year. I had had the same one since 2013. Yeah, they last forever. Uh, the rig bag. Uh, Kiefer likes the uh, – ah, shit, what's the name of the, – the, the day, what's the name of Kiefer's bag that he likes? I forget. I don't know. The one I'm is, working on the OGO Golf bag right now. I'm, I'm oh, trying I to have get one, one of those. My grandma bought me one. Yeah, it's I, I have an sick. O, I have an OGO Golf bag as well. It's it's super sick. Yeah, it's nice. uh, I got the one that like you put it on the ground and the, the legs yeah. flip out. Right? Gra- yeah, I yeah. got the same one. Uh, so please, OGOPowerSports.com. Check them out. Official sponsor of A-Ray also. Uh, the rig bag, uh, backpacks with uh, Ziplocs, uh, zippers, and uh, laptop sleeves as well. And uh, super, super handy when you're traveling. And we love the folks at OGO. And if you email us using the contact form at pulpamex.com, pass it on to OGO, guys. They'll give you a Pulpamex show deal. It's that easy. So if you want to get a rig bag, a 9800, or uh, the, the Day Tripper, or something else, check it out, OGO Power Sports. Thanks to those guys for making it happen. And uh, you can even fit. Um, they have a really nice camelback. <coughs> camelback. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I kind of need a Camelback. Yeah. Really my nice one, one of my bikes has no water bottle cage, no room for it. Yeah. So I have to wear a Camelback. It's like a really nice one. That it like has crosses oh. so that it doesn't slide up when yeah, you lean yeah, forward. Yeah. Oh. Because I have two and like one, if I lean too far forward or if I jump, it like comes up, yep. which I hate. Okay. So, oh. yeah. I need to hit up Pilo. Pilo. Uh, so thanks to the folks at OGO and uh, CTI for bringing Alex Ray. All right, all right. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to this season. It is just, I'm already, I can't wait. I can't wait. I hope you two jerkies are in every heat and every LCQ together. Yeah, it's, it's going to be great. Hey, Steve, just do me a favor. Uh, just don't don't be too hard on Dark Side, you know? I mean, what, what my do you guy... Mean? What's your problem? I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like he just wants to keep his pony, you know what I mean? He's, He's getting, getting a it. motorcycle. Yeah, but I mean, some things you know people just need to keep. You know, like, the, his hair might just be his kryptonite. You know what I mean? So, if we offered you a new motorcycle to cut a pony off, you would not do it. I mean, I don't know, man. Bro, I mean, I would, I would for sure get, I would for sure bro, get the dirt bike. You, you need but, to stop. You talking. know what I mean? You're, you're making everyone's IQ. Go what down. if, what if, what if he can cut the pony off and tape it? To his front fender over the sponsors that he had on all the stickers. No, no Kiefer wants to keep it and put it in a jar and on his mantle, which is also creepy. I thought I thought a plaque with his face on it and then tack in the 
pony up there would be better. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. Fun. Like like a deer head, but with Dark Side's pony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, first uh, and uh, also first person to come up to me at Anaheim One and tell me that Cade sucks uh, will get a brand new mint sketchy T-shirt. Wow, what a deal! What a deal! It's a good. There deal. we go. Swap Moto Lives, Alex Ray. Everybody. It what? might be me Hard because I still goal. haven't gotten mine. Right. Pookie, <laughs> Pookie's got her. Pookie's got her shirt. So I tried great. to buy one and he was out of stock and I said, that's it. You're giving me one. That's it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> you, you can't, you, you tried, you tried. Uh, oh, th- yeah. thanks buddy. Appreciate it. Congrats on the uh, new uh, ride red. And, uh, I look forward to uh, seeing you on that, man. Hopefully everything's well. Thanks, bud. Thanks Steve. Thanks for having me on. And, uh, Cade, uh, just, you know, watch that leg. Cause I'm coming up the inside, dude. And I ain't going to freaking let off. And I'm probably going to have to owe the team like three radiators for your bike. So, yep. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic! <laughs> thanks, Aaron. <laughs> See you later. Uh, you're not having it. You're no. not uh, not having it. Not having it. Uh, thanks to the folks at Race Tech. Uh, Race Tech rant of the night. Um, they are having their suspension uh, uh, motor seminars coming up. The engine seminars are brand new for 2021. What makes a world class engine? How do you create low end power and power band while imp- improving peak power at the same time? And how do you do all this? and build a high-performance engine that will last uh, from mid to advanced engine builders. Uh, Corona, California, so you got to fly to California. Sign up for the engine seminar. Engine blueprinting is covered, cam timing and valve trains, engine assembly, fuels, dyno analysis, and much more. Racetech.com to learn more from those guys. Pulp21 is a code to save. Get some, uh, get some work done on your bike and save some money. Uh, simply use uh, the code. Tell them you listen to Pulp. Get your suspension dialed in for your weight and or speed. You use Race Tech for a number of years. I'm okay. back. You're back. Back. Nice. SGB's Race Tech. Yeah, they're, they're Race Tech department, right? Yeah, dude. Picked her Duh. up. Picked it up. It's ready to go. Nice. Race Fantastic. Tech. Yeah, SGB is a Race Tech outlet. I was actually supposed to go do one of their seminars and do like a video um, with one of their guys. Oh, yeah? About like the class and stuff. Sure. Because I, I kind of wanted to go and just see what it was all about. It's pretty cool. Their, their suspension one is sold out. They might add some more. Yeah. Uh, but, they, but they're always sold out. Yeah, they always are. It's and if sweet. you look at a number of people in the industry, they've taken these that courses course. to start up with. Mm-hmm. So racetech.com ran of the night. Here's, I had one earlier. Uh, I'm going to shelve that one. I've calmed down a little bit, but I got an email. Uh, this is from uh, a guy named Taz subject. E.T. leaving Cowie. The real reason. Here we go. Is the, your rant, this dude's email or is your rant? How stupid this guy is. It's both. The real reason, Eli to Yamaha, he ditched the Kawasaki. How many blended bottom ends would you tolerate? Tomac pushing a seized-up machine in mid-moto was an issue that never got a good fix. The only man to overload a factory 450 motor, not abuse. Bogging the motor on a Supercross short-faced triple. Triple spelled T-R-I-P-P-L-E. They put a new clutch in every time he sat on the bike. My guess is they factory clutch-kitted that thing, and Eli's level of clutch dumps would not last an entire moto. Less than 100% mental confidence going behind the starting gate. It's bullshit in his mind. It was way too much Tomac for that bike. They never even started the race with 100% mindset. The Yamaha built two times more solid. Remember how Kawasaki lightened the entire motor package? Everywhere for a few pounds combined weight. Taz. Taz has the answer. Where do these people come from, Cade? Like, I understand being a fan of the sport and having an opinion from the outside. I have opinions about the, the Toronto Maple Leafs from things I read. You know, I follow Toronto Maple Leafs. I read the, 
the sports sections. I watch all the games. I have my opinions on stuff. But generally, I I read the writers that are plugged in, and they kind of tell me what's going on with the, this player or that player. This guy says that the bike let him down. He I, won three outdoor championships on a Cowie KX450. I mean, I feel like other like other people on your show have said that the bike let him down and he didn't have total confidence in it anymore. But the bike, that's a DNF that just happens. That, 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 that happens. This is not you know something that where Eli, he says, too much Tomac for that bike. Like, it was a massive mud race at Loretta Lynn's. You weren't there, but it was a complete shit show mudder. Bikes were breaking left and right, mm-hmm. and Eli's was one of them. Mm-hmm. It happens. Mm. It's a motorcycle in the mud and the water. How many factory bikes blew up that day, though? Factory bikes. Uh, a ton. 450s. Uh, not so many. Not a ton. But it happens. I guess. When you're a man at that level, though, you expect excellence. You do. But at the same time, you can't ride a bike the way he rides a bike in the mud. Thank you. He's massively hard on his clutch. Totally. They change it all the time because he just clutches the shit out of the bike. You can see the steam coming from the motor. I bet he goes through more clutches in one day at the race than I do in a whole year. Probably. We put three in my bike. Did you really? Yeah. (laughs) Really? Three. Three. Yeah. And that was upsetting to them that they had to buy three clutches. (laughs) I just, like, this guy doesn't know. Taz doesn't know. He has an opinion, sure. Yes. And he can have thoughts about a factory bike letting him down. But Savachi had had factory bike problems this year. Muskan had a factory bike problem. Uh, Hartraft had a bunch of problems. Factory bike, you could maybe not say that was. Um, AP's bike broke. Yep. Um, who, who Christian's bike broke at around. Christian's bike broke. Um, yeah, it does happen. It happens. I don't understand why it would only happen. I, I wonder in those positions if those guys are trying something different to, you know, like why did both of their bikes break but not Dallas? Why do we ignore the three outdoor titles and the one Supercross title that Kawasaki delivered them? Like the bike performed very well. Very well. And so now Taz has an idea that the Kawasaki is no good. I mean, people have said that, that he, he lost confidence in the motorcycle, and that's why he left. Okay, that's fine, but that doesn't make it the truth, that the bike is no good. That doesn't mean the, like, you lose confidence in it, sure, because you're a head case rider, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean the bike isn't good. It means that it was a massive mud race, you ride the shit out of the clutch, they probably told you to lay off the clutch, you didn't lay off the clutch, and the thing got hot and locked up. Facts. We, we already know that Eli is hard on bikes. Very hard. Right? Mm-hmm. We know this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ken Roxon, not so hard on bikes. Correct. So I- I'm putting all that aside, though. Like, like I'm, putting, I'm not saying that the Kawasaki let Eli down like Taz mm-hmm. here. Yeah, I hear you. I'm just coming at the fact like, hey, man, shit happens. Yeah. But how do you write an email like this and just like you believe this? You believe the Kawasaki, it, I know, despite all the wins and all the outdoor titles, he has two DNFs in how many motos and all of a sudden it's the bike and we don't look at the we don't look at the body of work that eli tomac produced for kawasaki well, i don't think eli tomac's gonna blame himself that's a separate deal when you're talking about riders i know that we just talking about the like the- this man is saying he knows the reason why he's uh, eli left eli is not gonna leave because he blames himself 
Eli's going to believe because he doesn't trust the motorcycle anymore. He doesn't think it'll make it through two mud motors. No, no, no. That is not why he left. I, I know no, that, well, but yeah, that is that, what yeah, Taz that's thinks. What I'm sa- the, but that's, that's idiotic. That's ridiculous. This is the fans of our sport. And I, this is only it's the like, fans of every sport, though. Maybe so. But can we just be a little bit smarter? I mean, there's... Just a little bit, a little bit smarter. Uh, we don't need to be... Like, all the... Cons- Look, I've, I've talked about Disability Island and the carrots. I've done all that. I'm not going to get into that again. But can we just, like, be smarter fans? Is that... Is that okay? Are you just upset because it's not your... Um, viewpoint on it and what you believe to be true i like to think Kay, that this this show and all of my shows i had a long career as a factory mechanic i've been around a lot of these racers i offer this to people you know some knowledge some expertise then i have you on supercross main event guy jason thomas in the industry as a gear guy now uh as a as an aftermarket company and then a long career as a privateer and then i literally have jake weimer on who is a supercross champion like, like if I don't have the answers, I'm not saying I do. I probably have someone on the phone or someone in studio that also has answers from experience in the sport. And so I'd like to think if you're listening to the show, you're getting the real opinions of people that actually know what's going on. You've really? never heard anybody on this show say that Kawasaki breaks too much for Eli Tomac. No one has said that. Yeah. He wanted to make changes to the motorcycle, suspension and chassis that they probably wouldn't do, and then he left for a team that would let him do whatever he wants. And the jury will be out on that. I tend to lean towards Kawasaki's mentality. We're like, hey, man, we spoke to the engineers in Japan that designed your frame and chassis, and we're not going to do that because they say that that's not going to work. That's where Kawasaki's coming from. Like, Mm -hmm. we went down that road. doesn't work. We're not doing it now. We're going to stay in our... Realm what, of what we realm think of what we know works because we spoke to the gentleman who engineered this motorcycle. Mm-hmm. So I lean towards a Kawasaki mindset where they have to tell the rider, "Hey man, we got your bike ninety percent of there. You need to make up the ten percent. Mm-hmm. Your motorcycle will never work a hundred percent everywhere. They do not do that. It's not possible. Totally. Agree. So you need to make up that ten percent or whatever number you want. I believe Eli and John were like, no, 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 we'll. We'll make up that 10% on a bike setup. So we'll see. Maybe they're right. We'll see. But can we just be smarter fans? Is that possible? I feel like you're shitting on the man for having an opinion on what he thinks. You can have an opinion. Just make it fucking reasonable, Cade. I don't feel like the the man, he he may have gone over the top in his description, but I feel like his his point is that he... Two motos. He blew the bike up three times. Though he blew it up three times that year, two times at Loretta's. Where was the other one? Wasn't it at Loretta's one? No, I don't believe so. I'm pretty sure he blew it up three times. But not at Loretta's. I I I don't recall all the facts, but okay. I recall that I believe he blew it up three okay. times. All right. And you know he broke it a lot in Supercross. Remember the rotor incident and some other incidents. I remember many times him in the mechanics area. He smashed another guy and bent his rotor, yeah. That happens. Okay, but how is that the bike's fault? It's possible. What's possible? That it's the bike's fault. Couldn't that you hit another guy and you bend a rotor? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I just... I'm just giving you I shit. I want our listeners... Look, I just think you I sh- want our listeners to be educated fans. That's what all I want. I don't want disability island people. 
I think all the Disability Island people should send you their ideas, each one, in no, a different email. Please don't. So that you can email them back I don't mean to and be, say, this is a dumb idea. I don't mean to be arrogant here, but again, myself and my guests have a lot of knowledge on this sport each and every Monday night. Well, thank you. And so can we just... If you're a fan, just soak that in and get your opinions on what these smart people say about the sport. It's all I've known for 20 years. I've been in the pits since 1996. So this email, okay. what is the man's, why is the, what is the man saying that why Eli left? It, it just break it down in the your The bike's word. no good. The bike's no good. The bike's no good. Okay. That's not completely irreasonable. <laughs> no, the bike that, not doesn't work good. The bike breaks. The bike is not made for Eli. That's what the man is saying. The man is saying, you know, not that the bike doesn't handle for Eli or all that stuff that is subject to an opinion. He's saying the bike is made shitty. I don't think that's what he's saying. Oh, my God. I think he's if just If only saying. these two guys were paying attention. <laughs> they, they could help me out. Does this but, have anything to do with the parts that Eli Tomek was getting? It wasn't getting. Or was not getting. Again. Okay. I just want to... <laughs> just thought I'd throw that out there. That one was stupid. Oh, yeah. I mean, but why can't our listeners just... Figure it out. Your other rant would have been so much better. Don't tempt him. He'll do that one, too. Just yeah, do it, too. No, no. Throw it out no, there. Can I do no, it? No. Can it be my rant? Because I not, sat here for 20 minutes, and I didn't have anything to do. No. The guest normally does get a rant. He normally does. I'm not talking anymore. <laughs> I think this is your this is your chance, Kate. Is this my, this this is is my time chance. to leave? Big yeah. boobs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to commercial break. Okay. We're coming back. I'm going to get a coffee. You get a coffee. Okay. Motorsport.com, tweet a talent segment. That's all that's left? Yeah. Oh, that's lame. I want to talk more. Well, I'm not talking anymore. So Why? you can carry the show. When okay. we come back, you can carry the show. All right. You going to do that? Yeah. Tight. I, I, I carried the wrap-up show one time. All right. Fantastic. Can't wait. We'll be right back after this. Cade Clayson on the Pulp Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com. Decal Works and Fly Racing. Be right back after this commercial. I'm not scared of sucking. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. 
Case in point, the championship-winning factory Kawasaki race team. Longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin Motorcycle Tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 Tire and the Michelin Power GP Tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will be. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Racetech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Racetech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, 
or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt Bushings. in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Racetech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Racetech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Hey, Pulp Nation, Andy from Guts Racing. We are the leaders in seat technology. We feel like for any need that you have with your seat, we've got you covered. For 2021, we're going to be adding more colors to our, our product line, and we're going to be adding more merchandise to our product line. Also new for 2021, we've expanded our distribution through motorsportoutlet.com. So please support the people that support Pulp, support Guts Racing, and also support motorsport.com. Hope to see you guys at the track soon. Once again, this is Andy Gregg from Guts Racing. Thanks again to Pulp Nation for all the support. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today.
Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then while the competition has been trying to catch up. Grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the Pulp MX show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate and as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and privateers alike. The best part of this deal is Pulp MX20 code saves you money at worksconnection.com. Stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of Works Connection products for 2021. I've got the perch on my bike. I've got the engine plugs. I absolutely love it. Great product. I've got the uh, start device as well, which helped me in one moto at the World Vet Championships and one moto. Not so much. Worksconnection.com. Pulp MX20 is the code to save. Please check them out. All new 2021 products now available. Thanks for listening. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. You know, we're just having a great night here. Steve is refusing to talk. He did not like my take on his rant, so he is done for the night. He will be out. You are a loon ball. Out of commission for the rest of the night, so it'll just be me, you know, Talon and Mark's over there having a good time. We're going to do the, the tats segment. Do you like that I call it that? I don't mind it, but I'm not sure that listeners really understand what you're tats, saying. Tweet at t- Tweet at Talon. The, the tats. Tats. Tweet at Talon. Tweet at tits. I think it sounds good. I was confused. Um, but yeah, no, other than that, it's going to be a great night. Steve, um, do you want me to talk to them about the Hayden Deegan switch to uh, to Star? Or do you want me to just talk to I myself? believe they'll come up in the tat segment. In the tat will segment? They, will they not? I don't know. I, I'm I sure mean, that actually, question I believe will come they up. will, yeah. Uh, we have a few listen, tats about it. Uh, <laughs> How'd I do? Did I carry well? Not carrying well. And, and we're done. <laughs> Uh, thanks to the folks at Ride Engineering, ride-engineering.com. Uh, KTM Husqvarna gas gas riders can run the stock axle with a bonded axle block that is ridged and hard to read for chain adjustment. So switch to the WC kit that required disassembly off the bonded axle block and a measuring caliper. Or go to the Ride Engineering blocks that replace the stock axle with a CRF 450 axle. This, sets up reduce, this setup reduces rigidity, installs in minutes, and the blocks have chain adjustment tabs, so no measuring tools required to keep the rear wheel even in the swing arm. Manufacturer's suggested retail price for everything you need is 105. Uh, PulpFan20 is the code to save with ride-engineering.com. Please check that out. Ride-engineering.com. Please check it out. And uh, these guys are doing good work. And uh, use the code to save money with those guys. Also, Manscaped. Cade. Steve. Do you groom up down there? Mm -hmm. You know what's actually very ironic about you having Manscaped? Mm. Is I needed a new trimmer. And I was like, man, I'm just going to go buy one. Went to Target. 
bought the 2.0. Oh. That was a little cheap. Okay. Broke broke ground on a budget over here. That, I, I think it might have been like a Sunday when I did this. Uh-huh. That Monday was the first time you mentioned Manscaped. With the coat. With the coat. Oh. And I was upset. But I do. I have the 2.0. Okay. So and you enjoy slower. the 2.0? It's, yeah, it's great. Because the 4.0 is where it's at now. I understand. Right, right. Thank you. You got a light on the 2.0? No. No light. No light. 4.0's got a light. I don't think it's waterproof either. Oh, my Fuck God. Fuck my ass. Dude. What year is it? Yeah. What? what? I don't know, man. Ask Target. It's got to be waterproof. It's got to have a light. It's got to have a, a 7,000 RPM motor. I don't know. I just, I go Do you have a gear guard on it to avoid accidents? Is that the white piece that yeah. goes back? Yes. Okay, you have that. I have that. All right. No accidents. All right. Uh, Pulp MX-20 is the code to save with Manscaped. Get the 4.0. It's the fourth generation trimmer, not the second generation trimmer. Uh, they got the advanced skin safe technology of this on there. 7,000 RPM motor, like I mentioned. A multifunction on-off switch. It's got a travel lock on it. Did travel lock ever screw you up? I had to Google that. <laughs> it's funny. The first time I was messing with it, it did. Yeah. Uh, I think Mine it was, didn't turn I would, on, and I'm like. I think it was locked. Yeah. I'm like. Comes locked. You got to push it three times. Qu- Took me a second, but I got it. I had to Google. Yeah. With the way your facial hair is now. Yeah. Would you ever use it on your face and then use the razor, or do you just? I have a um, uh, a different device for the beard, mm-hmm. and the manscape is for everywhere else. Okay, marks. Do you ever face it? Because uh, I, I don't know if it's weird that I I use it on my face before. I don't think it's weird. Do, I don't do, think you, it's weird. do you at least clean it? Like uh, I mean, I use uh, a little brush and brush it. Oh, you're talking like right after. Not right after. No, oh. if I if I do it, it's like face then down there. Yeah, but but then you did down there for last. Yeah, but I'm saying I use time. the yeah. brush that comes with you it. Yeah, have to alcohol that shit and everything too, though. Why? Because it was on your junk. <laughs> so is your chick's face. Oh, oh wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, he's just going right there. Do you use it on the bee hole? Like you got dingleberries? No, I don't do that. Oh man. Oh god. RV and Kiefer got into it. Skimping yeah, discussion. Yeah, yeah, I don't Skimping do that. out on that's, the trimming. That is not something that... That's an A-Ray thing. And even, like, the mention of that in our household is forbidden. What? Kiefer does not approve. No, no. he does not. Kiefer no. does not approve. Not at all. Kiefer, uh, Villapoto told Kiefer that he took the bathroom door off his master bathroom because they just didn't need it. So they just... That's it. He just sits there in the bathroom. <laughs> that's weird. With the door open. My wife still won't even allow me to be in, like, the next room. When she poops. Right. Yeah. No. Uh, listen, Pulp Mex 20 is the code to save with the Manscape. They got a whole package as well. The performance package 4.0. It's got uh, everything you need. This this thing is great. It can really chop some uh, weeds down. You got growing down there. Well, you know, maybe you could get me a 4.0. I'll use it down there and the 2.0 on my face and we'll get rid of this weirdness. I feel like the guys at Manscape have been really cool with us and we've given... I, a lot of 4.0s. probably more than we deserve. Probably more than we deserve. So use the code. Yeah, just use the code. I don't. <laughs> I don't think I can ask the guys at Manscaped for another one. They've been I, very okay. cool. They, though. They, yeah, they've been way cool. We've given away. Kiefer got one. JT got one. The pony got one. He's not pony, even using it on pony, his hair. Pony got one. Tits got one. Pony doesn't no, even tits need didn't one. Get one. That was. I, I got tits. Yeah, uh, Talon got tits, which is, makes it all more satisfying. But tits bought his own with the code, and he gave raving reviews. He did. Yep. Which is surprising. Uh, they also have the the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer. You got one of those? I got one of those. I don't have one of those. Yep. I need to get one. Really good. Uh, they got a, they got the ball deodorant as well. Got that. You got that? I got the weed whacker and everything. The ball yeah, deodorant's yeah. sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Pulp MX20 is a code to save with the guys at Manscaped. Thank you to those guys for coming on board. Uh, appreciate that. Full target price. Use the code next time, okay, please? Thank you. 
Uh, all right. Motorsport.com. Tweet at talent segment. Let's do it. No, that's my mom. I thought you were going to ask me about Charlotte. It's the Motorsport.com. Tweets at talent segment. No. There it was. I thought you were going to carry the show. I don't know the sponsor reads, man. Okay, do the sponsor read for Motorsport. I don't know the sponsor But you know what Motorsport.com is? Yeah, Motorsport.com. Great, great uh, people. Mm-hmm. I order stuff from there multiple times this year when I had to order things. Okay. I even returned something to Motorsport. Um, there's, no better, be- there's no better testimonial than this. And how easy was it to return something? Pretty easy. Right. Yeah. Email? Not hard. Um, yeah. Other than that, they're great. Find everything really easy. I like the OEM search thing because you can look up the part number. And even if you don't want to order it through them, at least then you know the part. Like, I have a lot of part numbers written down in my mm-hmm. journal yep. for things that I break a lot. So that if I need to tell whoever I need something, I just give them the part number. And they're like, wow, that's really easy. I'll order that for you. So okay. I don't know. That's what I do. And even, like, last year, Julian would order stuff from Motosport all the time. Free shipping on anything over 79 bucks. 79 or 5 79 well, That's a weird number, but okay. Yeah, just deal with it. Uh, Filthy Phil Nicoletti, Ryan Villapoto, myself, motorsport.com. Uh, UTV, street bikes, dirt bikes, uh, they got it all for you over there. And, uh, yeah, really, uh, really thank That's right. Really thank the guys at motorsport.com. These questions are submitted at Paul Pamek Show on Twitter, and the guy in the corner picks the best ones. And uh, let's do this, Talon. All right, first one from Pookie's Pebble Ice. Oh, boy. Steve, if you could bring any rider back in their prime to race now, who would it be? And Stu is not an option. Fuck. It was going to be Stu. Why wouldn't it be Stu? Uh, Timmy? Bale. Bradshaw? Bradshaw. Bradshaw, where do you where would you rank him current? First. First? Bold. Thank you. Very bold. Uh from It's Vapor for Cade Clayson. Is there any one thing you have or need that makes or break a racing career as a privateer? Um I I wouldn't be where I am without good coaches. So I mean, I think you have to find – as Are a privateer, no, for sure. You have to have somebody really good around you because you can't self-coach to get to, the, like, a level where you need to be. So you need to find the right people to help you get there, the right program. All right. From Beaks and Talons, he says, it's the ultimate bench racing question. What is the oldest bike you think a top rider could run and still make the main? Example, could Tomac beat Cade on a two-stroke? I liked this question. This is good. It's a good question. Um, the oldest bike? The oldest bike. Like, and for example, could Tomac beat yeah, Cade K- on a two K- Tomac could <laughs> Thank beat, you, Talon. Tomac could beat Cade on like... Probably like a 99 YZ250. Damn, you're really mad at 01, me right now. 01 YZ250. Look, there is not a lot of difference from Chad Reed's Championship bike in 05 to McGrath's bike in 99. I know because I worked on them both. There's not a lot of difference. YZ250, good bike, really fast. Great supercross bike. I just did a podcast with uh, Ricky Carmichael. He said the same thing. So, um, so yeah, I think so. Sorry, Cade. That's harsh. Sorry, bro. You really think so? You think how, – how much slower you think he would go on – that bike per lap on um, a supercross track well it depends on the supercross track uh um, well okay you can go either way then yeah uh probably on an outdoor track that dude could beat me on a freaking pit bike wow 
I don't know about that. I don't think he can beat you on a pit bike. <laughs> I don't. Super mini, maybe. Maybe. Maybe super mini. Um, yeah, I, I mean, a couple seconds. I mean, I'm only a couple seconds slower than him. I don't feel like you are. On a supercross track? Yeah. Yeah. Two? I average like three to five. Okay, that's not two, though. Three to five is you more than he, two. You think he's only two seconds slower on a, on a 99 two-stroke? Yeah. Bro, he'd be a second slower in so the whoops. So what's, what's peak Carmichael on a two-stroke versus on a four-stroke? I mean, like, I mean, what are you thinking? Like, if, So if we go back. If we put Ricky Carmichael on an 05 RM250. Okay, here's, here's a perfect example. Right now. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I think he gets eighth to 14th. You're high. No, I'm not. You're high as fuck I'm right not. now. I'm not. You took a mushroom on the commercial break, and I you wish. don't know where you're at right now. No, dude. You are delusional. If you go back and watch the 05 race, I think it was 05. Maybe it was 08. I don't remember what year. The, the Orlando race where they yeah. replicated the 07. track. Look at how laid down the faces are, laid out the berms are, versus what we ride now. They could not go that speed on the tracks that we ride on. Where so you got Stu covered. That's what I, I don't got Stu covered. Well, hold on a second. That's, that's 07. That's 07. That's I, Ricky and, and Stu. What place did I just say he'd get? Eighth to 12th. Do I get eighth to 12th? You don't. Okay. Thank you. But the question is you, not whatever. The question I, is how bad would Tomac beat you on a two-stroke? So that's not the question either. It's a, <laughs> it's how far back of a bike do you have to go for him to not? Yeah, to still make the main yeah, event. yeah 99. Yeah, yeah, and 99. Yeah. YZ 250 with Eli Tomac would be eighth to twelfth. You just said it. Hmm. Thank you. You are saying a 99 because you know the motorcycle. I would say I, I do. I know the motorcycle. Maybe in maybe Carmichael's 05 Suzuki. Okay. All right. Well, maybe. Next question from Jackie Reese. If pay and bike are equal, which team would you join based on staff? Oh, um, mm, Honda? 250s? 250s yeah, or 450s? Star. Either. Whichever. Uh, Pro Circuit. Okay. It's, I, it's like Dream, Rad for Mitch. I think people are stupid that don't. Okay. You? Uh, I think the Cowie guys, Honda guys are all really smart. Theo at Cowie is really, really smart. Uh, good data guy. Honda guys are no slouch either. A lot of work, a lot of uh, assistance from Japan over there. Um, either one, yeah. It's a great answer. Thank you. Who has a better coffee machine? Cowie. Cowie it is. Yep. I wouldn't know. From Hayes 994, I find it very intriguing, this whole signing amateurs at young ages. That being said, what kind of deal do you speculate a kid like Hayden Deegan gets based out of his social media presence and talent? Does Monster contribute to his salary, or is that a separate deal with Danger Boy? He's got to have his own Monster deal. Yeah, a Monster deal would be separate. Um, for him, at For least. him, yeah. And, the and, whole and, team's Monster. But, yeah, but you get a separate deal. He for sure does. Um, yeah, it's a six-figures deal. At least. With yeah. Monster? Yeah, yeah, with Mon- Yeah, easy. So how does it work, then, for him? Because he can't be paid a, sal- a salary as an amateur in the B class. They just pay travel expenses to the dad. They just pay him a stupid amount? Yeah. Of course they do. Right. It's actually very frustrating because it's such an unequal playing field at that level. Yeah. Like, Hayden could not even be that good. Like, he was, he's obviously good, and that's why he got yeah. the spot. But it elevates him so far above other amateur kids because everything around him is so much better than 
you know, yeah. anything 90% no, of the field. What I say all the time. It's like, how do you really know? You get a four-lap uh, race at most of these amateur nationals, and you get a start because you have the motorcycle, and you're going to ride pretty well because you're going to be up front. And as soon as you get to the pros, you're riding against everybody who's got really motorcycles, and now you don't know what to do. Yeah. And the, look, the amount of amateurs that have failed are just as much as the ones that have hit lately for these factory rides. There's not a lot of kids that are just like crushing it coming from Loretta's because I think what's happening is they're just like, like now there's so much support for so many kids that, okay, I can't have the winner. I can't have, um, help me out. Who's like a winner that just turned pro? Kitchen. No, not even him. He's a bad example. Like not as good as Kitchen? Like a thrasher. Yeah. So, you know, like thrasher's winning. He's locked in with Yamaha. I'm going to grab the second place guy. Maybe it's Fry or maybe it's Schwartz or whoever. I'm going to grab the second place guy because, you know, I can't get the first place guy. But in reality, is the second place guy special? And is he unique enough to get all this kind of money as a factory rider? No. It's been proven. No. But you grab them anyways because you have so much. You're just, you're just grabbing kids left and right. Like the Barshas and the Josh Grants and the Villopotos and the Alessis. Give them everything they need. They're special. You can wash them on a motorcycle track and be like, fuck, that kid's pretty special, right? Give them six figures all day long. But when you run out of guys like that, don't just start grabbing the other guys and signing them to deals because they may not be any good either. You don't know. They're not special. They're just getting right walked into a factory truck, and then as we're seeing, they're making mistakes and not able to cut it, right? Like, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy system to me where... You don't have to prove anything to get the help. And the guys that do prove something are fighting for help. I, I, it's, it's insane. It's all backwards to me. Well, and I'm, and I'm, don't get me wrong. Support the, the, support the talent. Like, support the thrashers and support these type of kids. But, man. Yeah. I mean, I just think there's, it's a stupid amount of money to put into one kid. Are they selling gear for you? Are they selling motorcycles? It's just like... I mean, Hayden the, is. The craziest part is, I wonder how much more reach, like, okay, say Hayden Deegan wins the A-class at Loretta's. Yeah. Well, every parent who races amateur motocross, who pays attention, watches the A-motos at Loretta's, right? So, basically, every amateur parent in the country who went to a qualifier or did anything knows who won the A-class at Loretta's. So, yeah. I mean, that kid is probably selling a lot of gear. You know what I mean? But they're selling. Are they selling gear to people who are watching them who are already supported by their gear companies? Well, are these people spending money? Like all these parents are. Spending are the parents that go to area and regionals? Are they buying a Yamaha because Deegan won? Problem. Yeah, they are. Oh, dude. I mean, I think amateur parents flip flop what kind of bike they ride all the time because what's based off of who's winning on what? Wouldn't they be getting some support that's why, from that's a dealer why, or at that level when you're good enough to make Loretta's? Dude, if you're top 20 at Loretta's or top 30 at Loretta's, you're probably getting some help from a dealer in your local area. Here's the help from a dealer you're going to get. You're probably going to get cost on a motorcycle at best, which is saving you maybe maybe at most $500. I wouldn't say that that, that, that's best. A lot of these OEMs have programs where you can support some riders. If you buy a certain amount of of motorcycles, if you're a dealer and you buy a certain amount of motorcycles, that OEM will say, hey, man, we're going to kick you back some money to help help out a rider. Yeah. So that's one rider. You know how many riders there are in the country? 
I, I'm talking about Loretta's. Talk about the guys who go to Loretta's. That's fine. That's what but I'm talking that's about. Still, like, so you think the guys that go to Loretta's are going to drop what they're doing to buy a Yamaha for Hayden Deegan? Not for Hayden Deegan, but because of Hayden I, Deegan. I think that with how I think there will be more Yamahas at Loretta's next year than there were this year. Okay. Because right. of how well the Star Team did this year, I guarantee there's more Yamahas down there. Okay. I remember the one year the Honda was really good, and all you saw were Hondas with Yoshis on it. Okay. Do you think I'm wrong? I don't know. I'm not talking. You are in a mood tonight, sir. I'm not in a mood. You're in a mood. We just we could go back and forth here, and I, we're not getting anywhere. You have an opinion, and I have a different one, and that's fine. Isn't it's, that the point of the show? It's to debate? Yes. No, no. We have different opinions, and we, we debate it now, and now we will move on. Because I don't agree. I don't agree supporting these kids, and there's so many failed ones. So would you rather them never get the chance rather than to fail? No, but I would, I would have loved one of those chances and I wouldn't have minded to fail because I would have gotten the chance that I never got. I got I, I got to wrap my head around what you just said. But no, what I'm saying is if you have a team, Dylan Schwartz, probably not making any money, right? Probably making fuck all. Crushing it on Bar X Suzuki, doing a really good job. I don't want to throw these guys under the bus, but let me throw them under the bus. Okay. Derek Drake. Sean, who had an issue, medical issue, but Sean Cantrell, Jordan Bailey, uh, the list goes on and on. I'm probably missing a few. If you're a team manager for one of those teams, mm-hmm. Fry, why don't you just go grab Dylan Schwartz, who has already shown that he's better than your kids that you just dumped $100,000 into for the three years that you had him or whatever contract you had. You dump this money into this kid and you support him in amateur levels and he gets like, you know, thirds to fifths at the, at the B class and third to fifth in the A class, and he goes right into a factory truck. Again, I'm not talking about the elite guys. I'm talking about these other range of guys. You've dumped $100,000 into these kids and given them a ride for two years, and they've really delivered nothing. Why don't you just grab a Dylan Schwartz who you know, doesn't make anything and has proven that he's better than your kids? So be smart about it. Scout the talent right. And if you can't get the elite kids, then grab a you know, uh, kitchen, Levi Kitchen, was sort of a late bloomer, right? Kind of came out of nowhere the last couple of years. Grab that kid when he comes out of Shane McElrath. Same thing, like no, no help, no nothing, right? RJ Hampshire was a late bloomer. Uh, grab those kids instead of being like, hey, man, at 13, I'm going to support you for four years and you're going to have a two years of a factory team. When they're not elite, they're not even winning. They're not even winning these kids and they're getting these contracts because they're the next best guy to some phenom that's winning. So don't waste your money supporting B-level kids. Grab the elite kids or wait and see and sign some kid to a big deal. But what if... That has proven it. But what if they're getting the extra money because they're willing to sign a kid? Whether he's going to win or not, they just want that person at all those amateur events. Whether it be Monster or Rockstar, whoever the You have your guys. They all have their elite guys. That can be your guy. You don't need to sign three of them. You don't need to sign four of them. Look, Star goes excessive, but um, most guys only have one. How many guys does Honda have now? One. Romano. Romano's on Kitchen. A, yeah, but that's a whole LeBlanc. That's a whole amateur program that's been there for Jet years. Reynolds, Ryder D, ex, all these kids from Cowie. A couple more. I'm probably not missing. I'm missing out on. You're picking one brand, Honda. Well, who, I was you just, know you know Yamaha goes excessive. Cowie's had that huge program forever. That's fine. I'm just. Be smarter about picking these kids. You, they, there's so many failed 
kids in our sport that I would rather I would rather go and like hire Hartraft. Okay, he had nothing at TLD, right? He had a good year at TLD, right? And then nothing. And he went to HEP. He podiumed on Outdoor National at Ironman and podium indoors, I think two. Two in a row. Why aren't these teams signing him? Why? You know why? Because they're locked in with fucking 15-year-olds. They're like, there's no home for Brandon Hartraft. He has to go to HEP 450 class. There's no home for him because we're committed to this kid and this kid and this kid, and we're backed up until 2028 with spots. So go fuck off, Brandon. Meanwhile, he podiumed outdoors and indoors. Like, grab Brandon Hartraft. I think part of the problem is Brandon Hartraft wants paid because he's proven and they're like i can get this kid dude those kids are making good money stop it you're you telling me brandon hartraft you couldn't pay brandon hartraft hundred thousand dollars as a team on, on a give him good equipment you think that's what those kids are making yeah really yeah i know they're making more than that actually i know the, the the level of one of the kids wow one of them was 135 and then like 180 two-year deal 180 a year no 135 and then 180 two-year deal so, like, I just got through. Or okay, or, or listen, <laughs> listen, and and I know you're gonna laugh, okay, and I get it. Troll train, Troll. like, okay, he's fucking old as dirt. I get it. He's got a bit of a fan base. He's a professional rider. Like he'll you know do the work, train, show up, be perfect, you know all that stuff. He can't get a ride. Now you can say, look, Troll Train's had eight million chances and has never won. Okay, I'll give you that, but. He can get on the box. Troll Train can get on the box on a factory bike. We saw that at JGR. He was right there. He damn won. Didn't he win Loretta Moto? He won, yeah. It was Loretta. fucking muddy as shit, but whatever. The point is, they can't have that guy, right? So there's no room for these guys because you're backed up with kids that suck balls. That's, that's harsh, saying they suck balls. How did balls. that Fry thing work out? Do you know what Fry did to leave Suzuki to go to Star Yamaha? No. Like, a lot. And he's done. He got a year and a half, and he's done. Well, he failed. He failed. I understand that. But, but you who, would also say top tens is failing. He got co- a couple top tens this year. But couldn't Brandon Hartraff get you a couple top tens or Alex Martin? They've literally proved it. They've literally proved they can be podium guys. Yeah, but so they, inst- it's inst- Fry and Thrasher are the same thing. The same exact thing. Thrasher... Thrasher won two supercrosses. Exactly. Fry but, never led a lap. But you, so but you're way far no, off. No, 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 no. Coming into this year, where before a race was run this year, yeah. where would you have put Thrasher? Yeah, and Fry? they're right around the you're, same you're, place. You're right. right? But, the, but, okay, but, but Thrasher took a step forward and Fry went okay, backwards. Okay, but what's your point? My point is that they're risking the Thrasher that won two main events versus, you know, maybe Fry is going to be there with Thrasher or he's going to go the other way and we're going to fire him. Okay, but you're still. You're not getting any results out of Fry. One of those kids is not getting any results. And actually, Thrasher didn't even qualify. His two wins really saved the year. Like, let's face it. Now, two wins are two wins, and I'm giving him full credit for that. But to not qualify for some main events and then have a not very good outdoor season? I mean, Jeremy like, Martin. Like, I think the jury's still out on. Jeremy Martin missed two main events, the start Supercross in 2013. Uh, yeah, and he got hammered for that. That's not good. I understand. No one, no one was like saying, you know. But you're saying the same thing about this Jeremy kid. went on to win the outdoor title. Win the outdoor title that year. What did Thrasher do? 
I don't, Thank you. I don't watch that. Okay, so now can we stop debating and no. go back to this? Or Thank Next you. slide, sir. I just wish it's like once you get out of that class, the t- managers are just like, fuck him. Like he's done. Like, But I'm like, wait a minute. You're washing your hands of these veteran kids or the riders that have proven they've done things to hire a 15-year-old that you have no fucking clue about. Yeah, but I think part of it and is... And isn't elite. Like, again, the elite amateurs, give them all they want. AC, you know what I mean? All that type of deal. Yeah, give, yeah. Give, give them what they yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. But I think part of it is for the kids who aren't totally elite, you, never, you might never know what their peak is because they might not have the opportunity to even get to the nationals without that help. Okay, but why are you locking them up to two-year deals right into pro, right into two-year pro class deals? Like, okay, you see a kid at Loretta's that's like seventh or eighth, and he's got no help, and he, so you're like, okay, like that kid's got no help, and he's getting seventh or eighth behind factory dudes. I'm gonna help this kid out. All right, here you go. Here's for you know. Let's see what you do next year. Year after, like, I, I'm not rushing to sign that kid to a four-year deal that walks him into the pro class for two years. I don't think they're doing that with a kid who gets seventh. But if you're taking a chance, somewhere along the line, you took a chance on a kid. Whatever result that was, Cade, maybe it was fourth, maybe it was fifth. I, I don't know. But chances are the top three are locked up. So whoever you sign at some point isn't a winner, right? Or do they sign only the winners? Is that what you're coming at? I think they This is my race tech round of the night, talking to Cade right now. <laughs> oh, wow. Talking to Cade is my race tech round of the night. I don't understand. Like, you're saying that only one kid in a generation should get a factory ride? I gave you a an example of a kid getting seventh and you said i don't think they're locking him up into seventh well, well okay whatever place you example. want Cade. whatever place you want to make the kid get in this in this imaginary world what place do you want the kid to have fifth there's, there's 10 teams so why can't there be 10 amateurs all 10 amateurs can't win there's 10 teams i'm just saying like 10 teams that would sign an amateur kid maybe Okay, I don't even know what 10 there would be, but whatever. Whatever it is. Okay, maybe okay. there's five. I don't know. You know. I'm done with you. Bear with me I'm done. here. I'm done. Why? We're just going to have to agree to disagree. <laughs> We're I'm saying the to, same thing. I'm trying to fight for fucking jerkies like you, and you're shooting them down. You just think, I'm not. I'm just saying you have to give the kid, some kids a chance, too. I'm probably never going to get a factory ride. Ever. But, Cade, you can give them a chance. Absolutely. Do you need to sign them to big deals for multi-year deals to the pro, t- pro class? I don't know. But this is like saying, I'm going to draft a quarterback, I'm going to give him two starts, and if he sucks, I'm going to bench him and never play him again. No, that's not actually not the same at all. It's that's two races. Thing. That's two races. Yeah, but... I think you would give the kid more than two races. I well, think I think you would give him a whole year. But, I would hope to God. But is in it, the NFL, they do that all the time. If they don't perform right off the bat, it takes time. Okay. And if they don't perform over time, then you Agree or disagree, the amount of misses with amateur kids lately has been much higher than the number of hits. Uh, I would agree because I think amateur racing is so far off from pro racing. Okay, whatever the reason is, I don't give a fuck. But you would agree with me. Like, <laughs> I would. We, we all have the reasons. We talked about the bikes being such an advantage. You know what I mean? We talked yep. all the reasons. Like, whatever the reason is... It's not working out. And these eagle-eye talent managers, eagle-eye talent managers, obviously... I don't get get eagle-eye. They're obviously missing out. Okay. They're not getting it. Okay. So you, like, let Bobby Reagan sign the third and fourth and fifth place guys and just be like, you know what? I don't see it in this class. 
in this 16-year-old group of B riders, I don't see anyone here that could, you know, be elite. So I don't need to sign anybody. So you're saying... And then for when I run out on my factory team in a couple of years, I'll grab a Brandon Hartraft or I'll grab a, a Thrasher whose contract is up or I'll grab a Dylan Schwartz. Kids who have actually proven to be good. I'm not talking the elite guys because they're going to get locked up for long-term deals. I mean Dylan Schwartz, like really good. Brandon Hartraft, podium guy last year. I'm going to grab these kids and they're going to get my factory bike and my shot at things. Look at Mitch Payton, okay? McAdoo and Schmoda are his best guys. They literally were fill-in riders. They were off a scrap heap. They were his best guys. McAdoo was driving a fucking motorhome. He was riding for TLD for no money outside of... If he got sixth place, he got no money. He only had top five bonuses as a fill-in rider. Hey, welcome to the team. Uh, we know you had no ride. Uh, get top five. Like, what? But that's the... you know He took it. That's what you do. Schmoda. Hey, team folded. Try out against Mitchell Harrison, Mumford, Enzo Lopes, I think. And see what you can do. Oh, hey, look. Joe Shimoda, now on the box and, and, you know, leading laps and everything, right? On the main event. You want a main event? Yeah. Shimoda wants to impress me? Yeah. Exactly. My fucking point. Okay. So, like, so, hey, Peyton, like, Austin Forkner, okay, different story, injuries, whatever. This are the, these are the kids that are working out for you. Scrap heap pros, forgive the term scrap heap, a little harsh maybe. A little bit. Scrap heap pros that had to try out for your team are your best riders. Go look for those guys. Those can be those guys can still do well because they have experience, they're older, they're physically stronger, they're mentally stronger than these nutball 17-year-olds you're bringing up from Loretta's that have only done 20-minute motos their whole life. Thank you. I'm done. Okay. I'm done. I said next slide. Race deck round of the night. I think. I think Kay just admitted I won. I, that point was better than any of your other points. They're all one point, Kate. Whatever. All right. Since Kate has you all hot right no, now, I'm, I'm just going to jump right into this one from Jesse318. Kidding aside, on a scale of 1 to 10, how angry are you that Marks hasn't finished the app yet? Mm. What's the scale? 1 to 10. Probably... Probably a 17. 17? Yeah. That's a lot. That's furious, pretty mad. Furious. What, what? Seriously, though, Marks. Seriously. How's it going? Yeah, I work on it every once in a every, while. Every, every, like, yeah, you got some free time. Yeah. I'm going to dive um, in. I have recently tried to be, a, try, I, I've been trying to put in a, at least a little bit almost every day oh. for the last little bit. It hasn't gone perfect. Tell that guy. It hasn't gone perfect. Okay. But that's my goal. That's the goal. That is my goal. Friday? Even if it's 30 minutes, right? we'll get 30 minutes a day in. What are we thinking? Um, I really, I don't know. So why can't you just take the old app? Oh, here we go. And just put it over here uh -huh. and make some changes to the old app. Oh, boy. Like Even I know this. <laughs> I don't yeah, know this. Yeah, this yeah. is why I'm asking. No, no. I think I asked this question early <laughs> in the process. <laughs> It's you a hundred percent different API. Yes. The yes. Well, yeah. API, bitches. The, the framework that I use, I'm upgrading the framework, so the code, all the code is is changing. 
it's not sharing any of the same code. Maybe uh, a few functions here and there, but uh, most of the code is changing completely. So, cool. and Pulp Max Fantasy will be in the app. So that's you're great. absolutely high. Uh, we have a caller. Ah, phones are back. Oh, look at that. Uh, let's take it. What's the next question? Real quick. <laughs> From J Ross two sixteen. You just put him on hold. Yeah, just hit hold. I, I missed it. J Ross two sixteen. Any word on where Benny Bloss will be next year? Do you know? I saw Benny was riding. He said Supercross Prep or something, right? Yeah, he's riding a KTM. Yeah. But unless maybe he's going to ride a KTM and hope to get a fill-in spot somewhere. Right. Which right. I would see because they'd probably give it to him. Yep. Um, but yeah, I talk was, about talk about two fifty guys. So Mumford was wondering what he was going to do before the Debar X thing. I literally ran back the story of, of McAdoo. I'm like, bro, get whatever bike you want. Go to the Supercrosses on the West Coast as a privateer. Ride your balls off train. Do your best. Someone will get hurt. You will get their ride. And that's your shot at a factory bike. He obviously went with the Bar X direction, but you know what I mean? I'm like, hey, I man. feel like a guy like him should do his own thing. He's got the backing to do it. Right. You know? He's good enough to get a fill-in ride. You have to be the right guy to get a fill-in yeah. ride in Supercross. Yep. I mean, when Dino did it on the Yamaha, I mean, good God, that was a slam dunk. No, whoever got hurt, yeah, Dino was yeah. right there. I mean, hell, he was beating dudes with rides right. on right. his own deal. I right. Mean, yeah. So, all right. From Marx's hot ass wife. Whoa. Have you heard from Gringo? I really miss his calls. Well, that would that would involve me checking the voicemails, which I haven't done. Wasn't he? How's that going? He was AC's buddy for a while, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, the AC moved, but they, they were, they, he lived down the street. Uh, I haven't seen Gringo. I went mountain biking with Gringo during Supercross, and great guy, him and his wife. Don't know Gringo. You don't know Gringo? Gringo. Uh, I don't have his drop here, so yeah. Okay. Uh, Zachy D163, why is Stu and Sexton not working together anymore? You're bringing the ruckus to that ish. That's Gringo. Okay. I'm going to assume because Stu wasn't actually coming to the race. I'm going to assume Stu just got busy. Got stu <laughs> Yeah. So what's AC doing then? Uh, I think, I don't know what he's doing. So that's what I'm confused about. Like, he's probably, since Chase isn't at Stu's then, where's Chase going to ride? And if Chase isn't there, Adam's probably not going to ride there. No, Adam's going to base himself out west. Really? Yeah. To be around he, the he team. Has, he's done that for the last couple of years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's gone east here and there, but he's basically been a west coast guy. Oh. Okay. Anyways, yep. so like at the 83 compound where all these dudes are. Yeah. Osborne's there too, by the way. Yeah. Yep. We didn't touch on that. Okay. Um, like who coaches these dudes? Like are they all just going to be self-governed now? Because. Um, well, no. Uh, like who's going to coach Zach? Who's going to, you know, Burner's going to be with Coop. Yep. The Lawrence brothers have their Rarick, dad. Rarick will be the RM. Rarick will be with Joey and those are, guys. Are all three of those guys going to be there? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So what's what's Zacho doing? You're the Zacho whistler. He's going there. Thank you. Uh, he's got Brandon right as a riding coach that he bounces things off of. Yeah, but he only goes down like once every yeah, two yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think Zach's just gonna do his thing. Yeah. Great insight. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Go fuck yourself. All right. So what was the question? I I deleted it already. We're past it. Chase, <laughs> Chase, oh, Chase, Chase, and yeah. Stu. Yeah. yeah. From Beaks and Talons, who races Supercross first, Fuck Beta, Sherco, or Triumph? Beta. I don't know. Beta, right? Yeah. Triumph. I think not Sherco. No, not Sherco. Triumph, uh, Tedesco's doing some testing, but I don't know how far down the road they are. With Triumph? Yeah. I thought Carmichael was helping, too. He is, too, yeah. But I think Tedesco's doing the shakedown stuff. So is Tedesco not with Mitch anymore? No, he is. He's doing both. Oh. 
conflict of interest. I think it's fine. <laughs> From Smew5049 for Cade. Hayden Deegan, Jet Reynolds, Ryder D. If you're starting a team today, which of those three would you would be your top pick? If you're starting a team, it'd be Hayden. Because he's the oldest, right? Uh, or no? No, he's probably the youngest. Oh. Yeah, yeah I think he's Ryder the youngest. We'll He'd be the youngest, but he's got the biggest following, so it's the Social easiest media. to get sponsors. Yeah, we raise Ryder we'll get there. We raise him this time. That's Brian. Yeah. Yeah. What? Whatever. Remember I told somebody that was Brian. <laughs> you told me it was Brian. I asked the question. I was like, I can't tell if that's Brian or Weege. Uh, you said it to somebody on the phone. Yeah. And they were like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who it was. So I can't great. remember who it was. All right, next question. Uh, from Tim Slayton. Do you think Jason Anderson going to Cowie will help settle the beef between you two now that AC and him are teammates? No. Because you talk to Tommy often, right? Tommy Tenders? Tenders? Yeah, yeah. He's I like a race Tommy Tenders. Guy. Yeah, Tommy Tenders is cool. So there's your connect if there was to be yeah, one. Yeah, those guys, like all those guys, Jason's the guy. Like, they're not – Jason's the, 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 the leader of the gang, so they're not going to have any influence on him, you know? So, so – Will it be a factor when you go over to talk to AC and Anderson's just in the truck? No. But I, Cowie's been really weird about getting people in the truck because of COVID. So, like, I haven't been in the Cowie truck in two years. Is Cowie one of the teams mandating vaccines? Uh, for the riders? I think so, yeah. I think a few of them are. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, last one from Darkside's Pony. Oh, boy. What's been Cl- going clippy, on with clippy, the bear? Darkside's Pony. What's been going on with the bear? Supercross plans? Uh, bear is done, I believe. Uh, the bear is uh, going to do construction. I think he's hanging it up. Um, but speaking of the bear, I did get a call from who's your arena cross guy, mm-hmm. and they're looking for guys to race their series, like name guys. I thought the bear was going to do that. Me too, but I guess it wasn't good enough. Tyler, you should call me and come coach me through the whoops. That'd be great. I don't okay. have his number. All right. Set that up for me. Sure. Okay. I need a whoop coach. Um, That's not Brandon. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if, if you're a pro out there and you want to hit me up and maybe there's some interest for the Hoosier guys to get you to do the series. Is so, that like a, I mean, pay to show up kind of thing? Get paid to show up. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. Hmm. Right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're looking for guys. So, keep that in mind. I mean, you're probably going to get beat by the number one, 24-0. Well, is that, there's the kicker and there's a the Hoosier, right? Oh, it's not the same one? I don't think so. Oh. I need to really figure that fucking shit out. I get them mixed up all the time. <laughs> Dude, it's got to be the the kicker one. Is there a kicker and Hoosier? There is two, but yeah. the Hoosier one is like three races and they're really small. Okay. I the don't know. The kicker one is the legit series that KP races with like a Lessie and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is KP going back? Yeah, dude. Yeah. He wouldn't give that up. Right. He's not. He's not leaving that. That's like... Come on. Uh, Kate, have you ever been in a motorcycle or car accident? Yeah. Did somebody or some idiot take you out? Uh, no. Avery took you out? Yeah, but that was in. Call Arthur Draper. Uh, he's attorney. Uh, Arthur Draper. He's a friend of the show. He's a slow moto guy turned attorney. He'll take the time to know you, and he'll take the time to uh, talk to you personally. Consultations are free. You just need to call. In fact, ambulances call him now. Yeah. They chase him. Chase him. Uh, more importantly, don't. Arthur only gets paid if you get paid. There's no risk to you. Help is only a call away, and Arthur's got your back. Visit ArthurDraper.com. You may need Arthur's services this year when you and A-Ray get together. Or he'll need Arthur he'll Draper's need services. Him. He's going to need them. He's going to need Arthur Draper? All of them. And launch a lawsuit against one of you, the other guy? Whatever. All right. Fair enough. ArthurDraper.com, A-R-T-H-U-R, Draper.com. Thanks uh, 
Arthur for coming on board. Appreciate that. And um, what else? Are you going to ask me about Charlotte or not? Well, you told me you're not based in Charlotte. Well, I mean. When I said Club MX. I'm at Charlotte. I'm in Charlotte right now, but I'm going to move into my buddy. So you're going to stay at Club MX? Yeah. And go back and forth? Yeah. And go back and forth. Well, I'll, I will probably end up in California. That's what Ari and I were talking about. Right. I'll probably end up for in California for the West Coast stuff. Right. Because it's so convenient. And well, that's kind of where I was getting at. Like, I think you should do that. Oh, I've always done that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I always have. Yeah, don't go back and forth. But I don't want to drive dirt's, again. The dirt's different and everything else. Yeah, no, it sucks. Right. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of my plan. Just I needed a place to stay. And right. the worst part's getting my practice bike there, but I can send it with somebody. And um, Okay. Yeah, right. I'd like to just fly and stay with Alex because he's got two cars. That's how much money he makes. He's got a, a van yeah. and the Tacoma. He's still got his Tacoma. Decked yeah. out, both of them. Right. The van's sweet. Uh, the van is sweet. Mine's going to be just as sweet. It's just taking a lot longer because I'm man enough to do it myself. You're doing it yourself. Yeah. Uh, did you see the pictures? I think so. You put them on Instagram, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Hey, look, it's, it's getting good. Well, get it done, bro. I'm working on it. It takes um, time. I thank really you. Uh, thanks for listening tonight. Great show. We had a rough start, but I felt like we landed the plane. The rough start was all Talon's fault. A little turbulence along the way. Never hurt anybody. And then we land, but we, I felt like we landed the, smoothly. Yeah, but it was all Talon's fault. I will take Talon's partial fault. credit at the beginning, but I'm credit. also gonna credit. credit. <laughs> That's a good. Word. I'll take credit. Okay, Prado. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just thought Hurlings were gonna stop racing me. <laughs> If Steve's backup battery would have worked, it n- never, none of this would have been an issue. That's not true because you messed up the sound thing. But I wouldn't have had to mess up the sound if we would have been just it's all started because you bought janky batteries. Wow, <laughs> you tried to have fault. me start the drop like <laughs> halfway through, and then yeah. No, nah, man, it's a talent. Not, not realizing he's playing the intro marks was a fifteen-minute fire drill. <laughs> It was a little rough. It was a little <laughs> Thank rough. you. I could see how it was. Uh, he he overlooked it though. So he's taking partial credit. Partial credit. I'll take partial blame. Do we call him Sully? He's like Sully the pilot. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have a dog named Sully. So uh, right. perfect. But I feel like we landed the plane smoothly. It was so, great. Yeah. I mean, the phones are on. Do we have no calls? Uh, we had that one, but I didn't pick it up. So unbelievable. Oops. Um, Steve, you got two dollars from YouTube. You say thank you. Why? What do you mean for uh, Snickers? Because you're being grumpy. Oh. How does that work? They just you they can, send you money. You can oh. send money to have your comment highlighted on YouTube. It's like tipping. Oh, listen, digit nine seven five. You'd be fucking grumpy too if you had to deal with what I had to deal with before the show started. But thanks for the two dollars. But thanks for the two dollars. There you go. I don't think anyone realizes how high the tension was in here. I I was chilling. I wanted to Instagram live what was going on, but I was scared that Steve would grab my phone and throw it through the window. Yeah. I'm just trying to produce a high-quality motocross show on the internet. <laughs> and that's yeah, it was rough. Uh, so thanks for listening. Everybody appreciate it. Jake Weimer, Chris Hymas, uh, Lewis Phillips on. Thanks. No thanks to Seth Rarick at all. Yeah, that's, on, uh, that's BS that he bailed. Kiefer, I had so many good questions for Kiefer him. and Pony. Can I ask you one of the questions I was going to yeah. ask him? Yeah. Um, the, Shane's back and Zach's back, similar injuries? Because like, obviously he would have known... I don't fucking know. I think Zach had a herniated disc. I would imagine Shane had something similar to that, right? Yeah. It's like a definite motocross injury. I don't know. That's why but, I needed Shane. Or, okay. Or not Shane. Well, but Seth. Maybe Seth doesn't want to give out private information like that. It's not private information. Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying. 
I don't know. Uh, all right, everybody. So thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks to our guests tonight. Thanks to Swiss Corps. Thanks to Moser. Thanks to Pookie as well. Uh, Kate, thank you for coming in. Good I, job, man. Appreciate it. Always fun to have you in. Was it today? Have fun to have me in. I feel like we got into some debates that you did that's, not appreciate. That's all part of Sports Talk Radio. Okay. I don't have a problem. I just, you wanted to keep going when I wanted to end it. And then you made me get mad. <laughs> that's because you so, were wrong. Oh, was I? Yeah. I ended it because I was okay with you being wrong. I didn't think I was going to You loved my Shimoda and, and McAdoo example. It was a good take. Thank you. And, and, and Heartraft and Troll, all guys that deserve rides and have proven it. Instead, we got these jerky kids with rides. You know, maybe if they didn't give Troll so many opportunities, yeah, yeah, no, someone I, I, would have landed Chance Hymas earlier. But, but wasn't Troll performing for the most part? podiums and you know leading laps and like i feel like troll performed for most of his 250 prime years right don't, i feel don't like make me start playing seatbelt sounds <laughs> okay are you ready to leave <laughs> this is this is what happens to the i appreciate you i appreciate you i appreciate you having me in tonight thanks for coming in yeah and you're flying out tonight so um, that's yeah you're not hopefully early. yeah hopefully uh so thanks everybody for listening appreciate it. next week is daniel blair in studio that yeah, should be good. Fuck that guy. Wow. He just said that A-Ray had me covered now he because he's on a Honda. Yeah. It's BS. I cannot wait for Anaheim 1 with Kay Clayson and Alex Ray on the same team slamming the shit out of each other. It's going to be fantastic. B-practice will be going to be It's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be great. There's just there's less Cowies now. Yeah, good you point, know? right? Yeah. The, the LCQ is going to look that, very hey, different. Hey, you're going to be a little poor. Because the night show money, right? I think so. Oh, did you make a, a... I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so you made a put a deal in your contracts. I don't Smart know. Smart move. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for listening. Super appreciate it. And uh, again, we'll be back next week, and hopefully everything will be working a lot smoother. At least we'd like to think so. Thanks to the sponsors. Sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. Get the codes. Save some money. R.I.P. Dark, Dark Side's Pony. pony. <laughs> it's gone. Soon. It's going. Can't wait. Going. Going gone we out of here don't eat that dick there's something i want to get off my chest and it's about that summer when you went away to community college i got an offer to do playgirl magazine and i did it i did a full spread for playgirl magazine i, I mean spread man i pulled my butt apart and stuff and i was totally nude and it was weird i I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.